Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. <sighs> if you like a lot, a lot of wrestling, wrestling on YouTube, Thank you, Ross. It's the Cultaholic Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. You're listening to the dulcet tones of Mafu, Ross with Ooh. glasses, and our favorite anxious millennial cat boy, Jack. Oh. Uh. I, for the audio listeners, I'm wearing my Anxious Millennial Cowboy T-shirt. And the audio listeners, he's, he's wearing ears. Cunningly. <laughs> put a little, he's little got a little pink thong on with a cat's tail coming off the back of it. It's a well. nice made outfit you're wearing for the podcast, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> oh. How you doing, lads? I don't mind. Yeah, oh, yeah, fine, yeah. crack it on, you know. How <laughs> <laughs> are you, Matthew? I'm wonderful, mate. Wonderful. I've there was got a... the new exercise bike set up, which oh. we saw a few weeks ago. I realised, because I don't know if it was kept in or not, but me going, ooh, there's a knock at the door. Mm-hmm. I ring out like it's Billy Knowles' house party. That was kept in. Mm-hmm. It was. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. People were very excited about that bit. Yeah, that'll, be, that'll make the best of. Um, with me carrying it, well, it's all set up, and it's I'm feeling so much nicer. Like, when I have to watch Raw, SmackDown, NXT, whatever. Um the Ugandan wrestling, and I've got my little bike to do it on. Fantastic. I'm like, I should have done this a while ago. Are you going to be able to ride it upside down for Elimination Chamber? Hey, Come on. I'll ride you upside down, buddy okay. lad. Okay. We, we did a pictures video <laughs> um, yesterday uh, for Elimination Chamber, and it was maybe the best one we've ever done. We were oh. blown away with ourselves. <laughs> so do check that out on the channel. But there was a lot of Australian accents at the start, so I was worrying that this podcast oh. would open in similar fashion. But we didn't do it. That's good. I hadn't thought about that. Don't worry, there's plenty of time. We've got mm. another four hours left. Oh, well, plenty of time for some bloody Australian banter. Yeah. And then you Banner. Banner. Some banner. <laughs> yeah, flaming galar. You know what a galar is, Matthew? A galar? Andrew didn't have a clue, did he? I think it's a bird. But I know that the the insult is, it's like calling someone a donkey or whatever, but yeah. I think the, an actual galar is like a bird. Beautiful creatures, yes. I assume. Yeah. Not the bin birds, are they? The bin birds? Yeah, the bins, the the long beaks that are notorious in the Australia region for drinking out of, drinking the bin juice. Oh, <laughs> I guess you get all the nutrients, don't you, from the vegetables that are in there? They love it. Whoever's in it. <laughs> anyway, uh, in the news this week, long time to read WrestleMania 8 rumor debunked. This is a weird little thing. Um, so WrestleMania 8, the one that was at a big show stadium thing that wasn't that big of a success because the tickets were really cheap. Hogan versus Sid in the main event. Now, it's long been established for years now by multiple people saying, yeah, Papa Shango missed his cue. So Sid had to kick out the leg drop, and then it's this awkward thing. Well, it's a double DQ because of the interference. People are like, what the hell are you on about? Uh, Harvey Whippleman says, a lot of people ask me this question as if somebody got screwed up or somebody wasn't on time or something didn't go as planned. Untrue. 
Every single thing that took place that match went down exactly as it was supposed to. Bollocks. Is he all right? That can't be true. Yeah. Not, just, just watch it. He does miss the cue. Yeah, yeah he's miles. <laughs> he's not even by, down the Not ramp. even by a little bit either. <laughs> not even by a little bit. It's yeah. when the camera cuts and for a split second, you're not even sure if it's the same building because he's that far away. You're like, yeah. is that say, Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. He's there. And the, my favorite bit of it is that he's not even in that much of a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> he's like... <sighs> He's over the bend in the ramp. Yeah, he's, in, yeah. he's in the first yeah. part. <laughs> but the main reason I don't believe him is because why would they why would they have the referee DQ Harvey Whippleman for getting on the apron? Yeah. That's what he does. It. He doesn't even get in the yeah. ring yet. Well, obviously, us peons don't realize in the booking meeting beforehand, they said, all right, this is going to be a horrible look and finish. You want to have sent him home miserable for the main event WrestleMania. <laughs> right. right? Uh, Omos currently in limbo. Would it be creative? I thought the idea of almost doing limbo would be a... That's something I would image, like right? to see. Yeah. Um, who asked, any reason why you're not on TV? And uh, SE Scoop said, well, they are, quote, holding Omos for the right program for either him or an opponent who could use a big win. And he, Omos himself said, you know, I'm an attraction. They call me when they need to make the big bucks. That's when they call me when they need me. Yeah. And they want to see me on TV, man. Cash those checks when you see me on TV. It's not really big news, is it? Like, uh, wrestling attraction being booked as a... Wrestling attraction. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw this story, I went on his cage match. And I don't mind the way he's being used. He, he also does a... He's quite a regular house show guy because at a live event, well, that's a nice little attraction, isn't it? Seeing him come out. And, and he usually beats Tozawa by the looks of it on house shows. I think that's... I, I think, fine, let him have a reduced role because, yeah, you want to keep him special. Yeah. Yeah. I feel sorry for Paul White at this time, hearing this news, because he's oh. probably sad and good. why couldn't that be me? <laughs> Why? Great Carly. Yeah. He did like a big cry, didn't he? He did. Why? There's a gif on the Google where his neck is moving in the gif. It's a wonderful, just lovely thing to watch over and over again. Oh. There's a bit, a bit on the road where Big Show's crying and it's like a close up of his face. I think I know what you're talking about. His little neck <laughs> I think that was Wrestling Monkey did that. Wrestling he did really, Monkey? He did really good gifs. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened to him. Hmm. Or her, or them, or it. But yeah, hope Wrestling Monkey's doing all right. Who's the best crier in wrestling ever? Big Show's up there. Flair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, obviously, yeah. You, hope, you open the door open for Flair and he starts crying. Well, he's, Cody's, he, Cody's getting there. Cody gets choked up. Yeah. Yeah, but he's a he, man, he so he holds it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Saving this one. Mm. Angle, when he was like a dorky baby, a uh, dorky heel angle, when he would win a match and he'd like burst into tears and be like... Yeah. I watched him whistle wazzle in May Young this week for the first time in a while <laughs> when he does the, old, does the old angle slam and gets down and celebrates like he's won the Olympics oh, again. Yeah. Oh, God. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh-huh. Crazy. We need to get more old women <laughs> in wrestling. Oh, Omos, the right feud. Oh, yes. Pick any old lady you want. Get him in the ring with Omos. Throw him around. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> you know, you the, was it Tay Long's white boy challenge? Sorry? Omos, Omos's <laughs> old woman challenge. Teddy Long's that, what? With Rodney Mack? <laughs> yeah, Rodney Mack's yeah, White Boy Challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what he called it. Your Honour, Your Honour. Yeah. I'm quoting. Yeah. I've got vague memories of that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's all right. I hope I'm right. No, I think he's, I think he's right. <laughs> Matthew misremembers wrestling history. <laughs> I hope that More was, so than Harvey Whippleman. <laughs> I hope that was the actual name of it. Imagine if it was like... I swear to God it was called the White Boy imagine Challenge. Imagine if it was like Teddy Long's upstanding <laughs> sporting <laughs> contest. <laughs> Queensbury rules. <laughs> and you've just... Teddy Long's don't look too much into it. Challenge, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, almost chanting all biddies. Someone put a clip on Twitter. I can't remember. It still looks like Memphis, but I don't want to say it is because in case it isn't of Mae Young and she's wrestling and it's in the 2000s, it looks like. Or maybe the late 90s. 
and she does a bit where she falls and she grabs her heart and the ref is doing a really good job of going, hey, are you all right? What are you selling? And she goes, I need my stuff out my purse. I need stuff out my purse. Everyone's like, oh, no, oh, no, she's going to die. Well, it's kind of spinach. And it, uh-huh. basically she goes to get it and there's all the distractions. She goes back in and attacks the opponent. Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, that's really good. I've never seen it before. <laughs> that's class, though. It's very convincing. Oh. Anyway, it's been all biddies. Kevin Nash blocked from being involved with Sting's retirement match. So uh, on the Click This podcast that Kevin Nash still does, uh, he says, quote, he asked me to be a part of it. And has said that, you know, with my positioning with WWE, I couldn't. If I went in the crowd, it would be, you know, I think, you know, someone's typed this up as is. So it's all like how Kevin Nash speaks. I think you wanted me to be there because I was just one of those guys. <laughs> F, F, curse, curse, F. <laughs> yeah, I think he was disappointed. I mean, I was disappointed. I asked WWE, you know what they ask? You know, when you ask something and there's that three second pause, it's like when you be on the road and you're saying, hey, babe, we're at Fort Wayne. And I go to Stewie's Strip Joint. You got got a problem with that? Nothing. Yeah, we can relate to that. Thank yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Kevin Ash, not in AEW. No, um, I'm assuming there'll be all kinds of old faces from Sting's past. Just in a, not like getting involved and interfering, yeah. but maybe like during his entrance or in the crowd DDP or whatever. Or yeah. Fake Sting. Yeah, fake oh, Sting. Vampire. For all time's sake. If they get Vampire. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Yeah. Or get a bloodbath on mm. the books and no suits. Oh, yes. Yeah. Delightful. Mm. That's a shame to hear, though, because going the other way, Tony Khan's been very good at allowing AEW people to do like extra things. Jericho was in a promo, wasn't mm. he? Yeah, a while back. He did the uh, Steve Austin podcast. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. But, like, what positioning in WWE? Well, he's on an ambassador. He's unless, on a oh, so that means you can't. Contract. Oh, I, you know what? I didn't realize that that interfered with that. Unless he's just working us all, and he couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Which <laughs> that doesn't sound like Kevin Nash. <laughs> oh, he'd get paid for it though, so he probably he probably be keen. Yeah, depends on what. That's actually a good point. Mm. Um, I love the headline here that Jack Hutton's put on. Controversial name confirmed to be working for TNA Wrestling, and controversial wrestling name. You're like, oh bloody hell, who? It's a steel. Yeah, he's a, he's a madman. He's, he's a dog face gremlin. He's mm. on the top, like the fave five of controversial wrestlers <laughs> at the minute. You're like, oh yeah, that was ages ago, mate. And also TNA related news. Um, you know, like if it was only a few weeks ago, it is only February, right? When everyone was happy that TNA was back and there was all this glory and then Hard to Kill came out and everything's going all right. It's got them all went. And now a bunch of Impact, uh, after years of me getting people to say it, and I'm messing up doing the other way around, of TNA wrestlers then start putting the hourglass. Yeah, they're they're maybe the just for kicks or maybe not. Uh, Josh Alexander, it's reported, did not want TNA to extend his contract, so TNA extended his contract. Well, it was an option they had, and they did yeah, They exercised the option but of then doing so. I think the way they handled it was bad, because I, I guess if it was always a clause in his contract, you can't argue that much, but but they they put up a thing saying, didn't they, like... Josh Alexander re-signs with Impact uh, with TNA, yeah, and then and then they took it down and put TNA extend. So he's obviously gone. Can you please make it clear that I actually didn't? Yeah, want I'm to. doing this not by choice. <laughs> yeah, doesn't look good now. <laughs> we can't have anything good. No, people say, "Wathy, why, why are you cynical?" This. Have you seen who he's wrestling at the next pay per view? Uh, no, it's the man of a thousand thumbnails. Gotcha. Simon, Simon Gosh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Mm. Well, just the one, the man of one thumbnail a thousand times, yeah. Because then someone put on Twitter, like, oh, remember when this promotion used to book so-and-so against so-and-so, like, saying Mm. Simon Gotch uh, versus um, Josh Alexander isn't very good, and Jordan Grace replied to that saying, oh, Josh Alexander's great. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. And it just was like, Simon's also great as well. (laughs) 
Simon Gotch buries Jordan Grace. That'll be next. <laughs> yeah, she wants some of that delicious thumbnail money. <laughs> yeah. I just thought they were all massive Carrying Cross fans, all these TNA wrestlers. Yeah. The big hourglass. You know? No one is a massive Carrying Cross. Justice for the final testament. Up the hourglass. I think I said in the chat, maybe Sandman's debuting soon, and that would be good. <laughs> oh, I had to think about yeah. that. Yeah. Sand. Literally yeah. just sand, yeah. <laughs> why was he called the Sandman? I don't know why he was called. Oh, because he, he was just surfer. Asleep. Oh, original, yeah. original Sandman, big fat dude in a surfer outfit. And he looked hilarious because it looked like he fell off his thing. He would just, you know, float. Um, and he used to hit people with his big surfboard. Right. Because it's like the worst foreign object. It was bigger than him. So it's like, quick, distract the ref. <laughs> like, oh, no one could see that. Ah. Oh. <laughs> and then he, then he started to drink. And he just kept, <laughs> started drinking lost weight. Yeah. Maybe it was the other substances. I don't know how that that happened. Happened. Well, I maybe, guess if you don't eat, yeah. they're liquid dinners, aren't they? Yeah. That's yeah. what they call it. Juicing, I think they call yeah. it. Before, the before Huel, there was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on Dewey NXT, uh, didn't say that very well, did I? On NXT, the fans were warned last week about profanity. They swore at Mellow, <laughs> F you Mellow, when he'd sat down. Uh, apparently, prior to the show, the fans were told that possible ejections may occur if the language repeats with that of the previous week. It was noted in the report that Fightful, though, that despite claims that the show could be taken off the air, there's reportedly no chance this actually happened. There is a section of... Uh, it was this week as well now. I've noticed it now. Troublemakers, aren't they? The ones opposite the hard cam. Yeah, yeah. They were... They were. We'll get to it, but they were... Um, Bad plans. They, they were going back and forth with the Chase U section, and I was ready for it to kick off. Could yeah. you imagine thinking the Chase U... S-U-C-K-S's. Can you imagine? That's, uh, how dare they say that? That's disgusting. They I, should be fines. Last I week I found them quite entertaining. I've turned on them straight away. We need a name for them because I can't just keep we can't just keep calling because I've referred to them in there as the fans opposite the hard cam. But they've got to have a section name or something. The Sheddians. The weeds. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad plant, right? They're just gonna call them like the They're gal- not plants though. It's the exact opposite. The hijacking the show, brother, brother. Yeah, Am I being yeah. real? Oh the Gallusgate end. I don't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not calling them that. <laughs> Uh, we'll think of oh, something. I'm trying to think of a pun on like the cop or the Stratford end or something. Oh, I just can't. Never mind. Nah. We'll come back to mm. that. No, we won't. Uh, Will Ospreay <laughs> loses his final indie match to Michael Oku, Repro mm. High Stakes. So his final indie match, obviously, before going to AEW. Uh, and then Tony Khan was there, which I thought was just there to see his bloody football team play. Yeah. They, um, will, they did funny. it on the Saturday afternoon, didn't they? Seeing yeah. the full hand get beat off Aston Villa. Orange Cassidy, Orange Cassidy there. Derby looking very bored in the room mm-hmm. behind ta- uh, uh, behind Tony. Sorry, yeah. And oh yeah, that match went nearly an hour, didn't it? Uh, yes, and it, it was. Me- I've not watched it yet, but I will for my next edition of Matches of the Month, but um, mm. for February. But uh, it's got rave reviews. At first, Melter said it was like one of the best matches ever, and I thought that's before well, he saw it. Melter, <laughs> Melter loves Osprey and loves his yeah, style. Yeah, he's of not exactly unbiased. So. But, but then lots more people have also said it's really good, and then some people have said that it wasn't for them, but they could see why it was good. So I'm, I'm interested right. to see how I find it. 47 minutes. It's long, isn't it? I saw, they had a match a couple of years ago, or maybe last year, maybe two years ago. And it, and I found, and lots of people raved about that one. And I'm a big fan of Osprey and Oku, to be fair as well, but I, I found it a bit much down the stretch. So I, I can't see how at 40 odd minutes, this won't also be a lot down the I, stretch. I'm thinking it was like, I'm sure people will enjoy it. I, I don't think it's for me. But, but he, I saw, yeah. a li- I need to listen to the full thing. He did a Desert Island Graps with Tom, Michael Oku. And it came across very lovely. Yeah. I remember he used to, I went to a few shows down in London. He'd be there because he was still a trainee at that point. The, o- go, the OJMO? Yeah. Yeah. And I called him Lodge Modge. And he goes, no, that's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> OJMO. All right, Modge Modge. It's like, there's no J at the end. What's wrong with you? I'm like, I'm sorry. 
Um, there was the nice. I've seen one spot, the spot where he does um, Mad Kurt's finisher, yeah. the Sega Mega Driver. I think it's called. Yeah. And, and I saw people wondering, do we update that? Uh, and people got it. And the people got it straight away. They went, oh, so that was a good moment. Yeah, that seems one of those moments for yeah. the RevPro people. The RevPro. Do we call them RevPro NXT fan? That hasn't worked, does it? No, no. doesn't it all now. Damn it. But uh, that bit went down well, and that's a nice tribute. The Rev Amateurs for NXT. <laughs> what? The things, <laughs> that was a horrible match. Shut up. No one cares about NXT, the thing we were just talking about two minutes ago. Uh, Vanilla Ice. What? Yes, that's right. Vanilla Ice is in the news. No, don't check your... your... What's happened Vanilla Ice uh, says in a video that he did that he bought Eddie Guerrero's famous low rider for an insanely low price. Apparently Vanilla Ice has a YouTube channel. Of course, where else is he, Dean? Uh, revealed that he acquired the vehicle for 15K from someone who seemingly underestimated its value, unaware of its connection to Eddie Guerrero. Ice speculated that the seller may not have realized the potential six-figure worth of the car. Ice mentioned the seller had already invested 30K in improvements, and in the video, I showcase the car complete with custom Eddie Guerrero WWE Championship. Uh, very proud that he's got this. And then Chavo Guerrero tweeted, that's not Eddie's. <laughs> I've got Eddie's. And he also said that John Cena bought the car and then gifted it to Chavo. Was it after Eddie passed away? Which is very nice of Cena, who's been just oh. wholesome in the news all week long with John Cena. I'm going to talk over you. Uh, Chavo <laughs> says, I have the original lowrider that Eddie and I went out in. Rochester at a pay-per-view, then purchased by John Cena. Yeah. After Eddie's death, Cena gave it to me. And an advert's come up. Don't do that. Um, exactly. And uh, I bought a car that Eddie posed with on the cover of Lowrider magazine on mm. one of his blogs. And Chavo says, exactly. Eddie posed with the car. Eddie posed with hundreds of cars. Eddie never owned the car like I said. Ah. Mm. He stood near it. That's something. Yeah. <laughs> the car that Eddie stood next to. <laughs> but I thought it was funny. He was just like, wait. Eddie owned at least one of those lowriders you saw on TV. I thought that was interesting. Like, how would that setup work? I would assume Dere would have bought one, or a fleet, maybe not fleet, but you know, um, just save money having it transported. Or what? Did Eddie get it afterwards? Or work did Eddie expense, have to buy it? I reckon. Ah, business write-off. I was going to say, yeah, well, Eddie, <laughs> if we gave you this, you just write it off. You know, that's always used to think about the Undertaker. Did he just go down to the local Harley Davidson shop and rent the motorcycle and then go to the arena? Or did he buy them and... Well, yeah. when we were in WCPW, I was sent on a mission once on the day of a show, but before the show had started, to get uh, rent a wheelchair that we were using for an angle. And I thought, wow, I'm a real producer now. Yep. Um, and I got... But obviously, don't own a car, so I had to get an Uber. Go through the rigmarole of getting the wheelchair, explaining what we were using it for, and just worrying the whole time that they were going to go, you're not allowed the wheelchair. Got the wheelchair, put it back in the Uber, explained to the driver why I had the wheelchair, got back, used the wheelchair in this show. So that's how it, that's how it works. That's a peak. You got, the wheel, you got Eddie Guerrero's wheelchair for it a was, show? It was, it was a shop on, it's sort of on the biker bridge. So if you're driving towards town, it's on the left. That's where it was. Yeah. I'm, I'm literally doing the thing. Yeah, like, I can see it. Yeah, I, you The Scranner's arms. Yeah, I think so, yeah. They sell wheelchairs? Oh, it's good. Well, they did then. This story's crap. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm really sorry. Uh, uh. I had to go to find Will Ospreay some trousers once on those shows. Uh, there was was a, he not wearing any? Every no, day was, was an adventure. He was doing a hip... I've lost me trousers. <laughs> he was, it was when he was doing his Hitman-inspired uh, entrance. Yes. You notice he walks out without any pants on, and it's because he lost his trousers. And I had to go and find him some trousers, and I found him some trousers, mm. and he chose not to wear the trousers. <laughs> I'm imagining they're like... <laughs> I was going, Ross, get me some free trousers. <laughs> Were they just normal black trousers? Yeah, just like suit trousers. Yeah. Well, maybe they were too 
Baggy or something? I was so intimidated by him back then because he had big dick energy. <laughs> he, this is like after his initial New Japan stints. Oh, okay. So he walked in uh, once. He's like, I've got sausage rolls for everybody. you got Greg's for everyone, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, you're big and tough, you. Yeah. <laughs> like, Eyes up, Ross. <laughs> Where's me trousers? Oh, I've heard the stories. Yeah. And then the big news this week. <laughs> Coronation Street's Les Batterby. Oh. Les Batterby. Come on, Matthew. Les Batterby. Tell him not a Corey fan. Uh, makes pro wrestling debut with Soft Pro. Yeah, Your favorite yeah. promotion, Jack? My favorite promotion. Well, I, I, I vaguely know the promoter, Shoddy Horror. That's right. I've met him twice. Once. <laughs> <laughs> once on Zoom and then once in real life at yeah. the box park. Yeah. Lovely man and seems to be taking this whole wrestling promotion thing seriously. Of course. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it no, best, Jack. In terms of the actual wrestlers he books and the matches he puts on, and I need, I've, I've told him I'll go to a show, but I can never be free on the days when it is. Oh. Um, but he booked Big Les. Yep. In a wrestling role, by the way. Yeah. Made his way to the ring to start scores rocking all over the world. Uh, That's a callback to Coronation Street, by the way. That's the, oh, is it? Because the Quill were in, they were on the street. That was part of when I was oh. watching Women Man. Ah. Yeah. The one that looks like Matt Jackson was uh, <laughs> more prominently featured than the other guy. <laughs> My dad's been in his grave. They were was his favorite band. Oh, yeah. I've got all the vinyls at home that were his. Really? Oh, I've got money. <laughs> <laughs> Francis Rossi. That is the Matt Jackson looking one. And the other blonde one, I can't remember the name ah. of. And he passed away recently. Well, Nick Jackson, obviously. <laughs> yeah, sure. uh, Basby even formed his own faction, the Les Battersby World Order shirt. <laughs> also wearing double, double denim, reminiscent of the when Scott Hall made his debut in the WCW. Oh, did he walk out like that? Anyway, he said the line though, didn't he? Yes, he did. You know I am, but you don't know why I'm here. Yeah. yeah. Just like that. Yeah, thank you. Yes. And then he did the Iron Claw. <laughs> wow, uh. Who told him that? <laughs> oh, but if Janice had run out, uh, he would have oh, he would have yeah. been off. He, oh, Terrifying woman. Janice riding out on Schmeichel's back. <laughs> Schmeichel was the dog who yeah. was, could have also been a horse because he was a great Dane. Yes. That's why they called him Schmeichel because he was Dane. Because he was great. Do you what they're all called for that day? <laughs> An interruption from the right way soon followed. A faction dedicated to former UK Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. Uh, oh my god. That guy's still doing that gimmick. I'm glad Les, Les Battersby saw them off. It's a, yeah, but it's then a the LBWO, which is a thing you can't do in cricket. <laughs> Ended up standing tall after working together to take out Thatcher Wright and Charles Douglas. Battersby even drew some inspiration from the Von Erics as he let out Thatcher Wright with the Iron Claw. Sweet. So he killed Thatcher. Um, yeah. Another British icon, Mr. Blobby, has sporadically had pro wrestling matches recent years. Yeah. <laughs> the Speaking of all... <laughs> oh! Oh, no. oh! Blood everywhere! <laughs> oh! The humanity! <laughs> I don't even know how that was possible. And even worse, Richard Tubman just ground those beans in front of me and put over how expensive and lovely that coffee is. I couldn't have spilled any of the crap instant stuff. Lick it, lick it up. I'm tempted. It wasn't the fact that there's a hundred germs on this table and stuff like that. That was the news. Sod off while we clean the table. Well, there's more news to talk about. No, there is. We missed the biggest one of the week. Shut up. Ah, sorry about that. What happened? No. John Cena. Oh, yeah. Let's go coffee again. Oh. What's he said? He was on Howard Stern this week. Which is amazing. I wish you had the quote in front of you. It is like the biggest news of the week so far. Um, <laughs> We're trying to keep it light here, <laughs> believe it or not. We can't ignore that sort of stuff. No, though. no. We can't. We can't see him. <laughs> he said stuff to the words to the gist of. Like he proper loves Vince and that. And he's yeah. not gonna he's not gonna judge anyone until it's all blah blah blah. He was very 
It wasn't just evasive. It was like pro-Vince. Yeah. It, so- it made it sound like Vince had some sort of illness he was recovering from yeah. rather than Vince has just been... Yeah. I mean, in some ways, it is an illness. <laughs> well, uh, but not, not the sort of illness Matthew John Cena... Matthew defense. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> not the sort of illness that John Cena was painting it as. He was just like, oh, yeah. we're at the bottom of the hill and we've got to get back up this oh, idea. He started malfunctioning. He started talking all the metaphors and all the cliches. And yeah. Ta- Taiwan is a country. Uh, <laughs> stuff. Yeah. But it was great because he watched the, listened to the full clip and Howard Stern literally goes, well, I've had people in my past that I've been very friendly with and then they've done something and I'm like, because I know this about you now, I can't possibly be associated with you. So John Cena, how do you feel about Vince McMahon? He said, well, I love him. <laughs> I value friendship God. and whatever he said. Uh, I, can't, I, I can't believe it. For someone as PR aware as John Cena as well, Hmm. But he's done it. He's done it before. When we did this, you know, the first time the Vince oh, is out the company, the stuff. He, yeah, he was just sort of like, ah, oh, you know. But it's more. It's. I mean, more information's come to light now, or yeah. more allegations have come. Not to light Not going now. to see Well, yeah. Whereas, Randy Orton. Yeah, I don't know who asked him the the same question, but he basically gave the more hum, human response and saying, "Yes, I wouldn't be where I'm at without Vince McMahon." But bloody hell. I read those things like at the same time all of us did when the, the stuff got released, and it's heartbreaking to see. Yeah, and it's just yeah. yeah, that's maybe what John should have said. Because uh, I, I get it must be very difficult when you know you're multi-millionaire seven times over, and the guy who did that has been alleged to have done all this stuff to then go, oh, I'll just you know back away from that guy. But surely you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. Surely. Ah, but hustle, loyalty, respect. Oh, it's just I a guess. catchphrase, John. <laughs> but I mean, fairness, we were saying this. Um, Vince hasn't done his interview with Chris Van Vliet yet. So. <laughs> oh. In the Hall of Fame next now. <laughs> I tell we'll get his career back on the road. <laughs> Sorry, do I have them in front of me? No, because I spilled coffee all over them. Oh, there they are. Bloody hell. Oh, I misplayed Banda. I'm very sorry about I was that. getting ready to clap to end the segment. Yeah. In the Hall of Fame. Are we not? Results. Should we here. Well, do you have a break, but I broke a cup over the table, so just carry on or not? Oh, yeah, go for it. There we go. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Thank you. In the Hall of Fame segment that we are now doing, in condescending honor from last week, the old UK passport, 13%. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Apparently, I saw a comment on the on the poll though. Apparently, the the blue passports are the old passports, but just brought. Oh, oh you're right. right I, oh, I didn't thought about that. <laughs> ah, you know what I meant. I didn't you know. know. I, I didn't know it was a thing. I just thought it was a new design for. Oh them. no, yeah, because all the the new Britain, all like the Brexiteers were like, yes, we've got our old passport uh, back. Whereas yeah. my childhood, I've always had the burgundy one. I prefer the burgundy. I prefer right. burgundy. Joe prefers the burgundy. At least I, pre- I prefer yeah. the burgundy. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's wearing blue. Oh, why don't you see his floating head from here? Nah. Like been in that, on that ride at Disneyland, all the heads. The haunted house, is that the one? Oh, I don't know. Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Yeah. yeah. Ah. The one with all the heads. I'm, I'm very surprised Ross said that because I know that he hates roller coaster. I do. But I was tricked on to go to a couple uh, back in 2016, which I didn't enjoy. You were tricked. Trick. I was like, tricked, yeah. Like B.A. Baracus. I was just like, they're not that. They don't go upside down. <laughs> they this, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, they don't go upside down, do they? And then they were like, nah, it's completely oh. fine. Indiana Jones was the first one I went on. Big loop-de-loop. Well, it's a little right. loop-de-loop if you like roller coasters. Famously safe 
yeah. unactiony star <laughs> Indiana Jones. And then the uh, the other one was the Steven Tyler rock and roll one that's indoors, right. which goes like from zero to a thousand miles an hour in two seconds at the start. So I was clinging on for that one as well. And then the haunted house as well, which I think I think was a relatively slow one, but I remember all the little heads dancing along next to you. So I was always. So that's what Joe looks like now. You're to going me. to fall <laughs> off the tracks. I was always scared of roller coasters that went upside down. Specifically, I didn't like the idea of going upside down on one. So I could go on like fast ones and that, yeah. but not upside down. And then I, I and then that's when I was a kid. Got about 15 years old, and it was the first time I'd been to a theme park with my mates, and just couldn't admit to them that I was scared. And it was Alton <laughs> Towers. So my first roller coaster that went upside down was Nemesis. Oh. Uh, but it cured me of it. I was like, oh. well, I've done it. And I just couldn't reveal to the lads how proud I was of myself because we were all miserable teenagers trying to be cool. Is that the one up in between us? Maybe. No, they go to Thorpe Park, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Just remember Nemesis. Was it Nemesis Inferno or something? Yeah. Yeah. So there was Nemesis and Inferno and then Nemesis Inferno? Or no, Oblivion. 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 Oh, never mind. It doesn't matter. All these moral win games. Anyway. um, Yes, yes. There was that thing about the Haunted Mansion that kids would like request like yeah can I be buried in the haunted mansion or like what I can't remember if it's a real if it's real or not it's one of these like urban myths when it was true that there were like real dead people at haunted mansion because people would request like when I die can I have my ashes I've scattered all what you said was kids (laughs) yeah because kids would go there and go you know what I had such a great time that when I die can I be part of the haunted mansion (laughs) oh Ah, oh, you know, <laughs> dead kids, very, very upbeat here. Anyway, Leslie Nielsen, 30%. Ah. That's very generous, considering it was a rubbish pick. Um, and SG Dub Uganda, 57%. Up the Uganda. Up the Ugandans, Yeah, indeed. they deserve that, to be fair. Very good. Fantastic pick. What have you got for us this week? Marijuana. Okay. I was watching AEW <laughs> Dynamite this week, and I saw... And I needed the help of... No, oh, no, no, no. It was a banger of an episode. I saw a radiant Rob Van Dam. Uh-huh. Radiant. He'd clean shaven, bit of a fake tan, but his hair was luscious. His skin looked smooth. He looked 35, never mind 55. And just the secret is obviously the sweet Mary Jane, the ganja, the marijuana. Yeah, they were all there. Um, Hook apparently likes a little dabble as well from time to time. You know, his dad won't admit to it on commentary. I think that was during the commercial break. But Hook loves the marijuana. So he's going to look youthful. That, allegedly. For the next 35 years. So yeah, the marijuana. Hook is actually 35. Yeah, Is he? Mm. Wow. You can't tell. Exactly. It's because of the marijuana. Um, I've, I'm not really partaking in it much, but I assume it's lovely to do so. So the marijuana. When was the last, <laughs> last time you did it? I've never touched a drug in my life. Oh, you said you haven't done it much. No, I didn't. I said never at all. <laughs> you said much. Oh. <laughs> uh, Drugs are bad, kids, unless you take them <laughs> to suckle on the fountain of youth that Rob Van Dam has been doing very recently indeed. Mm. He looks fantastic on Dynamite, not just he in terms of the rest. better than he has when he was younger. Oh, yeah. Not loads younger, but in recent Yes. And that's all down to two things. Oh. What two things? The marijuana and that thing he does with his legs akimbo with the weight in the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how you get young. So marijuana for the Hall of Fame. I don't think it's ever been nominated oh, or put in there. But it's just gonna I don't win. think we need to check. It's going to no. win, isn't it? It's just obviously <laughs> Not necessarily. Win. You never oh, know in the Hall of Fame, on. do you? Mm. Matthew did his heist a few weeks ago with... Filthy oh, Mc, it's filthy McFatty. What was it? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, that was a Fatty McNasty. Right, that was Fatty yeah, McNasty. That was yeah, the one. Yeah. <laughs> Notorious criminal Fatty McNasty. <laughs> good. So Fatty McSpliff for the Hall of Fame this week. Oh yeah, roll a Fatty for that pimp daddy. Good man. <sighs> 
But Xbox used to say, your ass is the grass and I'm going to smoke it. <laughs> Never really understood that one. I think it makes in too many things there. But fantastic, mate. Well, I'm second place Cheers, so uh, from last week. We, <laughs> I think we're going to be second or third place this week as well, bloody after that. So, I mean, I love looking at these drama channels on YouTube and not knowing much about a subject, but knowing about the drama around it. From darts to snooker to speed running, it's all great. So this week I've started following this running, speed running, a thing that came up in recommendations. And I don't know if enough people know about this. <laughs> Here's a new story from when it happened. A runner grabbed a bronze medal in a marathon by catching the bus for the last <laughs> six miles of the race. Rob Sloan, I'll look at the picture, 31, tried to claim training made him a much better runner this year after shaving 21 minutes off his previous time in the face of in this race uh, in North London on Sunday. On Sunday, Matthew Sunday and Sunday are two different words. Get it together. He's from Sunday. Though. Yes, he told the Sunday Echo newspaper yesterday, "I ran the whole race. I have been in touch with the organisers, saying I have proof that I ran the complete course. I was wearing my Garmin, and that covers every stride I ran. The Garmin's a thing that detects people if they're, check, they're cheating or whatever." Um, he finally came clean to the picturesque events organizers, whose director is the athletic legend Steve Cram, by admitting he ran out of energy after 20 miles, hopped on a spectator bus, then completed the final section of the course, ended up in third place. <laughs> the suspected finish caused uh, consternation, that's a nice word, uh, with Steve Cairns, the genuine third place runner. He said, I was third the whole way, but somehow I crossed the line and was given fourth. When the third place runner had finished during his interview, I asked him where, when he passed me. He said 15 miles. I said, no, you didn't. It's had a five-minute gap at that point. He said he did and walked off. I informed the organizers who had been told he'd been seen getting off and off a bus and got dropped off near the finish. <laughs> and apparently they checked the Garmin. After it was like, all right, check your Garmin. And they checked. It says, well, apparently somewhere through the course, you were doing 30 miles an hour. <laughs> that reminds and he's me. Still, of... He's still like, no, no, I was just going really quick. And then eventually he went, all right, yeah, you got us. You ever seen that bit on the US office where they've put like a speedometer, a speed camera outside the office car park yeah. and Michael Scott starts running backwards and forwards going, wow, look at how quick I'm going. And a car passes at the same time. It's like, look, 30 miles an hour. I'm the fastest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just thought just the lovely poo house where you, a guy got on a bus to cheat a marathon and going, no. I saw you post that on Facebook and watched I it did. and it, I loved it. it was, I, I was hoping you'd forgotten about that. But I could see you already reacting going, oh. Oh, it was good. And it was especially good at the bit where he put the whoever I can't remember the name of the YouTuber, but whoever's made it, it's a really well put together video with like yeah. old news footage and stuff. And he's American, I think, so he's had to go into like Look North archives. Right, I thought about that. But um, you got the net pronunciations. A horrible fringe. It's the bit where it's got to be said. He's probably just random. Well, almost all of them are. Yeah, but every photo is that. So you imagine that's what he's like, you uh, know, getting milk. Can I just say that pun there? Busted. Oh, yeah. je ne sais quoi. Oh, a genuine pain. I wish I had some marijuana to make myself feel better. Yeah. Um, Word play. Oh, I'm trying to think of another pun. The they've gone around his house and he's got his PC up and like showing them the data from his device and just doesn't mention it. But you see, like, it goes, boof. He <laughs> <laughs> was doing really good then. He's like, why? I just ran the marathon. <laughs> When did you cross me? I was, I was leading 15 minutes. When, oh, I was on the A66. When he's getting his bronze medal, the footage of the fourth place <laughs> yeah, yeah. just lingering behind him like, what the... Oh, yeah, <laughs> the point out the thing is this guy going, all right, third place, sir. Like this hard-looking, bald Scottish man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this guy, watch he's going up place. I think that guy cheated. And, oh, come on, man. Just take... Ah, that bit was... He can't win every time. The guy's like, I reckon he got a bus. He sounded really you know, spiteful here. And he turns out, oh, yeah, he did get a bus. Oh, Phew. That bit was downhill. That's why I'm going quicker. That's what I <laughs> <Yeah>. said. <laughs> 
<laughs> fell there. It brings up like the the guy who does the video brings up like these are the typical split times from the first half of a marathon mm. runner's marathon to the second half. Nearly everyone in the world runs the first half quicker than the second half. Yep. But you see here that he actually runs the second half four minutes faster. <laughs> like it's a well, yeah, it's built different, like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I also said he did a marathon the day beforehand, so. Yeah, there is a second uh, example on the images uh, on the green hut, uh, green top there, left hand side. Kielder cheat. Hey, what? That was the Kielder marathon. That's him. Oh, that, did, oh that's right. Yeah, yeah. It's, thank you. I love. I'm remembering all the stuff now. Yeah, that's he did. He put a different name in to, to run it again, and they went, "It's Ying." Oh, that was the Great North Run. Yeah, he put shades on. He did the Great North Run in disguise to avoid abuse. I'm a completely different guy. Has <laughs> <laughs> he still got the same hair though? Click on the article. Oh, I was going to say, damn it, they cut out the important bit. Where's his fringe? Oh, 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 oh man, <laughs> never liked your chronicle. <laughs> But yeah, Walker Killer set. No, no, that's a different guy. Oh that's my a different God. guy. But yeah, he's, he's, he's got the shades. He's about two seconds ready to go. I don't owe any of you an explanation. I never liked the fans. Wait, wait, there. You click that one. Oh, you can't see me. Sorry. But the one below. Oh, the one below matter. the image before. Go on the green image again. And there then you go. the one below. Yeah, the, the one below. Itself. To the, no, no, the sorry, right. on, the, on the big There you one, go. Yeah. There, there you that go. One. Yeah, that one. Yeah, there's a blokey going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You lying bastard. He looks a bit old to come forth. Does he oh, not? Oh, no, he was mint. He was really oh. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, he gets interviewed, and he's just a really dour Scotsman. It's brilliant. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, yeah, Rob Sloan, bush cheating marathon runner. I haven't watched any more videos on that channel, but there's so many running drama yeah. videos. I was like, oh, what a treasure trove. Yeah. Can't wait. After like, watch his marathon video. Nah. <laughs> watch his drama marathon video. Ooh, okay. <laughs> anyway, Jack, what have you got for us? Um, you nominated the bloke who played Fritz von Erich recently. Yes, Mr. Holt. On Sunday, me and my girlfriend went to see The Iron Claw. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to nominate, I think he's, it's either Harris Dickinson or Dickinson. I think it's Dickinson. Harris, the one who plays David. Uh, I really liked him. And yeah. then he, I, I found myself, when he when he obviously dies, he's like the first one, well, he's the, fir- he's the first adult one to die. And um, they're all, they're obviously all like, oh, David's dead and he's died in Japan. And, and then I found myself going, for some reason, forgetting that it was an actual biopic, just going, why have they killed his character? <laughs> he, was, he was really entertaining. And then... This is like Sean Bean in Game of Thrones. In my mind, and then snapped out of it and realised, oh, no, they had to do it now. That's yeah. when he died, yeah. So, but uh, I enjoyed it. Well, they before. didn't have to do it, though. Justice for Chris Von Eric. Mm. Oh, yeah, Left yeah, Left him yeah. on the film altogether? They did. Yeah. It, I mean... It, there was so much misery in it already. Yeah. Have you seen it? Oh, I saw it on Sunday as well. Oh, did you? No, oh. I've done it for in the same cinema. In uh, fact, I was right behind In the you. gate? No. Oh. I was elsewhere. Fair enough. Cramlington, to oh. be precise. Had a little jaunt down the A1. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, Chris was left off. Chris died in a puddle. Hmm. Yeah, face yeah. down in a puddle. I think, obviously, they streamlined a lot of the narrative, so I guess I know why they did it. And there is a point where it becomes... What's the thing about like death of one is horrible, but death of thousands is a statistic. At that point, if you read the Varner thing, like, and then he died, and then he died, you're like, you, you become numb. So yeah. I think actually by reducing it, it hits harder. Did you enjoy it? Very, very good. Mm. I really enjoyed how they just encapsulated like the actual wrestling parts. Yes. Because that's what always lets down sports films, not just wrestling films, football films, all of them. The actual sporty parts, but this all just looked legit. Mm. And it yeah. felt like off the time, I thought. Oh, the, the, Tom Sawyer montage was brilliant. Yeah. That was really good. Is that the feud with the Freebirds? Yeah. I've yeah. just got one the casting of um, uh, Kerry. Oh. Oh, okay. That, well, Ric Flair, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was terrible. Yeah. Uh, but the casting of Kerry, why don't I get a bigger boy? 
That's what I was saying. I was like, Kerry well, Von Erich, the Texas Tornado was massive. I think Zach Efron's also quite a diminutive boy. Yeah, but he looked well, massive. Oh, he? yeah. He, oh, he was... I think, yeah, IRL, like, Kerry was the, the bigger dude, yeah. but like... Well, David but, was the tallest, wasn't he? Yeah, the tallest. And, and he yeah. was in the film also the tallest. Yeah. But the other two... But little Calvin Klein, man. I, That's all I say, him on in he's, he's, he's on the bear. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's he called again? The one from the bear. Yeah. yeah. Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White. Yes, Jeremy Allen White. He's got the nose and mouth of a Simpsons character I can't think of. Oh, I think he looks like Charlie Dempsey or Willy Wonka. <laughs> he does. Mm. He does yeah. look like Charlie Dempsey. But yeah. he's too small. That's the only bit I could... No, I mean, yeah. He was good in the role. Yeah, yeah he just was. Just too small. I also need to say, like, okay, everyone's looked at Flair going, all right, that's rubbish. But the guy playing Harley Reese... Oh, looked so much oh, like it. That's me in 10 years' time. <laughs> well, I hope so. Yeah, you're, probably a, you're probably a better worker. Because in the rest of the scene with Harley Race, I was waiting for him to do something really Harley Race-ish. He wasn't as good as Harley Race. Like I said, he was going to do something Harley Race-ish. No, no, no. No, no, no. Let me tell you about the no Harley, no. But I can see why you nominated the Fritz guy. Yeah. Because the cast in there, mm. and it's, 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 it's him. Mm. It's him. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. But I'm, not, I'm, I'm going for Harris Dickinson. Who plays David Flair? He's all—he's a British actor, actually. Uh, he's also in a film called Scrapper, which I've not seen, and a film called Triangle of Sadness, which I have seen. So there we go. The Triangle of Sadness, any good? I really liked it, but some people didn't. So there. So there. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it was. I thought it was good. A lot of people went. The satire is a bit too on the nose. It's all very uh, massive critique of capitalism and everything, and it is very obvious. But at the same time. That's kind of the point. It's kind of taking the mic. Uh, yeah. Should work for the ankle. Well, yeah, true. Um, but no, I, I thought it was very. I thought I thought the ankle was good as well. Enjoyed it. Lovely man. Yes. Lovely. Ah, three good picks there. Mm. We have. Uh, what was his name? Sorry. Marijuana. No, you. <laughs> Harris Dickinson. <laughs> Harris Dickinson. I hope it's Dickinson. Can you please Google uh, Harris Dickinson? I'm pretty sure. All right. Harris Dickinson, aka David Flair. No. Von Eric. Von Eric. Oh, I said David Flair. <laughs> That's Shocking pretty much that. the same. Yeah. Shocking that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it is. It is Harris Dickinson. Thank you. It's Thank Harris, you. Yeah, Harris Dickinson. <laughs> he would make a good David Flair, though. <laughs> um, Rob Sloan, aka the Marathon Runner, trying to cheat using a bus. <laughs> but that big description is what well. might get you a few votes. And Ross's pick of marijuana, the fountain of youth. <laughs> Stay young, smoke marijuana. <laughs> it was nice being monetized. <laughs> <laughs> For those lovely picks, you can vote for one of them. Don't worry. Go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. But don't smoke too much marijuana so you forget to vote. That would be bad. Mm. Yeah, Just enough that you have a youthful skin. Let's end yeah, the second. I was going to vote in the Hall of Fame. Then I got high. high. Ooh. Ooh. Sam told me about an amazing Afro Man thing once. Go on. Afro Man's house once got raided. Yep. Okay. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We might have talked about it on the yeah, podcast please, even. Uh, please tell people. Afro Man's house once got raided by the FBI or something, like serious like stuff. And uh, and he he got back at them by <laughs> singing over the security footage of them raiding his house, going, they're going in the closet. It <laughs> <laughs> was one of the songs like, are you going to fix my door? <laughs> yeah, 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 he made an album <laughs> based around it. Yeah. And yeah, they broke his door and one's about, pay me back for my door. <laughs> and then it's, they just... Read, uh, went right into it by going, oh, no, um, the police, because obviously you hit the news, like, police are saying, can you take that video down? Because you're not allowed to. They'd be like, why, what happened? And they'll look at the story, like, why would you bring that up? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Thank you for watching the Hall of Fame. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! Ah. 
This week in wrestling, SmackDown. We see The Rock arriving at the arena earlier in the day. Later, we see Roman arrive with Paul Heyman in tow. Sorry, not literally. I mean, in the side car. He's got his toe in his hand. So, <laughs> I really enjoyed The Rock parking up his car like a dick, though, and then looking at parking like a dick and laughing and then walking off. Yeah. yeah. You think you know how to park properly, all the Fast and Furious films he's in. Hey, and all the cars he's gifted his mom <laughs> that he didn't actually buy. They were actually gifted oh, yeah. to him by sponsors. Oh. Oh, I've seen the YouTube drama video oh, about The Rock. And he gives his, a, a Ford to someone who goes, oh, I've been a nice guy and I've bought a Ford. Apparently Ford's one of his companies that he's aligned mm, with uh, or something. I don't know. Might be bollocks, I don't know. YouTube never lies, though, does it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Later, we see Logan Paul arrive with his entourage. All the stars are here. There was a lot of arriving segments. Yeah. yeah. The opening match is Elimination Chamber qualified between Kevin Owens and Dominic Mysterio. Dom tries to cut a promo on his way to the ring, but gets drowned out by the crowd. R-Truth arrives mid-match, still thinks Owens is the Miz. Dom tells him to go get a chair, but Truth just sits on it at ringside, and Owens wins. Yes. It was fine. I have nothing else to say apart from it was fine. It was weird to see Dom messing up an X Factor slash yeah. whatever Brie Bella called it back in the day. That way you point out, he tried to block it, Kevin. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, struggle. Good lad, good lad Wade. Good, mm. lad, good lad, Wade. lad Wade. And I thought there was an extra bit of stank on Kevin Owens. Pop a power bomb. I didn't know I've got I think it's just, I'll show you. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> really see. threw him down, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah, I didn't have much hit. I love our truth and he's been obviously getting a great push. I don't like him thinking that everyone else is somebody else. Like, Kevin Owens doesn't even resemble The Miz in any way. He yeah. does. He's got spiky mm. hair. You've got me there. <laughs> Andrew played into it on one of the pitches he did the other day and said that Truth starts mistaking Pete Dunne for The Miz, which was an odd decision. Oof. It's about as realistic as the Kevin Owens one, but yeah, no, I think he's no. just actually got problems now. Andrew? Yeah. <laughs> no, Truth does. Yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> A Drew McIntyre interview is interrupted by L.A. Knight, who says he's going to steal Drew's moment at the Elimination Chamber. Drew says Knight's bravado all comes from a place of insecurity because he doesn't win titles. Knight says he will end Drew's road to WrestleMania, just like Drew ended CM Punk's. The pair are separated by referees. I thought they, um, I mean, they didn't really say much, but it felt really real. It felt organic and actually tense. And I like that they didn't brawl and get separated but for once, the referees got there in time mm. and split them up before they brawled. Good. I like well, they'll practice breaking up all the women in NXT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there was another one. I think it was on SmackDown. Ladies, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> to steal a phrase from the promotion Drew McIntyre went to on his return to the independent scene back in 2014, Drew McIntyre is a massive fanny. Ah. Oh. Because he waited until he was on Twitter after the show to point out that LA Knight is actually older than he is. So Ellen Knight calling Drew McIntyre, I think called him an old timer in yeah. like the promo, and Drew just took it while getting cooked. Because all the, all the kids on Twitter are like, wow, Ellen Knight cooked that man. <laughs> and I was like, well, he made a big mistake in the middle, didn't he? And Drew waited until he was on Twitter, which I thought was disappointing for The him. fact that he didn't know that before checking Twitter <laughs> proves Ellen Knight's point, though, right? <laughs> I guess so. Maybe he forgot how old he was. <laughs> it was really... Just as you get that certain point, you stop paying attention. Knight was really good, though, in the segment as well. Yes. He goes, if I smoke weed, I'd be younger than you. <laughs> Ellen Knight points out Drew hasn't won a title since Ellen Knight got here, and there's enough room on his little tombstone for another name. Yeah. 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 Nice. I'm not buying that shirt, though. Why not? Because the original image is great, and they've had to like, change it, and it just looks like, oh. Get on Redbubble. Make your own. <laughs> that's, what, that's how we do it. In the backstage interview, Tyler Bate pitches a new tag team name to Pete Dunne, the New Catch Republic. Dom interrupts and says they'd lose against any two members of the JD. Tyler suggests a match next week against Dom and R-Truth, Dom angrily points out that Truth isn't even in the group. 
Do on you, Muppet. That was my Pete Dunn impersonation there to Don Mysterio. The new Cast Republic's an interesting name. Mm. Jack made a good point saying back in the WCP mm. Derby days. I think it was, was it Tyler who came up with it, did you say? No, I, I can't mention who the other person was, but it was Pete Dunn <laughs> and another wrestler. Who were in and a I was tag, down to 60. Who were in a tag team called the Strong Style Collective. And I was sat in the stands when they'd cut the promo saying that was their name next to another member of the roster who will go unnamed as well. Not for anything she's done wrong, but just I don't want to get her in trouble. But when he said the name, she went... (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, yeah, so I feel like even though Tyler pitched it in character here, I feel like this is a Pete Dunne creation because it's similar, isn't it? Catch, strong style wrestling. I just thought it was funny coming out of Tyler's mouth when we know that he is a whimsical little frog man from... The pond. The yeah. new. Me and the badgers um, have been thinking. <laughs> he was a bit um, whimsical, though. He was like, Peter, my lovely strong friend, or whatever. They work so well, because Pete Dunne is a proper lad, proper Brit lad with a top knot, sounding so hard to sound positive. Oh, it's great we're winning. That's <laughs> why Tyler Bate is much, he's so sweet, and I'm not just talking about his marmalade sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> his hair. But he needs to cut his hair off, because the way he had it tied up there, I thought he was 10 years younger again. It's the it's long hair. Pull, it's just pulling his face back like a guy from Men in Black. I think Tyler Black... Hello, Tyler. Tyler Black, not him. Tyler Bate <laughs> is one of those people who is conventionally attractive, so just gets bored and starts doing wearing mad stuff and doing mad yeah. stuff with their hair. And I despise those people because they get bored of being fit. So they just try and make themselves look worse. Mm. And sometimes they look even better. The challenge to make myself look unappealing yeah, and still pull. It's arrogant, isn't it? It's yeah. arrogant. You just have to do it sometimes, you know, just to, <laughs> yeah. to recycle your wardrobe from time to time and then yeah, go back to what you feel comfortable in. You mm. know, just what we do. Do you think... Um, do you think uh, sorry. Joel's like, <laughs> I want to interject in this conversation <laughs> right now. From the rafters. <laughs> I was going to ask Matthew, do you think the fans of Fallout New Vegas I was wondering if I'd bring this up or not, because I keep my nerdy stuff to myself. But yes, uh, Fallout New Vegas famously has the NCR, the New California Republic. Oh. And I look at these two lads going, they don't play video games. And the 90s mm. had the VCRs. They might play... <laughs> this is see, why I don't I bring this nerd stuff up. I could see Tyler playing a bit of Fallout. I don't know. Yeah. They're the cool kids, aren't they? Or yeah, they were the cool, cool kids of British wrestling for a while. Yeah, that's true. I'm would he sure. more likely been playing when he was dressed as a Peaky Blinder? Is that a game he would play? I don't know what Fallout is. You play with your gloves on, like, I don't know. No, Fallout's quite a sci-fi. I uh, know it's like a post-apocalyptic yeah, thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's bit, it's that a... Birmingham? Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Electro <laughs> <laughs> Lopez and the rest of Lengardo del Fantasma are at ringside for the next match. We call that a red herring. Uh, mm. Tiffany Stratton versus Alina Vega. At one stage, Zelina gets into a scuffle with Lopez, which leads to Stratton picking up the win. Oh, Zelina got a lot of offense in this match, which so I was a bit, a bit surprised about. There was a nice moonsault off the apron to the floor. I wouldn't be surprised to learn that Zelina was concussed after that cartwheel Alabama slam where Ooh. Tiffy put more stank on it. And then the finish. Oh, the knees right to the midriff of uh, Zelina off the BME. I was going to say, I fully agree. <laughs> Vega moonsaulting to the floor and landing on Strat's head like Vega from Street Fighter. Uh, nailed the 619 to the shin. Now I'm wondering how they're going to get out of this. Ah, so then Satnos and his mates distract her. So Strats gets the PME. Good, keep the few count. What does Mia Yim say when she takes that 619? Ah, me shin. <laughs> um, the, the scuffle was quite polite, I thought. Zelina, it was rather polite. Zelina lifted her over the barricade and then put her back. <laughs> that was the fight. So fair no. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, in the locker room, Carl Anderson accuses AJ Styles of forgetting where he came from. What, catering? AJ oh, Styles. Oh. It's good though. AJ Sass. Styles slaps him and they almost brawl, but Gallows and Mission. Oh. <laughs> calm Sour Boy down. AJ storms off. I thought it was Raven when the, the, the segment started, the way AJ was sitting. Oh, Inside yeah. the locker. Like, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a little scarecrow mm. boy. Like the Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> Sorry? The Indian in the cupboard? That's what it's called. What is that is? like a. It's an old book. It's not saying that. <laughs> you just look up since so outrageous. It's the name of the book. Someone like, read Matthew's flat I thought, now. I thought you were saying something like, um, like something that your grandparents say at Christmas dinner. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what? Know. Yeah, they probably would actually. <laughs> <laughs> <Does it>? Nah. <laughs> I always worth keeping that in. But no, I haven't, yeah, said, like, I haven't said anything bad, but I kind of have. No, you haven't. No, I said something not... really old. No. I need some of the marijuana. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey. Aye. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. They're going to fight. Mm. A, well, maybe they won't fight now because the, the GBs are on NXT. Aren't yeah, they? why are they suddenly from doing absolutely nothing and now being at the forefront of storylines on two brands? Oh, be still my beating heart. <laughs> uh, Post Malone has picked the soundtrack for 2K24. Oh, yes. A lot of bands have went, all right, I'm not going to know any of these. Actually, that's a lie, isn't it? Pigs, 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 pigs. Local lads. Six pigs. Seven, Seven. pigs. Eight pigs more. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen them, but I've seen their name on posters at the Clooney and pubs of that ilk. Mm-hmm. Have you seen them? Not in person, no. Have you listened to them? I've only got reached into them recently, very recently, so. What are they like? It says that this. Uh, it's like Punky Ska. I listen to them on Spotify. After Punky Ska? Punky. Oh, I thought you went into like Punky Ska. Listen to them on Spotify. Oh, no, yeah. no. Punky Ska, just Punky. Oh, okay. That's what I was going to say, yeah. I don't know why I did that. It's not going to be the sort of punk I like, is it? Bright power chords. La, 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 oh, it's not going to be pop punk, no. Girls are just bad. Nah. Can't get a girlfriend. Yeah. I've, seen them, right. I've seen them down listen to like, a stoner or doom metal, and I'm like, I'm oh. not sure if that's accurate, not doom metal. Stoner, doom metal, you like. say? Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not sure if that's accurate. <laughs> They're doing a bit more of a beat. They're more a bit like, like a coffee and a stoner. Okay. I've listened what? to that song that's on 2K, yeah. whatever it's called. And it's, yeah. I can imagine you Johnny Rottens of the world front of your band singing it. That's really? sort of vibe, yeah. Oh. Well, fair enough then. Yeah. That is yeah. power chording. Here's us talking about modern music. <laughs> we get a damaged guitar vignette. EO Sky says Bailey may have started it, but the rest of them made the stable what it is today. Now she's going to embarrass Bailey at WrestleMania. They also promise revenge on Dakota Kai for turning on them. It's very interesting, because either they think Dakota's turn last week was real, or they're in cahoots with Dakota, and it's all a big ruse. Mm. I think it's it's a a bait and switch. You think it's a Bobby ruse? I do think it's a Bobby ruse. Um, (laughs) I think she's going to... Oh, but then I think Bailey's going to win, though. An Apollo carouse. Mmm. Yes. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it's Rusev Day. Vince Ruso. Mmm. Later backstage, Dakota asks Bailey for help. Bailey declines and says she doesn't know who she can trust right now. Wise. She knows. Yeah. If Dakota turns on her on the go-home SmackDown before WrestleMania, Bailey is guaranteed to win. But if nothing's happened yet until WrestleMania, then I think you might win. It's all, it's all up in the air. It yeah. is up in the air. Mm. Especially on the brand with Pete Dunder Ruse away. Ah, he's in on the joke now. That's right. <laughs> The AOP win a squash match against NXT superstars Bo Morris and Big Body Javi. Nice to see Bo Morris. Oh, right. Because Bo Morris was one of the stable people who was doing the work while Tiffy Stratton was having her final farewell on NXT. The one who blatantly looked like a wrestler. (laughs) Yes. The the big, massive one with the top knot working Mm. in the stables. That was him, Bo Morris. Um, We need new music people, though, because the AOP walk out with their final testament 
intro than a horribly generic like AOP theme, but they don't mesh together and they're horribly mm. generic. We need new music people. I don't mm. want to advocate people losing their jobs, but this is the one exception. We'll just hire more <laughs> and then they yeah. can still do some of the music and the yeah. other people can do the other music. Music. Songs is what I yeah. meant to say. Get pigs, pigs, pigs in. Uh, big yeah. Body Javi's hair looked great though. It's nice to see him. What happened to him? I missed the Big Body he files. Was, he was a sleeper, a sleeper character of the... The rainbow days of NXT 2.0. I agree, because he put me to sleep. No, because Come he on. used to steal from the greats of WCW in the late 90s. Yeah, he did all promos. He did. It was really good. It was good. funny, because you knew what it was. He did them, but like worse a bit. Worse. Yeah. And then I'll never forget his line of dialogue that blew me away, which was when he had the big, the big body files, and someone went, what's that? And he went... That's a big body files. That's a that's a big body files. And I thought, what am I watching here? NXT, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Logan Paul is interviewed backstage before his match against The Miz. He says he's going to win the EC and become a double champ at WrestleMania. He's going to wrestle Rollins when he wins. Good talk. He's going like to win. Imagine if he did. No. And he walked out of WrestleMania with two belts. No. Ooh. During the match, Logan Paul, Jeff tries to pass in the brass knuckles, but Miz throws them away. Did I put Logan's Paul? I meant Logan's pal. No, you put Logan's... Did I say that? Yeah, Logan's but I can see why you... Logan's ketchup, catsup. Uh, throws them away. Logan still wins after a big right hand and a new finisher, which looks a bit like an inverted skull-crushing finale. They didn't make too big of no, a no, deal. No, no, it's a pole-crushing finale. Yeah, oh. but it's meant to be an inverted skull-crushing finale. Pole-crushing finale. That doesn't work. He's definitely What's doing a backwards skull-crushing finale. Yeah, but the commentators didn't make a big deal of it. And also, Logan Paul didn't really accentuate. So it just looked like a, eh. It didn't, mm. what didn't work for me as a finish. I think he was a bit banged up because he landed on his face and head. Did I'm, he? I'm going to Australia, he said, before he did it, though. So It, it was definitely the finisher. Mm. Oh, I thought he was doing it because he didn't do it very well because he was upside down. Ah, I see. I see. I'd, maybe you should... There's got to be another finisher you can do. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I think it's got legs as a finisher. Just okay. needs to accentuate the fact that it's like he's, he's taking the piss out of the Miz by doing it. Mm. Okay. This match felt really long to me, but it was only twelve minutes forty-one, which I guess for a SmackDown is quite a long match. Is it because you knew who was winning? Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah, and because it's a Miz match. Yeah, oh. Miz match. Because <laughs> yeah, Logan's a ninety rated on two K. Bloody hell, yeah. Oh, Miz is Miz is eighty-one. It seems a bit silly to like complain about ratings on a computer game but it, it gives clues as to who they who they see as what doesn't it yeah like Jay- Rhea Ripley massive yeah JD McDonough's like a 71 uh-huh. um, <laughs> our truth's a 67 I think uh, no yeah I can't be oh no wait JD beat him on oh yeah right no. Logan is continuing to be a very good heel though in these bits he has on television on the wrestling he's walking down the aisle and this young lad's got a bottle of prime looks like he wanted signed and Logan Paul just sticks his chewing gum on the top of it and walks in the ring. He could probably sell that. Yeah, he's just very good, isn't he? Mm. Very, very good. Mm. Mm. Begrudgingly, yes. Backstage, Nick Aldis is trying to get G.A. Cargill and Bron Breaker to sign SmackDown contracts. Liv Morgan and Bianca Belair are in the corner of the room for some reason. They're joined by Tiff Strats, who barges in and taunts them ahead of the chamber match. G.A. Cargill threatens them all for squabbling during the contract negotiations. Aldis asks Stratton to leave, and she does. And Liv says, tomorrow's going to be interesting. Everyone goes, why? What's happening? Like, because uh, apparently they're doing a double taping because obviously they could be in bloody Australia. Oh. Um, <clears throat> so then she went on Twitter and says, hey, look, Saturdays are always interesting. <laughs> that's true. That is true. I bet they are on the farm. Mm. Yeah, she. Oh, that's right. Yes. Oh, Dallas. Yeah. 
if that's still a thing. That's a very 2021 reference I've made there. Might still be a thing, might not be. Uh, Jade's a bit of a saucy devil in this segment, I thought, because she says, we're not doing this during my big business meeting. Why is that saucy? What what do you mean? (laughs) I mean, AEW's got a show, haven't they, called Big Business soon? No, I don't think. Oh, come on. What do you mean? Come on, I'm just saying it's a reference to AEW. I don't know if it was. Want to pop the boys? I hate it. She's popping the boys. I don't Look, know. she mentioned our thing on the show when they didn't know. I don't know. It's just nah, a little nah. bit of fun for the podcast. Big business is a very generic term. Yeah. It's like when someone goes, ah, oh, I'm going to leave an impact tonight. It's going to TNA. Yeah. No way. Sorry I don't sit in all these board meetings that you sit in where I hear <laughs> all these big wigs always mentioning big business during contract signing Well, sessions. you would be there if you stopped smoking the ganj. <laughs> I don't touch the weed. <laughs> It's, it's turned into an improv class. Ross, Ross, the ball means I'm in two seconds, two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a nice little thing she did there. A wink and a nudge. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the... What is it? Is it... The, I can't remember the name of the comedian. He plays Mr. G, the drama teacher. And he does sketches. And he was teaching a drama class with some kids. And then it cuts to it, right? I'm, I'm going to come in and we'll just improv a scene to this little girl. And he comes in, where the hell have you been, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> He's like Australian, so it's really good. I haven't. Sounds nice. Uh, <laughs> we see Paul Heyman talking to Grayson Waller backstage. Intriguing, he says here. It is intriguing. It is, because he was like he was barking orders at Grayson Waller. And Waller's got Rollins and Cody on the, mm. the GYE in Australia. It's going to be an ambush. It will be. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I can't believe they had that conversation framed perfectly. You'd think they're trying to avoid the cameras. <laughs> Yes, but it's wrestling. Yeah. Naomi overcomes interference from Isla Dawn to beat Alba Fryer and qualify for the chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was scary. Because it's like they're already having doubts about the witches. Because this was weird seeing Alba in singles action while Isla was merely on the outside what dancing it? like a whatever under the pale Ho- moonlight. One hawks from the moon. <laughs> um, why, why? You're right, because there's something happened about it. I can't remember what it was. What happened recently that made it seem like they were going to be on the rise again? Uh, they had the little, the, the tease, the storyline about the women's tag team titles being cursed by the witches. Yeah. The witches popped out of a Christmas present around Christmas time to attack yeah. some fellow female wrestlers. But apart from that... No, something like really recently. Yeah, it's because they lost, no, they lost the Kabuki Warriors. Like, S- really Since easily. then, since then. No, or maybe I don't think there has been, no. No? Okay. Oh. There has, we've missed it. Yeah. Which doesn't sound right, because we are wrestling analysts. Oh, yeah, of course. Don't miss anything. No. Including Naomi's theme. Thoughts? Uh, bring the old one back. Glow, glow, glow. That's how it goes. Yeah, I don't know what's happening with the music at the minute. No. It's rubbish, isn't it? Someone get get on, Post Malone to pick the soundtracks. For someone these. on Squared Circle pointed out how many themes these days start with the, a soundbite of the wrestler saying their own name. And now that I've heard it, I can't. Yeah. JC Jane. Apollo! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't think of a third one, but there are loads out there. It's the final testament, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be better. Yeah. Uh, jelly roll. <laughs> From a jelly roll. What a guy. He's a good lad, him. Yeah. I don't know if he's a good lad. He he's might be. Done something terrible, man. <laughs> they put him over he seems on like Raw, a nice so. lad on the wrestling yeah. shows. That's the only place I've seen. All the st- Oh, that was on Raw where all the stars were out. That's right. Like the Bull Rider kid. Yeah. I can't believe he was there. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bloody <laughs> hell. I couldn't believe it. I've been dreaming for that appearance to be on Raw. <laughs> For years. He's like, Why? He's, what, what? he's the most famous he's man the in the world. world. Champion. Yeah. Bull rider. Yeah. Yeah. Kid. Gets the ropes. <laughs> yeah. I so can't you, believe he's on roll. Are you a big fan of the bull riding? I'd <laughs> love it. He's great. <laughs> What's his name? I've got it written down soon. Um, Naomi did a little moves though in this match here. 
Yes, you did. It's really good. Um, I don't know what else to say. Alba didn't get a single offensive move in as far as I could no. see, which was, again, worrying for the future of the Witches on SmackDown. Mm. Bless him. Bless her indeed. Aldis comes out the stage and announces the newest member of the SmackDown roster, Bron Breaker. Yeah, Bron- they telegraphed this ma- massively. Yeah, I thought they pretty much said, yeah. They was like, right, come with me. And they left yeah. the room together at the end of the Jade segment. Yeah. I would have had that segment without Bron. Yeah. Then it's more of a surprise. I want people to keep on watching. But was it? the intrigue not the fact that Jade wasn't also there? What's happened with that? Dude? Well, she's doing uh, her... Yeah. Her AEW. Do you mind? I'm having my world's end business meeting. <laughs> Do they, Can you shut the common... forbidden door on the way out, is please? Is that a common thing in the business room? Is it big business? Hey, it's, it's time just for a some term. big business, guys. This is gonna be no. It's like like a term for a thing that's gonna be a big uh, make a lot of money. Mm. Oh, this is big business. Mm. What's your favorite bird? Mine's the osprey. <laughs> that's another AEW reference. <laughs> It was about as subtle as Wardlow's promo, which we'll get. Oh there. God, yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah, uh, yeah. Bren, 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 Bron comes out and they shake hands, and you think it's funny. He's like, "Hang on, a few weeks ago we had Kamala Hayes doing his thing and getting cheered on SmackDown when he was being a heel on NXT. Now Bron, who was part of the a holes and being a bad man, well, oh, 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 is oh. now that it's like it's Bron Breaker. It's like so they're really over though. They're really over. Yeah, it's weird. everyone knows who they are. Because everyone loves NXT. But it was worrying because yeah. first and foremost, no NXT tag team title, no reference to the Wolf Dogs, and too many smiles. Too many mm. smiles. Can I have Happy mm. Bron going back to being a fisherman? If he go- if he becomes a fisherman oh. again on SmackDown, it's over. The weights and measures. Yeah. The lures. I love to get on the lake to get away from the noise and the pyro of SmackDown. Imagine that. Yeah, the pyro happened. goes off and he goes, ah, and <laughs> leaves. Mommy, take me to the lake. <laughs> I can't deal with the noise. It's just, it's just him in his car with one of those big bass, Billy Bass things that sing. <laughs> what do you say, but Take me to the river. How are they such a thing? It was it was just a moment in time, wasn't it? Yeah, they're good. It wasn't but, a moment, though. It was decades, wasn't it? Always get cracked out around Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you need, oh, what do I get me granddad? Oh, I know. <laughs> you know what he loves? Talking fish. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You can't have Bron Breaker be cheered when he's a bad guy. That would just be weird. Anyway, the bloodline arrive. Uh, Roman Reigns warns the crowd not to take his cousin lightly. Everything they say has meaning, so pay attention. Mm. Today's the great. He just says a bunch of stuff that no one pays attention oh, to. Oh, no, cryptic. Very cryptic. You think so? Well, have you watched Ross's video? Oh, I don't look into things too much, Matthew, like Jay Cargill's big business reference. Uh, the Rock you leave drops- her big business out of this. Hey, The Rock dropped several clues. And the camera work as well. I don't want to give it all away because it's on that video. Please go and watch it because mm. I should re- be repeating myself from that video. But it, there's this, there was five big ones Ooh, uh. that may, maybe mean something or will mean absolutely nothing come it. WrestleMania season. It's like trying to solve a riddle. The Rock arrives and announces that tonight is a new attendance record for the biggest collection of trailer park trash in the state of Utah. Oh, don't say that. Finally, The Rock has come back to Salt Lake City, which is a great story for everyone to tell their 50 wives and 600 inbred grandchildren. <laughs> Rock blames the fans for ruining the greatest main event in WrestleMania history and instead making it about Cody Rhodes, who doesn't deserve to finish the story because he already lost to Roman. Now The Rock will do everything in his power to make sure Cody leaves Mania a loser again. Cody's story is ending, but the bloodlines is just beginning if you smell what the bloodline is cooking. What a lovely promo. It was fantastic, wasn't it? It was a bit... So when we, when we were kids, we'd watch The Rock come out and say a bunch of stuff to the crowd. Sometimes it'd be good, sometimes it'd be a bit bad. He'd be wearing his nice shirts. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a few decades. Back to doing the $500 vests. I guess that's a new and, twist on it. It's a vest now. Yeah, and someone said, oh, that's obviously Versace. And he responded, no, no these are from thrift stores. 
heck, really? I can't believe that. Villa Ice doesn't have any Guerrero's low rider, and Rock's getting thrifts, thrift shops. So, uh, good. And there's only one misstep, and that's the bit where he's like, oh, Cody, you just walk back in here and demand the match, and that's how the story ends, is it? Forgetting the fact that Cody won the Rumble. That was only misstep. Because he's a heel. Well, Yes, Cody. Facts you... are facts, aren't they? Hey, fair enough, Roman. Hey, Cody did win the Rumble. Like, oh, <laughs> I think God. Cody has a point Imagine here. Imagine if, if The Rock cut that pro on AEW. He wouldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't stop. <laughs> I think that... Um, I'm here for big business. <laughs> I think he, it can kind of work because he was annoyed that Cody wanted a rematch because he'd already given it away to The Rock. Maybe that, was, maybe that can be the reason, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, because everything else you said, the promo with the 50 wives and 600 inbred well, kids, that was, that was dead accurate there. Yeah. Utah in the mud. A lot of them are Mormons, aren't they? <laughs> oh, that would explain it. Big Mormon. Not all of them, though. Big, some, of them are, ooh, some of them need to be in prison. Big, big Mormon, what? I was going to say, if you've got 60 wives oh, and you're right. not a Mormon, big, uh, big Mormons, polygamy. Big Mormon state. Ah, yeah, what a state it was. Uh, Rock threatens to slap the herpes of a fat guy. Yes, yes, he does. <coughs> he also compared Cody to the Utah Jazz, saying, oh, well, Thing it was a big people quick to point out that well, yeah uh, we go. I'm assuming him picking the 49ers losing the Chiefs and the Jazz losing the Bulls both of which were rematches of recent finals wasn't a coincidence someone's accurately put oh there. Um, to oh. the 49ers get a rematch after losing the Super Bowl Michael Jordan crushed the Utah Jazz and they moved on to get back to the top but the people here don't get it because they are spoiled oh, entitled no. crybaby bitches oh no but I've realised something bad I've realised oh, something no, very, very bad oh no what's that because then the second time round they lost again. Oh, no. But conversely, the genesis of that video I did was the camera work used, because Brock's cutting his promo, the shot's just on him, then it's that line where he's like, what does he say? Uh, I'm going to make sure you... He's addressing Cody, but he says, I'm going to make sure you walk out WrestleMania what you are, which is a loser. Then the camera turns to this two-shot where the Rock's just pointing at, at, uh, at Roman, who's looking away. It was very... Confrontation. It was like it was like yeah. Parliament. Yeah, they were on it, one side and the other <laughs> side. It was just interesting how it did it for that line where loser WrestleMania and he's pointing at Rome, and then it went back to the one shot. Then at the end where they're throwing up the ones, Rock throws up. Yeah, I was thinking it, there's a strong possibility just based off the Cody bit, which apparently means nothing to anyone apart from me sat at this table. Um, <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> we heard you, Jack. <laughs> Always naysaying. I was thinking maybe there's a chance Dwayne just is, is doing the wrong hand signal because he's yeah he might not be watching every week. Yeah, but then we're gonna have people click our videos, so yeah, you know. <laughs> but right, he did, he did turning mention, on Cody? Question mark. He did mention like loser, and then he did a he threw up the L, so that could have uh, been a callback. To it would be so great if this all worked out because. Until but I, then I remember we did all this stuff with like you know. A bloody five five fun house and stuff, and it went nowhere. But it would be nice if this was actually setting up. But it was all premeditated. Well, I didn't. I thought people were just overreacting when I just heard what happened on SmackDown until I actually watched it. But after watching the segment, I thought there was a strange atmosphere about like Roman saying like everyone pay attention. This is. I was like, what's that about then? Mm-hmm. It was weird. So, I, and could the Rock resist being the big hero at the end who helps Cody win? Yeah. I really hope he doesn't because I want Cody to have won it on his own. But. I'll tell you, was it this week? Maybe it was last week, but I'll say it again. My brother, who doesn't watch wrestling, messaged me going, what's up with The Rock? Nice. He goes, what are you on about? I was like, I have to explain a bunch of stuff. He goes, is he all right? Because I saw the clip that's going on. Like, he was cursing on TV. <laughs> at the, you know, the press conference thing. And I, they go, yeah, it's like, was it on TV? So yeah, then it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's supposed to be there. Is your are you sure? Because you, you, you can't swear. It's like, yeah, he can. Is your brother's name Mark Gregg? Oh, <laughs> oh. But yeah, because he's just like, what's happening? He says, look, they're doing a very good job of, they made a huge mistake in going, yeah, Cody's giving the thing to Rock. They've turned it around and they're doing a really good job because everyone's talking about it. Everyone's analyzing. 
The Rocks promo and everything that's happening with this right now. And yeah, they've really done a magnificent U-turn. Mm. It's a huge mistake. They've turned it around. And everyone's talking about this rather than, you know, Vince McMahon. Uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Utah. I'm quite nervous when we get to Dynamite because Ross there mentioned jokingly, like, oh, if this was on Dynamite, you'd be criticizing it and everything. But I, I, there's a lot that I was that I'm going to criticize on this week's Dynamite, and I don't want to be branded a hater uh, by yes. the viewers. No, I, <laughs> <laughs> join me. Yes, <laughs> I knew this day would come. <laughs> anyway, Rampage because there was no collision. Mm. Forced to watch this show. Sammy Guevara. <laughs> I'm joking. I watch it every week. Sammy Guevara beats Jeff Hardy in ODQ match with a scary finish when Sammy accidentally knees Jeff in the face during a shoot and start press because Jeff had his slightly at an angle. I think I saw a clip of Or did Sammy come off at an angle? I think it was a bit... You know, I, I don't want to be one of these people that goes, Who, who's to blame yeah, for wrestling? Yeah. Uh, well, let's pa- get the footage up and then we'll draw circles <laughs> on and look like we're in the know. Yes, like Pat, <laughs> Big Pat. Powerhouse Hobbs blindsides Sammy after the bell and beats him down. Uh, any thoughts? There was a bit off I saw on X on Saturday morning where Matt Hardy gets in the ring after the match and he starts flipping off Sammy and having some words back and forwards. That was interestingly cut off Rampage, eh? Um, yeah. So I don't know if that was... It, it did look really staged because Matt literally goes... He puts his whole body into the... <laughs> right into Sammy's face. But, well, he has to. He's got that dodgy hip. <laughs> I reckon it was probably Matt trying to shoot add angle, fuel to yeah. the fight. Get himself... Yeah. Over, not get himself over, but you know what I mean? Get yeah. the angle over. Get on TV, like, we're not doing that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. for the match, up until the, the horrible bit at the end, was, I thought it was good for what it was when you think of who Jeff Hardy is and what he's been through and what yeah. he's looked like recently it was a really funny bit near the start where he does this the flying clothesline to the floor from the apron and he stands up and he just shouts we are legends <laughs> very good I like oh that, that heel Jeff Hardy doing his <laughs> trademark spot to getting cheered we are, we are legends, legends. Um, just yeah, they did all their big moves uh, the Sammy going off the top of the ladder as well uh, threw Jeff and a table onto the floor oh that was yeah. a nice uh, like reference callback yeah. yeah I bet I bet Sammy I bet that was like a little bit of like a wish fulfillment for him like a little yeah. bit of a dream what to injure all the Hardys no to um, <laughs> to do Jeff's swanton thing and yeah. do it onto Jeff yeah that is a callback for me as well to what show was it in 2020 when he did the thing to Matt Oh yes, the worst AEW pay per view ever. Yeah, which one it was? All was out. It Dublin often. All out. All out. All out. I think that was the one where Matt fell off the scissor lift. Yeah, fell off the scissor lift, and then yeah. the referee's like, "Are you okay?" And he went, "Thursday." <laughs> when eyes are eight. That was bad. shocking scenes. That was a bad one. Uh, but yeah, yeah, crunches face. I think Jeff Hardy's up for surgery. Still unsure why oh. what's up for. Really? Yeah, there was lots of blood. Like um, his nose exploded. It horrible. Yeah. I, but then he quickly went to finish after that. Um, honestly, before that, I wasn't. Like they do this they've done this last few weeks with Jeff where I'm not feeling anything watching his matches because I know. it's the hey he's going to do the spot again even if it's off a ladder or through a table I'm there like Are you alright mate well, I, can you not can you just just chill I was surprised we are legends <laughs> I don't, know. I don't want him I don't want to be seeing this guy who's you know had horrible issues with abuse and stuff like that well time to go for another table you're like oh please no I keep seeing reports of, of like stories of like the Hardys on Matt's podcast talking about how they want to be more involved in storylines and be more involved in that. Ross is so massive that, like, unfortunately, I, I, if if I had to pick who I would like to see more of on TV at the minute, it wouldn't be the Hardys, yeah. and that's a shame. But like, they're millionaires already; it'll be fine. I don't know. There is a way to use them though, because you know Sting's proven you can be used in yeah, that role when totally. you are an older fellow who can't wrestle most weeks. Yeah, why can't we get him involved with that way? The stuff with the private party seemed to make too much sense until it went the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it took Isaiah captive. <laughs> yeah, well, that yeah. did happen. 
Um, but I, he did a nice twist and, uh, twist of fair off the top of the ladder, Jeff. He he's still got there. some, yeah, he's still got some moves. He's moving well. Yeah, I, it's hard just for me to see, oh, this is cool, wrestlers doing this. I, it's after all the stuff that's happened with Jeff over the years, I'm like, oh no. It's crazy that he can still do the stuff he can do. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Rene interviews Brian Cage, who wants to absolutely batter Hook in next week's six-man tag. He calls Hook a flavor of the month, who doesn't even really care about being here. He hates the fact that the fans love Hook instead of him because Brian Cage is what a real wrestler should look like. True. Yeah. But, you know, there's not much to get behind with Brian Cage, is there? He does the moves well, but there's not much else. <laughs> it's strange, isn't it? Is We've talked about the Brian Cage conundrum before, mm. but uh, I did find it quite interesting. I hope it wasn't just a throwaway line. I hope they build off it. And then he started, he started for a little bit to go like, after he said Hook doesn't even really want to be here, and he was like, this is the business, I love this, I love wrestling, and he doesn't even care. And I thought, oh, is he just saying that because Hook's got a very nonchalant air about him, or is there going to be some story? I hope there is, I don't know if there will be, but I hope it gets played up mm. too. Yeah. yeah. We'll fun. know it if, uh, if Hook takes the lashings to the back that Dominic Mysterio took mm. during lockdown on Raw, do you remember that? Yes. That proved his love yes. for the business. What a silly concept. <laughs> <laughs> Think of everyone who's bled for <laughs> Billy Robinson and all them. Interesting. George Hackenschmidt. I didn't, yes. didn't realise that the police people in America have to take the taser before becoming a policeman. I was really? watching a video upstairs. Oh, I don't know that. I, in the, I don't know if it was just a, a, a banter segment by the police going, oh, we'll get these. You know, they're on a building site for the yeah, first yeah, time. I was say, yeah. this concrete bag. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were just taking all the... All the tastes yeah. in the back. Oh, lad, go, go on the street and get some uh, tartan paint. <laughs> I don't know if um, they still do it, but I remember a, a guy from the police came to our school in primary school to do like a talk and uh, explained about police training and stuff and said that they got pepper sprayed in training. Right. Because he stood too, stood too close to him, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I was crap. I'm a crap policeman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> PP that was a police song, wasn't it? Sting on his own. Sting oh, on I got it now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that was dodgy, that song. <laughs> yeah. Very. Ah, when he, it's a fact he was a teacher, wasn't music he? Music video. Yeah. And he was a real teacher, yeah. He was yeah. a shoot teacher, Sting. Not that Sting. Gordon. Gordon yeah, from Gordon. Gosforth or whatever he's doing. PP cut a promo with their bouncer, Cheesecake. And it's that one cool security dude you see every week. His name is Cheesecake now. Apparently. Oh. We had a lad now, yeah, called Gatto. <laughs> Why was that? Don't know. Was he Italian? Was he just no, Gatto? no. He's, oh. he's from Morpeth on my way. He's called Gatto. Still is called Gatto to this day. As in the, the food. Lovely dessert, yeah. So his name wasn't like G-A-T-T-O. It wasn't like his actual name. No, no. Just oh. His nickname was Gatto. I don't was he a large his... gentleman? Or... No. No? Gatto. No? It's Gatto. He probably, nicknames come from anywhere. His mates yeah. probably saw him eating a Gatto once. All right, Gatto. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You do one thing one time. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. cheesecake. They're going to continue to rise up the rankings, become AW Tag Team Champions. They talk the talk, walk the walk, and wherever they go, it's litty, litty, litty in the city, city, city. Aye. And then they do it. And then Cheesecake. Like play days, this. <laughs> Cheesecake doesn't join in, though. He doesn't. No, he's not for it. No. It's a classic segment. It is. The straight guy in the middle, the two flamboyant lads on the outside. Fantastic. I, I did find it strange. I liked that before they walked off, Cheesecake had to move the rope. That was a good yeah. bit. But um, I found it weird that this was almost like. This made me realize how much time has passed since AW started because they're still doing the same. They're heels now, but they're still doing the same shtick. This was like an introductory promo for a new tag mm. team. And I, and I, I was Mark Quinn out for like Ages. four years or something. Like, Felt like it. Mad, yeah. isn't it? 
Yeah. yeah. I I'm, glad they're, I'm glad they're doing yeah. stuff like this because this is what we need more of, people doing promos. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, man off Twitter this week. Forgotten his name. That's right. My, my name, man on Twitter. Someone's son. I've forgotten who it oh, was. Oh, Ice Cube's son. Ice Cube's son. It was uh, funny because I'm like, who is he in the business? He goes, he's Ice Cube's son. He's like, yeah. He used to be a writer in WWE or something, did he? Was he? I might have totally uh, made that up. O'Shea Jackson Jr. Yeah. Mm. Oh, good for him. John Moxley and Claudio got a promo backstage. In a weird way, like I'm sure whatever he's done, but I was just like, oh, now I have to think about Wait, somebody else's opinion on wrestling. I've not mixed okay. up Ice Cube's son with Freddie Prince Jr., have I? That would be funny. No, it is a name like you said, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it was, but I just meant him being a writer. Joe, can you see? Thank you, mate. John Moxley and Claudio cut a promo backstage and are clearly in a bit of a silly mood, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Yeah, the point of the promo is that FTR might claim to be the best tag team around, but the BCC also know tag team wrestling inside and out. The difference is they don't feel the need to brag about it. Yeah, Moxley was just having a bit of a jeep here, wasn't he? Yeah, (laughs) I couldn't recap exactly what they did in a succinct enough fashion there, but it was weird. He was, they were just... Marks doing his... Uh, he yeah. was trying to make him laugh. He was oh, trying to... Yeah. Big guys. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then and just... The the cut to him, the cut to Claudio, was just like, yep, yeah, your turn. Yeah. And Claudio's like, okay. What am I th- he goes, what am I thinking right now? And Claudio goes, your wife's glutes. <laughs> and then Moxie goes, what else? And then Claudio goes on this big spiel about how they're a good tag team as well and all that. And Moxie goes... That is exactly what I was thinking about. It was a weirdly restrained. He wasn't random yeah. raving in a Moxley way. He was doing calm Moxley stuff. Yeah. The final line was good, whether like if you need people to tell no, if you're good, people tell you. If you say you're good, you're maybe not as good as you think you are. That, that was, was good. Wow. Yeah. They nailed they nailed FDR. <laughs> Top guys out. Um but yeah. They would have nailed them, but FTR are the best tags in the world. I think you're fine. <laughs> Yeah. If they call themselves that, oh. but I reckon they were do do dooting those marijuana flutes, yeah. if you know what I mean, <laughs> before this promo. I don't see Claudio doing that. Do you not? Negative calories. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. The munchies, you just what's he? Oh no, I I had one weed and then I ate an entire bag of creatine. <laughs> I had the munchies. I don't see it. Uh, Soraya and Hartley Cameron interrupted an interview with Ruby Soho. Oh my god. Ruby tearfully blames Soraya for all the bad things that have happened to her recently and says she needs space. Oh. She leaves and Harley Cameron plots to get a classic game of knifey spoony uh, for some reason. It's yeah. a Simpsons reference. It was it? a Simpsons reference out of nowhere. You're like, okay. I, I know why. It's because she's Australian. And in this, that episode, isn't the bloke who, I see you've played knifey it spoony is. before. It's, it was the anniversary of that episode this week. <clears throat> They've to coincide it. with the trip to bloody uh, Elimination Chamber. I don't mind Ruby... I, I don't mind Ruby being very dramatic and tearful. And I don't mind Harley Cameron being a silly billy. But not in the same segment. Yeah. The tonal swing here was I can't believe outrageous. you did this to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Harley was hired by Saraya just to sort of get back. Well, just to whistle-wazzle Ruby, wasn't she? Yeah. No, I think the juxtaposition mm. might work there. Fair enough. Aye. Mm. Okay. Conversely. She also mm. slapped her right on the boob. <laughs> With the spoon? <laughs> yes. Puff, puff, puff. I see you've been... Puff! Spoony booby before. <laughs> the noise it made. <laughs> oh, she was probably wearing, like, leather, wasn't she? Like, ah. God. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I've rewound it several times. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my phone if you need it. <laughs> Ross and Marshall Von Eric. Hey. Team yes. up with Dustin Rhodes doing a six-man tag team match against uh, some names. Uh, no, no. Say it. Who are these? I don't know who these are. Shibashi, uh, Romero, Cruz, and my boy Hit. I loved Hit. What? Hit was the big one. He's my boy. Uh, these are, I Googled it. I think they're uh, Dustin's trainees. Oh, okay. So, makes sense. It was mm. a weird match. Because you would think with that film coming out, the Iron Claw and the Von Erichs being on AW, most of the match would be about them. 
But it mm. wasn't. It was all about Dustin. It was all about <laughs> well, Dustin. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the final spot where the three of them got in there. Uh, Marshall, the big blonde lad, that's the only thing he did was the finish. Because they're not great. I'm just imagining. So? Yeah, that does it. Dustin do all the hard work. Then, hey, hot tag, claw. Then, obviously, uh, is welcome. I'm just imagining if proper, like, wacky 2003 gold dust was somehow one of the Von Erics. And in the film, they're all sat around the table. Kevin's my favourite. <laughs> David's, <laughs> David's dead. <laughs> Kevin's my favourite. Then David. Then gold dust. Because <laughs> <laughs> face painted. Something. He's so good. Oh, no. Oh, oh dear me. <laughs> oh, no. They're all turning up to really serious, like... Shattered dreams, like my like my dream of becoming NWA World Heavyweight <laughs> Champion. Oh, God. Just, I'm thinking of the really serious melodramatic scenes, but he's just in full gold paint. <laughs> Where's your leg? <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> nasty. That's Renee nasty. asked Tony Storm for a response to Diona Perozo's words last week. Tony laughs maniacally and puts Mariah May in a couple of submissions to demonstrate that she will win at Revolution. Mm. It's still good stuff. It's yeah. not getting old. The segment was fantastic. She locked the submission hold on her pal and then said, good job. And then <laughs> that was the end. Yep. And then it was Bloody a nice fantastic. bit of irony where she was like, no one likes a drama queen, Diana, so piss off. Yeah. Oh, it's good line. It's oh, clearly a reference to Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill said big business on SmackDown. <laughs> She could have used any other phrase in the world for that. Yeah, but she was being Let's dramatic. Let's not ruin my contract signing, people. Let's not ruin my big moment, people. Let's not ruin my crowning achievement, everybody. But she went for big business. So I'm running with that one, Matthew. I've just got a quick <laughs> repost. Why? Repost? Jade. Where do you get a word from? France. Jade oh, okay, doesn't. Uh, Jade doesn't. I used to go out with a girl who did fencing. That was her sport of choice. Isn't that mad? What a shock, yeah. Why? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, this was at uni. This was at uni. No, you're right. Yeah. She played polo with the lad. Um, oh, you've absolutely done me that. It doesn't matter what I had to say. How are the fact that oh, was it about, about Jade? I can't remember. No, I've been. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> Just cut it off. I've never been so comprehensively... I the crowd like... are going, clap, clap, clap for Jack to come up, and Ross is just larrying him down. No, I feel nah, like it's been a proper slick, like... Like submission, like I've been locked up all in to just. Um, I Jade didn't she wasn't she on really good terms with AEW when she left? She was like thanks to Tony and all that. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, She's popping the lads and lasses in AEW. Yeah, I'd rather, oh, I thought I'd rather she go was having a dig at them. No, no, no. Yeah. I'd rather go with a company that uh, knows how to promote women's wrestling. Sorry. Mm. Oh, also true. Mm. Yeah. Queen Aminata, mother of Tatooine farmhand Luke Skywalker and Princess Leia Organa of Alderaan. Bloody hell! <laughs> Picks up a win. Against Anna Jay. <laughs> they show respect to each other afterwards, and Aminata has her hand raised by Anna. R.I.P. the people of Alderaan. <laughs> Never forget. Darth Vader blew it up with a laser. I've not seen that one, I don't think. It's uh, the original Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Was so, do you like Star Wars? Yeah, he's, if, starting, if he's so watching what, them. He's watching them chronologically. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. one. <laughs> What's your favourite? Uh, so I watched episode. Star Wars I watched episode one and roughly the year two thousand because it came out around yeah. my birthday, and then I've not seen one since. I'm going to get to them soon. I've seen. <laughs> so them, not the, just chronological <laughs> order, but in order of the, the delay between the films. <laughs> then, He's right. watching one every two decades. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> oh, so bollocks! I'm falling behind now. Oh yeah, four years behind now. Behind, oh, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> but is there any favourite Star Wars moments or things oh, you like big about Jar Jar's it? Right? Who isn't he? Is <laughs> it right? Hooer. Oh, <laughs> oh hoot. <laughs> Cha-cha the hooer. The way he puts his tongue in the engine of the pod racer. I, th that's the one for me. The pod racers are cool. Yeah, the pod racing is good. 
Uh, and you got the big, the big lad sitting at the top there. Ah, you down there. Ooh. Jabba. Jabba the hut. Uh, the big yeah. lad. <laughs> the big lad. <laughs> Commentators with two heads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow, look at this. Oh, I'll be honest with you, it has, it has been 20 odd years since I've seen it. So that's, that's good, though. No, that's good. No, it's out of interest, like what you like no, about the, the films. The, but... the screens as well, that was also a fantastic moment before oh, Qui Gon yeah. gets pushed. Oh, those screens, yeah. yeah. Uh, gets Qui Gon gets knifed. There's yeah. plenty yeah. wait for the door to reel. And then Darth Maul gets split in half and chucked down the mm. rubbish chute. Mm. But yeah. he's still alive. Or when is he's he? falling. Well, or is he, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, damn it. I can't remember. It was something about Phantom Menace. It's a great yeah, soundtrack yeah. as well, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Queen Amanda was very good. Uh, yeah. I and thought... she signed two AEW. Must you have mentioned that? Yeah. She had a nice interview with Renee where she spoke about like a dad passing away before she became a wrestler. That was nice to see. That's a bit, I guess that's a common theme in AEW this week. Introductory promos. Mm. Who are these people? Mm. What are they about? Good. I, I did forget to mention that she was now signed. Sorry about that. No, not them. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> looking at Star Wars references. I thought Anna was being rough with the Queen, though. Her offense was stiff. Mm. She punched her in the bread basket. Welcome to Good. the business, Queen Amanda. Ah. Yeah. And then I thought the Queen strikes and moves like the headlock tape takeover and snap suplex. Put the fun in fundamental for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. And then there was a shoot headlock for the win. They did um, dueling bums at one point as well. That's, that's, what, that's when the. <laughs> 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 Willow Nightingale is annoyed at Stokely Hathaway for cheating to help her win last week. Well, she was meant to be annoyed, but she was probably beaming. <laughs> she was really happy. How could you get angry at Stokely, though? Yeah, that's that's true, it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Stokely, I hate you so much. Yeah. That's what she was doing? Yeah. Weird. And Chris makes him shake hands. Yeah. And Stokely, no, it was RVD later on. I've got the wrong end of the... I've got, don't worry, don't worry. Stokely RVD. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you think you get the two, he gets smoky. Right. <laughs> cool hand, cool hand. Ange meets Ruby Soho and gives her a VD gift. Valentine's Day. Valentine's What's with Day. This a br- Sorry, it's been months now, and I'm sick of it, lad. There's a tempted no. pun there, but it didn't Stop. work. Clearly, I'm sorry. He tries to explain his feelings for her, but stumbles over his words. So she cuts him off and asks him on a date next Wednesday. Oh hell yeah! Things are about to get steamy. I forgot that that's what it says here. All the while. I, just, I genuinely think they've got a really real chemistry between them. It's wonderful to but see. But that's a good thing for their real life partners if they do have them. Judging off the Chandler and Joey uh, rationale from Friends. Yeah. Chemistry on stage means no chemistry off stage. Mm. No chemistry yep. on stage means they're knocking boots. Yeah. Rollins and Becky. That's why we're shagging yeah. constantly off camera. Yes. Um, <laughs> Rollins and Becky didn't didn't work. It didn't work. It felt awkward. Thank you. That he's come around now. Yes. No, no. I always agreed that it felt the awkward. The fake couple. No, no. <laughs> I, I won that one definitely. They've had, they've got a kid. <laughs> Child. <laughs> Nah, the kids, the, the kids in on it. The kids, the kids, hologram. He's been paid off. <laughs> she, she's been paid off. Monroe's Roo. Time. Oh, yeah. That's the missus. Yes, it was, wasn't it? I <laughs> can't real. believe I made that mistake. In the main event, <laughs> the Bang Bang Scissor Gang win a twelve-man tagged match against the Dark Order and Team Jarrett. Billy Gunn accidentally knocks Jay White off the apron during the finishing stretch. The good guys celebrate, but Jay and Billy don't look too happy. <laughs> Just reminded me of another scene there in the. Iron Claw, uh, was Jerry Jarrett, because uh, I always assumed, you know, wrestling promoter, probably a massive carny, was he a lovely man? Because in the Iron Claw, he came across like a lovely man. I mean, it makes sense for the role, doesn't it? But he's, yeah. he was not liked for his low payoffs. He'd show up with like a brand new car every like month or so. Um, I don't know many like Jerry Jarrett being a prick stories. It's just more people saying how good he was at business. Oh, wow. Like keep it cheap, keep all the stuff low and then yeah, run at that place, etc. 
and it was the funny bit about the end claw was like the massive da- decline in WCCW in that area that Jeff Jarrett's covered with like the Von Erichs would no show events that were like three miles away from the house. Because uh, uh, he kind of gets in the way. Of the story, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, why are you selling to Jarrett? And like, no one could show up. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'm digressing. Any no, that was my, my digression. Sorry. I can't believe they didn't have the entrances on here because as we're stood here now, that's all the bang bangs as a gang have is the entrances and the catchphrases. Mm. And we didn't even get to see that. But as for the match, I thought it was just a nice house showy kind of feel. We had yeah. the, the denial of the scissoring. Then they got to the scissoring later on, which is fantastic. Uh, all the building of the hot tag I thought was a bit weird as well. It wasn't for Jay White. It was for Billy Gunn. Billy Gunn getting all the, the shine towards the end of the match there. John Silver again caught my eye, as he always oh, does. Oh, I know. <sighs> yeah, he was fantastic in his little flurry, just throwing men who were twice the size of his mm. around. And then the bit at the end there, the tease with uh, Billy and uh, Jay. Jay was looking a bit jealous of Billy. Where could that go? Yeah. I mean, we find out on Dynamite, but yeah. at this point, where could that go? And it, was, it wasn't overplayed. It was like they were having a word, but I liked that it was underplayed. But the match itself, I, yeah, as Ross said, it felt, it felt a bit house-showy for a main event. Mm. It's not their fault, but uh, just the bang-bang says they're going on being given anything. Mm. So now well, it's going to be... The entire in- point of them getting together was to take on the United Kingdom. And then the United Kingdom. Yeah, that's what they're called. Undisputed. Yeah. Oh, the Undisputed the U- the UK, Kingdom. You know. <laughs> right. We do live here. Did they do that? That was the that? reason they goes, well, we can't take them on uh, separately, so we should combine. And they've done nothing since. I thought they got together to win belts, and now they've all won belts. Yeah. Hmm. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. You know what isn't weird? Monday Night Raw. Yeah, it is a bit weird sometimes. The show opens with uh, Cody Rhodes versus Drew McIntyre. Drew wins after interference from Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa to give Cody his first pin in about a year. Was it? Since, since WrestleMania. Since, since yeah. WrestleMania, yeah. Second pinfall loss yeah. since returning. Ooh. These interferences at the end, I think, now are being done deliberately. Yeah. They're, being that, they're, they're laid on that thick that we're going to get one at the end of the match, and it's going to go one or two ways. Either Cody will win, or maybe The Rock will see them off mm-hmm. and then help Cody win. Mm. Or maybe Roman will win. Oh my That's god, no. Win. Thank you, Ross. <laughs> Cheers. Can you imagine? There might even be a double DQ in the main event of wrestling. No, there won't be. Uh, but yeah, I think they're being done deliberately now because it's happening more often than oh, it used god. to. I hope Shango gets there on time. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't late. No, no. Don't be silly. Because <laughs> um, they, they did repeat the end of WrestleMania last year with the, the Cody backing at the ropes and then Solo gets him with the thumb from behind. It did feel deliberate. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Oh, we don't like that, do we? Can I just That's shout out G- Jeremy Borash as well? The promo package that aired before the show, uh, before this match, sorry. I've written down, it fe- It made the match feel premium live and yep. and a, an event. That's not the work of Borash. I agree. <laughs> Hmm? That's not. That's clearly not the work of Borash, by the way. Oh. There wasn't a single stupid thing. <laughs> I don't know who is and like who does them, but they are feeling different and they are feeling just better than what was. They there are, before. yeah. Um, they're the yeah. Their video packages are. It always makes you think like um, sometimes the editing team really save the day with storylines that are really threadbare and they just somehow spin something together. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's all it needs. Sorry, not that this not that this story in particular is threadbare, but just in, in instances where yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. so we got went all out for this war. Mm. All out, and, did you and say? Hammer. Oh, oh, that's oh, an oh, AEW no. reference while speaking about WWE. Oh, Are you no. popping the boys? Yes, all uh, the boys pop for me. Uh, <laughs> Drew's tilt the world powerbomb is beautiful. Hell yeah, Matthew, get it. Thank you. Uh, Your milkshake not, brings all the boys to the right. Not just and a I go, go away. I'm lactose intolerant. Um, <laughs> I, as is Drew's set out powerbomb called the goodbye powerbomb. 
Oh. 27 commentary. Okay. And like, the goodbye uh, powerbomb. 27. <laughs> uh, crowd were mega hot. They quieted down a bit. I swear, before they set up the superplex on top, there were chance for tables. Hmm. And I'm like, what do you know? It's not, it's not an ODQ Where match. This is not AEW. They were, rules. In, they were in Anaheim. Don't know I don't know what the hell was up with that. They were good the rest of the night, but I'm just like, shut up, you idiot. Um, and I think Michael Cole did a great job of emphasizing Drew's hypocrisy, accepting bloodline help after saying the reason why he hates But he did hesitate. He mm. did look a bit conflicted. But again, She's it's... trying to think if he was older than no, no. <laughs> Drew is, in that moment, again, being a justified arsehole. Like, you, oh, if the offer's there, I'll take it. Thank you very much. Yeah. It's horrible when it's against me, but, you know, if it's there to be taken advantage of, I'll have mm. it. Thank you very much. It was built on in the promo later on as well. Yeah. It was good. It did feel like if they had an indie main event, that would the sort that would be the match they would have. Yeah. It Revolve felt like that. Yeah. yeah. 2017. Mm. Also want to say, Pat McAfee, I don't know if he took uh, the criticism from, you know, obviously Bully Ray, ugh, uh, to heart, but he was a lot more sedated this week than he and was us, last by week. the way. You know, well, the, yeah. the short on the channel this week? Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> I saw the <laughs> one out of thumbnail of Bailey, so I didn't click it. Who picks them? Is it Fraser? I don't know. But I it think was... it's Luke. Okay. Luke <sighs> makes them. It's, um, it's, it, well, fair play to Luke. He's chosen a captivating one. What was it? Us going in on Pat McAfee. <laughs> oh. Me sitting there going, Raw might be too long for Pat to sit and commentate on. He needs to go to SmackDown because he has to talk less. <laughs> Whew. Oh. It's, it all hot makes sense in the wider... Hot take from hot take. I've not read the comments. I don't want to read the I comments. Read, I read one. It said, because um, I felt safe because I don't really talk in the clips. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I'll click on the comments here. And uh, it was like... I think Pat will be fine. He does a daily four-hour live show or mm. something like that. So, there you go, Ross. Take that. Oh, well, no, it could have been <laughs> could have been worse. Uh, we get a vignette from Andrade. It talks about his family legacy in the wrestling business. Oh God, I don't need Andrade. Man. I think Andrade's magnificent. Don't clip that, Luke. If it does, <laughs> oh Andrade, great. Does not attack people. We can't do like four hours as if we're in a hostage situation. Yeah. What a brilliant show it was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his destiny is here in WWE. And the era of Andrade El Idolo has begun. You oh, know that, Kevin Kelly? Bastards. They uh, had the promo, that line, didn't they? The era. I, the era of insert wrestler here. So, which means that the era is not starting. Get in the bin. He does say, though, however, my wife. <laughs> he does. Good lad. I think that's the first time. It's, has it been... Is that the first time he's been properly referenced Ooh. him and Charlotte being a, a couple on the on the wrestling? I think so, yeah. That's a good point. Because they couldn't before, because, I guess, different brands, was yeah. it? And then uh, he went to AEW. And then he went to AEW, yeah. I yeah. didn't have a chance but to be a wrestler, because my dad was. <laughs> my daddy. My brother was. My, my mama. That's my good wife is. Like <laughs> <laughs> I like the evil, diabolical pianos at the start. Right. I thought mm. the reports were that he was going to be a face. This was a very heel yeah. vibe. There was fire and flames. They're two different things. <laughs> Dragon Force. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. yeah, you know what? I've only, now you've said that, yeah, there's a, the same thing, aren't they? Through the fire and, and, the, and flames the flames. Carry on. It's just a venomous, poisonous situation with the two different things. Oh, now I think the song's really silly now. What a stupid song. I hate that song. I, what a silly song. I hate Dragon Force. I liked them until this exact moment. You, you ruined you it Dragon for me. Force, right? no, well, I like the good songs. I just know the one from Guitar Hero. Yeah. Oh, that one, I know. Through the fire and the flames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Pierce checks on Curry Road to the medical room. I mocked Joel for only knowing a song from Guitar Hero the other week. What Sorry, Joel. It? Yeah, what it was, was it? Queens of the Stone Age, threes and sevens. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd just like to apologise now. That's all right. Okay. Good song, though, isn't it? It is. Yeah, better than Through the Fire and the Flames, in my opinion. Yeah. But not as hard to play. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, no, yeah. No, that's a good point, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Good fakery. Uh, Dragon Force are like spot monkeys. Yes. Yeah. 
That's they shred though, do they not? <laughs> yeah, they do shred, bro. They do now. I saw them now. They've got a different, like, nearly completely different band. When I saw them at Download one year, you're like, oh, I wonder if they could play these songs live. They can't. I'm going to smell. Can they not? Not oh. then. They can now. Oh, right. But yeah. Alan Pierce checks on Curry Rhodes in the medical room and tells him that Jimmy and Solo have been fined and removed from the building. <laughs> he asks if Cody needs anything, but Cody angry says, I'm fine, which means he's not fine. Seth Rollins shows up and shares a knowing look with Cody, suggesting they should have accepted his offer for help. Yeah, why is he waiting till Saturday, Cody? Silly man. Yeah, that's all you need from Seth, is it, when you hurt? Yeah. <laughs> I was quite confused as well. Did Cody turn down his help? He just said, he left the segment last week with Rollins going, Meh, think about it, see? Meh. Tell me your shield, see that, buddy? Meh. And yeah, Kosha said, yeah, I thought, I made it clear, I didn't want your help. And Seth's like, oh, sorry. Or at least, Meh. I think Cody should have said, like, I didn't realise it was a question, I thought you were just going to do it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't really ask a question and said, let's be a shield together, and I'm like, oh. I'll be your shield? Ah, yeah. that's weird. But then Cody did like a, oh, I guess you were right, like an eye roll. Yeah. So that's okay. clearly what they're trying to say. I don't know if I trust Seth. He needs him, him to say, I need you to say, I need your help, Seth. Plus, you are nice and hot. Mm, mm, mm. Then, <laughs> then he'll help him. Yeah, Cody Seth hasn't said that yet. Say. I hope we get a Paul Simon cover from Seth here. Go on. Call me Al, but call me Seth. Just in Cody's direction. Okay. Singing a song. <laughs> I'm your bodyguard, eh? Oh, I'll right, be your bodyguard. Long lost pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> He's just singing in front of Cody's face and Cody's just staring at him like... Watch it. It's a groovy bass line. It is, is it yeah, not? yeah. I mean, I didn't realize Chevy Chase could play that, but he can. <laughs> the next match is the last chance Battle Royal to qualify for the EC. Various feuds continue in the bout, including Maxine Dupree versus wrestling training. Uh, Whoa, oh, hey, hey, that's hey, not hey, what hey, I put. Hey. That was not my words. Out of order. It was versus nah, Valerie Haller. I'm sticking with that. But no, sorry. Valerie. Also, <laughs> Valerie Haller is there. It's not uh, Maxine's fault. She's been shoved into these. Oh. That's the story they're telling. She is really rubbish. Well. <laughs> the story they're telling, she's cat. No, she's getting taught by Master Gable. That's mm. right. But not very well, obviously. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then Valerie Haller, who previously established she can wrestle, is getting eliminated really quickly in her matches. Ah, yeah. I don't know why that is. There was more. Uh, Jiggery Pokery, I guess we'll call it, from Triple H, because a black square appeared on top of Raquel during her entrance, and Twitter oh. was asking, what could the black square mean? Mm. <laughs> it's there for a second. If it's not the let's... debut of Glitch. Glitch, <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, the hot indie wrestler. What could the black square mean? I like this. That's, I've never... Has there been a wrestler called Glitch before? It'd be funny if they'd sort of, like, use this, aha, anytime there's a technical mistake, it's actually Glitch. Yeah. Solomon well, Crow could oh, all Mustafa Ali come by? No, he used to be I don't think that's happening for a while. <laughs> he uh, has got a match at the next Impact uh, TNA pay per view. He's fighting for the X Division Championship against Saban. And John Grace is going to go. Come on, Saban's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that happened. Um, Cole's still doing the antler thing. I think that took me. Uh, I leave the antlers. Yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't. It doesn't work. Leave well, the antlers <laughs> alone. <laughs> Because, like, she was. That was the issue. She was wrong with her. <laughs> Electra Lopez versus Alina Vega. Uh, Natalia throws out teammate Tegan Knox, who eliminated her from the Royal Rumble. I hated that spot. Yeah, me too. Because they did this at the Rumble, and then Natalia was happy that Tegan did it because she was showing bosh. And then they've redone it again. And Natty's the one that's got the better. The mother has overcome the daughter, the kick-ass punk-rocking daughter. Yeah. The, the bloodline. And, and Tegan laughed on the outside. She went, oh, God, you got me. 
No. You're like, right, wobber. You yeah, me, let kid. it be angry. Your uncool mom's whistle wazzled you. When Ross said Bolsh there, it Bosch. reminded me of Jean Claude Van Damme in Street Fighter. No, you lost your Bosch. Bosch. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> in the final three, Raquel Rodriguez is making a return. Managed to eliminate both Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark, as well as Chelsea Green, who was sneakily never eliminated. Mm. Classic uh, finish to the match. Mm. Classic. Classic. Hey, not bad here. Emphasizing Raquel coming back. Uh, as people pointed out, Raquel's back. Yes. Yes. Big back, Big back yeah. Lots Couple. of smiling, though, unfortunately. Yeah, but I'd be happy no I thought I was the, a battle row. The attire was a little glimpse at maybe better things to come. Oh. It was a bit more big mammy cool than her old attire. Mm. Yes, I it thought. was. Yes. A bit yeah. more rootin' tootin', I called it on the news video the other day. Not just also, be- I'll put Zoe is the dumbest wrestler of the week. She attempted a springboard in the ring uh-huh. in a battle royal. Yeah, yeah, they always work. Hey, when Ray won that 2006 <laughs> one, he was doing all kinds of oh, no, he wasn't. He no, was he wasn't. Quite, he, yeah, he was lying he's there. on the floor going, My knee, yeah, he was <laughs> um, like an hour and a half. Yeah, I, I not, not that I don't like Raquel, but I think I would have rather Chelsea actually had one because just I think she could do some quite funny, unique things for a. For a portion of the Elimination Chamber, not like the whole match, but she could get chased round, fall over a thing. That'd be funny, yeah. Trying to get out. Trying to get out. Let me out, I'm just agreeing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Try and s- smuggle Piper in somehow to help her. Yeah. I think it'd be yeah. Good. Not I got good. Raquel instead. But yeah, that's fine. Oh, I'm, well. I'm sure she'll do some good feats. Yes. <laughs> feats? I just pictured feet now. Uh, I pictured feet. No, no, well. f- fiats. No, that's the car. <laughs> <laughs> some good fiats, like. Yeah. Fiat's a strength, you know. You can't park your Fiat in the chamber. <laughs> I thought I, Ivy Nile was the the lady of the match for me, though. The pop and the snap on her offense, mm. the shoot kicks, mm-hmm. ba bang. You didn't even see one coming. Move of the week? No, oh. not yet. Have you got one? Yes. Ah, and it wasn't the Good. Swanton. Okay. No, I don't know what it is. Do you? It's NXT. Maybe. Yeah, I, I can't think. Forgotten again. <laughs> <laughs> a vine of Jey Uso cuts a promo backstage saying tonight he ends an empire and wins the IC championship a yeet, yeet. allow me to reintroduce myself my name is Uso yeah. cool yeah did you like that or? yeah it was good that one oh okay He's I remember your, that song in your city mm-hmm. later we see a Gunther reply he'll make Jey Uso understand that he doesn't belong in the main event because Gundy said, hey, shut up. He also said, allow me to reintroduce myself, but he didn't say it with as much flow. He just said it, spoken word. I like how he's, every promo he does now, Gunter always starts with like, tonight is the greatest night of your life. Mm. Like he's selling something. I don't yeah. know what he's selling. He's been watching that Street Fighter film as well. Because mm. there's a famous promo from that. Oh, great. Gunther's favorite film is Street Fighter the movie for no reason. Oh, everyone's favorite film is Street Fighter the movie. Brilliant. It's obviously the sound of music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, do you reckon... Because <laughs> Austria. Old Fritz von Erich had watched Sound of Music before thinking of a name for his German gimmick. Because von Erich von Trapp. Uh, or was von just a common German I name? Don't I don't know. I don't know either. Let's give him a ring. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Fritz. I'll ring, yeah, right. <laughs> I'll ring Zach. He probably... I can't quite know. hear you. Your phone appears to be on the Fritz. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, Von Wagner. He, we can tie him in somehow. I'm Von Eric. Yeah. Ma- oh, just Imagine. a family of cums. Yeah. And one Von gold, Wagner. One Von gold Wagner. dust as well. Just Von gold dust there. Von Wagner, Von Eric, Von Dave, Von Charlie, mm-hmm. Von Robert. That whole film, but they're all Von Wagner, would be fantastic. 
the bit where they're all the bit where they're all like floating down the river, but they're just massive, just falling out. Hell, I can't swim. Damon, you forgot my dancing shoes. <laughs> I want to dance on this pontoon. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's the clip Luke picks this Rhea Ripley yeah, and Nia Jax <laughs> Rhea Ripley and Nia Jax have a split screen interview Rhea says the last time she wrestled in Australia was on the Indies seven years ago uh, these were times she almost quit but she kept going and going to become the most dominant woman in WWE Nia says shut up I'm twice your size and I've got triple the talent I'm going to beat you in your homeland ha ha Rhea says that when Nia hears the Australian crowd, she's going to crumble. Yeah. Crumble, crumble? She is. Mm. Like she's at the uh, at the MCG on Boxing Day. <laughs> I didn't realise the stadium they're in this weekend. It was only built a few years ago. Oh, really? I thought it was like a proper early one, but it's not. It's relatively new. Mm. Pointless thing I've said no, there. No, that's good. Like, no, like, like, like the one they're building on the, um, the gate side. Huh? Near near the Baldick. Oh. They're doing an arena that's yeah, the other, only a thousand or two thousand bigger than the one we've already got. Twelve thousand, and they're gonna expect a good portion of twelve thousand people to walk over the Millennium Bridge at the same time. Oh Matthew. god, yeah. Oh, that's a logistical nightmare. Yeah. But again, the utilities right there. You think they're gonna make a massive, a much more massive one, it'd be Just fine. But now it's down? now it's mm. <laughs> Is that the thing we do? Yeah. I don't okay. know why they're putting it there. Yeah, that is it. weird. There's not a lot of room to be manoeuvred. I That's think it people. Got, at least the utility's out. I think yeah. it got quite protested against when it first got announced by the people of like Uzbek and the Keyside and stuff because it's going to create loads yeah. of footfall. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Just <laughs> a bit of logo. If you think this is boring, <laughs> don't worry. The, the Netflix executives are in the front row and one of them is clearly off a tit. She was battered. <laughs> <laughs> she was having a class time. As I'm reminding people that, yes, the Netflix deal is still happening. I guess that was a bit of a question mark there. A lot, the of, stuff, oh, yeah. a lot of blokes not. looking politely happy to be there and then her just like, yeah, <laughs> with a super pint, like a two pint. Of like Big Show, WrestleMania X8. Yeah. <laughs> it was a million, baby! <laughs> and then Jackie Redman presents a report on R-Truth and the JD. Oh, this was bizarre. Truth line. Truth, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Truth says their friendship was special, like when John Cena first tried on a pair of jean shorts, mm. but Damien Priest betrayed him and broke his heart. And he's also wearing... Oh, sorry. Thankfully, Truth now has new friends. Shawn Michaels and Triple H of the DIY. Tonight, they're going to teach the JD a lesson. I meant you made a Sopranos reference that I had to Google, but it was all right because it's only from the first episode, so I haven't spoiled it for myself, Matthew. Mm. What are you doing? Did he? Yeah, he said, like, it made me... It broke my heart, like, when the ducks left Tony. Oh. All right, yeah. The ducks? I didn't get that. So, in uh, the first episode of The Sopranos... <laughs> Tony, <laughs> Tony Soprano, there's some ducks. That I thought it was like, a wrestling thing. And wanted, oh, the ducks have leave also. The family of ducks have started living next to his pool in the back garden. Oh, right. And then he really likes them. And then I suppose it's to show like he's a gangster and stuff, but he's got a heart. But then they fly away and he has like a panic attack and faints. Yeah. So I'm intrigued. How did you think that was a wrestling tie in? Because the I ducks didn't, didn't get it. I'm you like, also love The Sopranos, you. I've watched The Sopranos oh. about five times over. Oh, right. So you really should have. I was expecting it. Yeah. I'm making my little notes and paying attention. I, you know what I did do? I was I was distracted. I probably didn't even hear it. I was trying to figure out what's the name of the thing he's wearing? The blue poncho. thing. Poncho. Yeah. Was it a poncho? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, 
Blue thing that protects you from rain. <laughs> yeah. Much. Oh. Don't remember Michael Cohen, Samoa Joe, and their ponchos. Yes, yeah. their ponchos, right? Because my dad had one of them, and it looked about as good on our troop as it looked like on him. <laughs> Not what? Well, I, I mean, a photo I, for no, years because thought... he, he dared to wear it one time, and his wifey and his kids laughed at him for wearing it. It was oh. raining. We took one photo of it. I think he's burned it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought our troops looked quite drippy. Not, not, no, 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 no. I thought he looked quite good in it. I was like, ooh, I wish I could pull off that. Did no one really else? I really no, liked, no. But then again, it's look, when I'm he came, dressed, when he so. came out later on and was coming down the ramp, still in the poncho. I was like, he looks class. Yeah. No one. <laughs> I keep looking at Joel for help, but I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> I didn't see it. Ah, Joel just knows just ducks slightly, so you can't <laughs> see it by the comment. I thought Jackie Redmond at the start of the promo sounded like Todd Pettengill in like 1995. <laughs> yeah. When he see this dramatic like Shawn Michaels yeah, will yeah, take yeah. on Red Hart with one man looking for vengeance and the other looking for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. It was like a it was like a parody, but like a weird abstract one. Like the the bit that really made me think, what are they going for here? Is when they've got a still image of Cole and McAfee and then subtitles come up with what they said as the line players of commentary. And I thought, that's a really bizarre stylistic choice. Mm. And then I realized, Borash. It's it's him, isn't it? It's him. Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. He is. And it's also weird as well because we went from, look, Netflix, that deal's still on, to Truth doing a weird bit, <laughs> to then to... UFC fighter Michael Chandler oh, being in the front row. What the hell? Uh, we also saw JD, sorry, Dom, throw some arrows in the clubhouse. Oh, yes. That was in the middle of so... the Michael Chandler and thingy bit. They were, they, it was oh, just yeah, after was. that. But it was yeah. one of those like exposition y, like the commentators are like, well, here's the judgment day. They'll be up next. Like, it was like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chandler calls himself the most entertaining fighter on the planet. Calls out Conor McGregor. He's very loud. He gets a few seconds of talk. He nails it, and then he sits down. Yeah. But they shot it, right? So the WrestleMania logo was in the background. Mm. Is there a chance that there could be, there'll oh. be a cage set up in nah, the? Nah, that's just for synergy. Like well. WrestleMania is part of the TKO brand. Mm -hmm. Please don't bring Conor McGregor out of Mania. How would that work? Like, oh, just like, hey, look who it is. Yeah, I guess they'd pay him a lot and stuff, but... I think him and the Netflix last can have some fun together, but... Um, Why? Because they were clearly having a good time with the drinks. All, All right! right. Ooh, that didn't work, did it? He was stood Ooh, next to him. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't like McGregor, but I also don't like Chandler. I think he hasn't he got a reputation for being quite a dirty fighter. I don't know. Pat yeah. McAfee didn't oh, seem no. too impressed by him, because he was like, really? I'm the most entertaining UFC man alive. Pat was like, yeah. Ooh! <laughs> He's on his tongue. Man, you said something like, was it like, thank you. Ross, what does that look like? Just the moment's gone back. I don't think Pat did a good job. They said something like, Conor McGregor's got like six yachts and Chandler lives in a house or something. Try to like spin a weave. Tell a story. Spin a weave. A story. I think the match is already. Oh, this is going horrible, isn't it? It's always one bit in the podcast where everyone just loses their minds. This is the best podcast I've ever done. I think the. I think the fight's already been confirmed, though. So I guess he's just hyping it. Well, it's Connor, though, isn't it? He can pull out any time. Yeah, that is true. That is true. We all can. Yeah. Chad Gable cuts a promo <laughs> in the locker room. He wants a fair one-on-one -on -one match with Ivar tonight with no allies at ringside. Ivar gets a promo in response in the spooky room and says the gods have chosen his path. And he goes straight through Gable. There was mm. This promo here, and there was a one after all as well where Chad's speaking about momentum a lot. So that obviously means... Oh. Match against Gunter at WrestleMania. Oh, momentum. That's momentum. That's the dude who's going to join the, the uni. What? The chase you. Oh, you're not. You're <laughs> losing it. You're losing it. Momentum. Momentum. Matt Matthews. That's like just incredible. Though. I think I'm glad actually that I spilled 
too much of that coffee because <laughs> as I was drinking it, Tubman did say, oh, that's like twice espresso of that. So I realized that is quite a lot of coffee. That's just Richard slipping in one of his gimmicks. <laughs> oh, no. Richard Gimmick Tubman, they call him. Oh, no. Richard Drugman. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they don't call him. So, Matthew, I listened to you on podcast this week. You haven't had any of my coffee. Shut up. Our <laughs> uh, Truth, Miz, and DIY take on the JD in an eight man tag. Priest gets the win for his team, hitting South of Heaven on Truth. Yeah, and he looked a bit. No, he didn't look sad about it. He looked like annoyed that it had taken him that long to beat Truth, didn't he? He was like, ugh. Yeah, I don't know what, that's, what this was about. The reactions for Truth are still there, though. Like, yeah. he was oh, getting absolutely. Even DIY got a fairly raucous reaction, like, relative to what they've got yeah. in recent times. Uh, I thought there was a lovely roll through Willow's Bell from Champa. Up there with the move of the week, but not quite there. Oh. Um, he looked on fire when he was taking all the fools as well. And Pat said he's been running for 14 years. <laughs> days? 14 yes. something. Did he say it like that? Hours? I can't remember what he said. 14 somethings, though. He said it like the neighbor from Friday Night Dinner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. <laughs> um, and there was a nice little bit at the end with uh, Truth almost getting the fall over priest. Because yes. they had the crowd in the palm of the hand, they did, but then they, they didn't. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, are we still thinking it's leading to Awesome Truth and WrestleMania? Yeah, 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 fair enough. That's one that makes the most sense. Uh, also, Truth coming out in the Pancho. Poncho. Pan- Pancho or Poncho? Poncho. 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 You're kind of an. Uh, You're a, that's a Poncho. Is it? Poncho esque. Poncho adjacent. I just wear the things, I don't say them. That's sick. That, thank you. Yeah. Text against rain. What did you ask for when you went to the the the, the front counter? Hello, good day, sir. Do I'm having any... a party. Yes, hence <laughs> the crisps. <laughs> um... I am a man <laughs> <laughs> who is looking for a mm, just. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm, what did they say? To you? <laughs> they went. Can you take this and get out? Please? <laughs> Have you seen WrestleMania 37 when it rained? One of the. When yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was the point I was trying to make here? Oh, yes. So Artu came out in his poncho. Mm-hmm. And the girl graphic, Chiron, came up and says, Our truth has been here since 2000, making him the longest tenured WWE wrestler. And he went, no, wait a minute. No, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a number of years he wasn't there. No, he didn't. He never left. He won the Is NWA. that the thing they're doing now? He's just never left. He won the NWA title. Well, yeah. Still wrestling for WWE. It was quite impressive. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Dan Seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, quick. Never left. Get rowdy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still my favorite bit of any wrestling music related thing ever. Uh, uh, Road Dog taking it too seriously while singing K Quick's theme. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember as a kid thinking, oh, I like DX, but no, this is the new, this is, <laughs> these are the new cool lads, these two. Now, yeah. when it was the two of them together, you could see like guys going, yeah, cool. Then it was just Kate Quick because Rodog left after that. Uh, it was let go, and it was him by himself. And people were like, "Oh no!" Which well, look how they go. Raise the roof. <laughs> they didn't Thanks. know. They didn't know they were witnessing greatness at that moment. Yeah, yeah. Greatness on a different level. Mm-hmm. They should put on my shirt. Yeah. Sami Zayn is interviewed in the locker room and says he's decided to pause his feud with Drew before he gets too fixated. Instead, he needs to concentrate on his path to WrestleMania. He vows that he will become a champ. Later, Nakamura cuts a promo and says he'll give Sammy the spotlight he craves by beating him again, anytime, anywhere. And it's a lot better because there's no little TV that pops on and there's Nakamura's face on. But there was no oh. drama. <laughs> there was no suspense. 
Uh, this could be another one of my predictions that doesn't come true, like the Rollins being the one to beat Roman, which is still active technically. It could still it could still happen. Um, this could. Uh, I think we might have just seen the man who's going to beat Gunter for the IC Championship, Sammy. He did mention champion. I'm I will be a champion. Yeah, and it's not going to be for one of the world titles. And I think he could do it. He's going to do it, as Adam Pacini mm. would say. He's going to bloody do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but I like that. You Ooh, like it. I, I, I think it might be a, a multi-man match for the IC, like with Jay and Samuel. Jay's had his chance, and he blew it. What? Are you nodding over there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really agree with Jack. I really, I really want Sammy to do it now. Yeah, 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 thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. He's a lovely man, I'm all in he? on that, yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah. Good guy. Thank you. <laughs> we'll remember this moment if he does. Are yeah, you what, so. on the edit, you know, for WrestleMania or not? Yeah, me and Owen are doing we'll both be, nights. We'll be dancing round. Oh, if he, oh my God. What's happening here? Still just taking over. Becky cuts a promo in the ring. She's confident of winning the Elimination Chamber and facing Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. Liv Morgan interrupts, followed by Raquel Rodriguez, Naomi, Tiff Stratz, and Bianca Belair, because it's the Raw opening segment that's yeah. coming late. And and crucially, all these ladies are in the Elimination <gasps> Chamber. How about that? What are the chances? I know. I know. Yeah, Bianca points out she's the only one to have won a Chamber match. Mm. Uh, Tiff Stratz says Bianca peaked last year. Liv Morgan tries to get a word in, and Tiff clobbers her, signing a brawl. Then Nijax runs in and battles everyone. She beat up all of them. The semantics on play here were on a different level. Because Tiffy Stratton's given all the, the, the whatnots to uh, Bianca Belair. But when it comes to throwing hands, she can't bring herself to throw hands with Bianca. So she attacks the innocent bystander Liv Morgan right next mm. to her. That's a WrestleMania match, I think. Mm. Yeah. Tiffy Stratton versus Bianca Belair. Yeah, I think so as well. Just based off that promo, nothing else. <laughs> no, they had a backstage one as well. Didn't they? Oh, yeah, last week, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, so I think they are, actually. I think you're right. Because yep. Bianca was like, oh, I could beat all of you, but especially you, yeah. Tiffany Stratton, if that is your real name. Becky had a bit of a throwaway line before they all came out. She went, I don't have anything against any of them, apart from Tiffany, who's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Also, I've got a new hat. Yeah, she yeah. had a new hat, yeah. Hat didn't get over. No. Brothers. Uh, I thought it was interesting as well that no one mentioned Naya, uh, Naya, Naya until Raquel came out and was like, don't forget about Naya. She might win. <laughs> we're, we're trying Why? to. And then she, ah, oh, you said her name. Yeah. I, think, I think what they were trying to do was don't mention Naya. Then when she comes in and just wipes everybody out, it's a yeah. big shock. Say her name and yeah. she yeah. appears. But it, instead it came across like none of them they give Naya a chance. The weekend, they, yeah. they don't think she's going to win at all. Yeah. Which, yeah. You, which is correct. Oh, yeah. And Becky said, well, obviously it's going to be me and Rhea at WrestleMania. And Pat said, oh, no, Jax. Yeah. <laughs> Chad Gable beats Ivar via submission. The rest of AA come out to celebrate with him. That's it, not the chase you, the AA. Uh, the other other lads. AA. Hey, go on. They were really pressed for time, I thought, just by the way they didn't stop moving the entire time they were in the ring, but they crammed in a lot. Yeah. They got a lot in there, didn't they? Uh, there was a powerbomb on the barricade from Ivar to Chad, where he disappeared out of view, and it looked gnarly. Mm. Uh, the build of the delayed German was lovely once again. Ooh. They do have very well, does Chad. Uh, the si Here's the move of the week, Joel. Oh! <laughs> The seated senton off the top rope mm. from Ivar to a standing Chad, which was not the finish. I could not believe my eyes. Mm. I not only that. for Chad taking it, but for Ivar landing on his bloody poor knees from that height. Oof. 
Um, and I thought it was a nice finish as well from Chad doing what Ivar did, but he held on to the leg. And... Yep. He made a Viking tap out. Mm. He certainly did. He's avenged the losses. Yes. I'm worried that Ivar is up for the chop post WrestleMania. Really? But with Valerie Haller getting a... demolished. Oh. Like, just, just not like, all right, we'll have a battle royal, get out. Having the Rumble mm. as well. Him losing to Gable now, it's like... But uh, his performances have been better, so it wouldn't yeah. be fair. It wouldn't be fair. It wouldn't be fair, but... I'm that, just looking at his win-loss record yeah. going... Ooh. It's fine, though, because AEW will take Ivar, because meat madness... Oh, oh, my God. ...is now a thing. Oh, my God. And this is what WWE need to do, a meat division. Who was watching you? I was going to say, who's been watching oh. this podcast? If you're over three bills, come on down. <laughs> 300. 300 of the pounds, yep. the libs. Because, um, yeah... Aye. I thought he said when he's up for the chart, but I was like, oh, he's getting a, a feud with Gunter. <laughs> oh. Ow. <laughs> Good match, though. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't miss him. Drew was interviewed after his win uh, over Cody. He brags about being the second man to pin Cody since his return. Ooh. He doesn't think the bloodline's interference cheapened his victory because he sees the bigger picture. He's a saviour of WrestleMania and the true workhorse of WWE. Ah, take that, Rollins. It was good promo from Drew. But now we get, it's kind of typical. Yeah, Drew's knocked out of the park again. Yeah. Fair play to him. Justified arsehole. He's not being a hypocrite. He wants to save the world title and save Raw. So they're going to help him do it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But him mentioning saviour, that reminds me of his remixed WCPW theme. Because remember when he first appeared, he had that one that was like, dun, 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 dun. swear F. word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he had the other one that was like, I'm a saviour, a saviour, everybody knows. Oh, I don't remember that one. I don't remember that one. Oh, oh. oh it's when, he had, when in the Rumble, that one. That oh. theme. Oh, I, no. I can just, oh, the only one I've got in my head now is Pacini's. Beep, beep. <laughs> oh. The hard monitor. <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> Boom! <laughs> get up, no, get up. No, get up, get up. Boom! It's the, that, that is the feeling when you can see him walking from the outside into the office Whoa. and your heart rate gets going. <laughs> His theme <laughs> was better than half the roster. Because <laughs> he was better than half the roster. He, to be fair to Adam, he was, he was, he was, he was getting booked now the, and look, look how much he is. He was good on the mic, to be fair. Yes, he was. He actually and was. the wrestling. And the wrestling. Better than us. <laughs> We've never tried, but yeah. The New Day. But if we did, we'd be class. I reckon I could pick up more people than Adam could. This is the bit that Luke's going to put on. (laughs) The New Day cut a promo in support of Jay beating Gunther tonight. They also won a street fight next week against Imperium. There was a serious New Day promo. Big fan of serious New Day. They are the standard. They are the team that teams come to to make a name for themselves. No time for jokes. And I like that sometimes. It would be... If they did it all the time, it would get boring. But now it's real. Yeah. I love the little feud they've had going as well. Mm. So it's like, yeah, good. I think it'll be more good more chairs well. to faces. Sweet. Yes. In the main event. No. This was the moment where John Crimber <laughs> was in the front row. <laughs> Professional bull rider. Yeah. The boyhood dream for millions around the world <laughs> has come true to see John Crimber in the front row. Joel, can we see some John Crimber, oh please? Oh, my God. Because oh John God. Crimber... For him to be oh, there he is. a professional bull rider, Godjol, no. John Criomba, C R I M B E R, aha, John Crimba. There he is, professional rodeo cowboy. Have a look at the screen now for this people on the audio. This is fantastic. 
We could probably get away with playing this without the sound, I imagine, without getting demonetized. Oh. What do you want? A little one ball. of those action shots at the top, please. Here he comes. Whoa! He's oh. been playing at two times the speed, but it's not. It's just John Crimber doing John Crimber things. He must have no balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he goes. Oh, it's a isn't it amazing? It's cruel, it's, isn't it? What song it would you is, put over it's that? Not, yeah, it is cruel. It's not all right, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I do cheer when the bulls win. To be fair, for some reason there, when you said what, um, what song? I was thinking, um, life is a highway. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm gonna ride it all night long. That's why I was. Oh. Yeah. At least it's not as bad as bullfighting, I suppose. Yeah. Or is it worse because they're actually on them? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe why? the bulls get a bit of release <laughs> from it. Why would you ever mess with a bull? That might be one of the animals Well, it's obviously because it's John. Thanks for the gate, brother. Yeah. yeah. That is a large crowd. Every Come on, you varmint! Oh, there he is. Surely every person's there just to see people like John die. I would, I would be. Yeah, the booing now. Boo, <laughs> he lived. He survived. Boo. 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 Moo. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough John Crimber. Sorry. Thank you for the John Crimber. John was really young, wasn't he? That was his thing. Really young. Yeah. That was his gimmick. And- There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You got an age there, Joel, off camera. Um, John Crimber. Just type John Crimber. <laughs> he hasn't even got a Wikipedia page. Yeah, that's Who weird, is this guy? It? Climbing what? There, he what? It's like when Jagger Eaton was on Raw that time. Who? Exactly. 18. When was he 18? Top link. Scroll up. 2024. He's 18. Wow, he looked younger. He looked younger than that. He's like a young Shane McMahon. <laughs> he must. What was he doing to stay young, do you think? I reckon he smokes lots of weed. Thank you. That probably takes away the pain of his scrotum when he's riding the back of those bulls. Yeah, yeah smoke him. Smoke like your scrotum. Yes. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> He's the bars. <laughs> In the main event, Jey Uso looks to have good the beat. 
but Jimmy Uso distracts the referee by ringing the bell. Mm. Clang, 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 clang. Uh, again, the in- interference is deliberately being laid on thick now, so when WrestleMania comes around, we'll all be like, oh, damn it, it's happening again. Before and- we go to the finish of the match, two good things about the bell ringing spot as well. Samantha Irvin's acting, because she was like, huh? And then, oh, there's a strange man there, I've got to move away. And do you notice Jimmy did a bit of rhythm? He was like, it's like JBLs, wasn't he? He started going clang, 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 but then when he got bored of that, he started going clang, 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 clang. It was uh, Hey, good. hey, waka, waka. Yeah. Clang, 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 And the hood pull-up was a good one. Sometimes they get a bit stuck or whatever. He was smooth with it. Solo's made me laugh at this point. Not Jimmy's, but Solo's. Because Solo did the same thing for his interference earlier in the night, and it's like, wow, it's me. As if it's anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> the camera really zoomed in, like, do it, do the Emmerdale theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. What's a mysterious song for the Emmerdale theme? But this was the typically great Gunther match where, ah, oh, he's not winning this. He's not, like, Gunther's opponent's not going to win this. Is he? Yeah. Is he? And he had oh, him. Oh, he might. He had him. He had him beat. Yep. Yeah. I, 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 don't everybody if, week. I don't know if it's gone on to the next page, but there was more to the segment that I wrote. Uh-oh. What have you Sorry, just, 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 just going to show you. Joel's trying to do it quietly, but can hear us. Oh, no. Just going to show you this that John Cena's tweeted out. Uh, like you've never seen me before. Subs- he says he's got an OnlyFans. <laughs> he's got OnlyFans. I've got the link in the bottom. Scroll down. Oh, no, he's <laughs> clicking his thing, yeah. He's, he might have been hacked, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's Ricky Stanicki uh, from the film he's doing. Uh, oh, very good. Uh, oh, wait, I thought you were joking. It is. It's a gimmick uh, for the film. What right. film's he doing? Ricky, Ricky Snicky. Oh, it was when Fraser was on that we talked about it. Oh, yeah, right. Is it not the life and times of John Crimber? Because it looks like it could be <laughs> from the... Uh, <laughs> Has he said Crimber. anything else? So, <laughs> if you muted, <laughs> you muted Cena. <laughs> Good lad. <laughs> anyway, scroll down. What's Before the, the fans... Oh! Why did he mute oh, John Cena? Yeah, he does tweet a lot. He does tweet a lot of crap. <laughs> he follows me, so it's clearly not no, real. No, that was it. That, that was oh, he's talking about the Stern show. And that's it. Then, Nothing Joel? else then? Nothing else? Oh, okay. No, I, I just wanted to see what that OnlyFans is about. So John Cena's going to... Uh, you're a gem on X following other people like us. We feel privileged. Shut up, <laughs> Mavisur. That's exactly what I thought it was going to be. Go <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, Bots. Carry on. Well, see, so he's <laughs> tweeted. Oh, he's, he's got OnlyFans. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, are you going to subscribe then? It's free, so yeah. Oh, is it free? Yeah. Let's have a look. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, imagine if it's just... <laughs> Sheena's dick and balls. <laughs> Um, <laughs> You've seen them, have you? Oh, yeah. No, oh. Cena's dick and balls. That week, what I missed recently, by the way, my Hall of Fame nomination that week was, I was, I was going to test the waters with a bit of a... Oh, go on. Uh, you know, push the, push the envelope, <coughs> so to speak. Right. Drake's dick. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a Hall of Fame winky I've ever seen one in my life. Because that was the week that came. Drake. The, the rapper. The famous man. Yeah, but yeah, that one. So what is Dick? The picture got leaked. Yeah, the video got leaked of him jaying that D, so to speak. And that that D was Hall of Fame worthy, I would say. Oh, I'm happy for him. Yeah, but I think commiserations that his pictures got leaked. Yeah, oh, that's horrible. Yeah, that's invasion of privacy. Yeah. But if (laughs) (laughs) if I had if I was a dick and a butt, if I was packing that sort of heat, I would not mind. But I'm not. Yeah, so I right. would, I, it would be embarrassing. Well, we, I don't know if that would have won. I don't know if it would have won. I know. I was going to try and see what happens, but yeah, it was really impressed. That would have looked really bad. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. I think that there was more to the segment that maybe was. Nah, no, nah, it was all about dick and balls, mate. No, no it was a really good. Jay took a ruddy good beating, so he did. And then Gunter let him, well, Jay fought back. 
good didn't let him. That wouldn't make sense. Um, right. And then, yeah, just the ending was quite thrilling with the deliberate interference. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah. yeah. I think there was more to the... Read the rest of the notes. Damn it, man. How did it go on the next page? Gunther um, wins with a roll-up and leaves while Jimmy beats Jay down in the ring. He hits several big splashes. Sploosh. And tells Jay that no matter how big he gets, Jimmy will always be the big brother. Oh. Because he was born first. That's right. <laughs> Have you seen that magnificent clip where... Yes. Biggie, yeah. Oh, that. <laughs> that is just... Him raging. <laughs> Y'all can't be this stupid. <laughs> so it looks like they're going to have a colossal tussle at WrestleMania. I yeah. hope so. I'm looking forward to it. Mm. Me too, actually. I think that would be a an opener, maybe. A hot opener to the show. I can see that. Because yeah. I've seen people being like, yeah, but this isn't going to work. I'm like, why? Because yeah, Jimmy's a bitch. And Jay's obviously being presented. Don't spit. Jamie's been presented. Sorry, Jay's been presented as a guy who could nearly beat Gunther and all this, the main event, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then the other guy's a bitch. I'm like, yeah, that's the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and looking Jimmy's, forward to that. Jimmy's got solo as well. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy's got knowledge of the know each other inside out. Yeah, yeah. I think it works. Yeah, thank you. Mm. I, was, I thought I was taking crazy pills, but yeah, yeah. cool. No, don't take them. Yeah, like Pat did when he was getting involved with Jay's, whatever that's called, yeah. arm movements, and Gunther saw him. Shot him down. Great moment. It was good. Yes, but I got no like, oh, we're going to have Pat McAfee versus Gunther. Like, no. Oh, I would love <laughs> no. that, though. Yeah. That, would, no. that would be a genuinely good match. Pat is quite good. Yeah, the little gimmick match against people. The Gunther, the world beater. Pat had a match against Adam Cole. Yeah. Isn't that weird to think? And it was good. It was good. Yeah. <sighs> Pat beat Austin Theory. Yeah, that was yeah, still good. That. And the then next big thing. And then, then Vince came out. Got his Who? Win. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> NXT. The opening match is Obafemi defending the North American title against Lexus King. We see Robert Stone and Von Eric watching backstage, <laughs> but Stone walks off, telling Von Eric he'll be right back. Stone heads out, uh, down the ringside, but gets shoved over by Lexus. The match continues, and Ober gets the win. The interference didn't actually lead to the finish. He just got punked out and shoved on his ass. But That's I think we're on the slow build, aren't we, to come Tuesday, winning the North American title at Stand and Deliver. Oh, my God. Could you imagine the scenes? On oh the pre-show, because that's where they always do the best match, on the pre-show. Mm. Not at the last one, but before that, yeah, on the yeah. pre-show. Uh, imagine that, though. If that, we'd have to live stream that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Drinking and everything. Oh, no, it won't be drinks. It's the matinee show, isn't it? The matinee. We'll have a little so what do you have after? for the matinee? Just because we've got to work later on, haven't we, yeah. for the big boy show? The big boy show? They put the it WrestleMania they put, it, they put it on the Saturday, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, I... Yeah. Being a bit of pajamas, eat me cornflakes. <laughs> you know what? There's two busy times of year, right? There's WrestleMania week and then there's the build of Christmas. For us, I mean. And I always find Mania week, like, much easier than the build of Christmas. I think it's because it's actually, like, everyone's talking about wrestling and it's exciting and stuff. And it's just a br- it's just a breeze. <laughs> Can't wait for it, lads. <laughs> ah, I'm with you, mate. Oh, yeah, it's a lovely like time. We need to go I'm- past five hours this year. Shut up. This mm, is the one. God. Be longer than the event. Yes. <laughs> no. And the next year will be longer than both nights put together. Mm. Again, I appreciate you being a size queen, but Steve Mania and Drake <laughs> away, all right? Anyway. Taken in several different ways, though. Uh, I love the split screen, though, of Cummins, Stone, Tolkien, Shop backstage while the match is going in the ring. Yeah. That was innovative. Yes. But how did they, they did know? that much better later on How as well. did they know that by cutting to them in that moment that they were about to do that? I like to think that Magic. NXT, there's fixed cameras in every room. Okay. And they're always recorded, like the locker room yeah. when Roxanne walks in. It's easy to do when it's just one room backstage with different <laughs> lighting. <laughs> uh, Oba said last week, don't send someone 
you don't want back. Well, that makes sense because Lexus King, so mm. we don't care if he comes back. But weird moment because Obi is still clearly learning. Obi close line King outside. Oba. Then stop, co- stop, stop what taking them not seriously. Oba. <laughs> I typed Obi. Obi like, one. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Yeah. <laughs> My horrible notes. Where Obi close lines King outside, then immediately threw him back in so King could get the advantage. And Obi did a move and then did the exact same thing again. And then King, King took over. So okay. um, I like Obi. The crowd likes Obi, but clearly Daria like, nah, can we have him like wrestle properly? I'm like, no. I don't yeah. want to wrestle for four minutes, and it felt like a long four minutes. I want to describe him in 40 seconds. Yeah, yeah. This wasn't as egregious as the Dragon Lee match, but I can see what you're saying. Yeah, the Dragon Lee match was quite an exciting match, but just not what we wanted to see yeah. at all. Yeah. It's what we don't want to see. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lexi, Lex, Lexus King, sorry, is a blind pimple, says Byron. Hard to see, but annoying. I said, how hard is he to see? He's the colour of a good flan. He's on NXT. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Also, he was hiding in the depths of night when Trick Willie got attacked. Mm, yeah. That is true. And I put, so King's beefing with Ober, Stone, and Von Wagner, and half the cast backstage. And all the women. Yeah, yeah. and all the women. He's beefing with everybody. He's like Rob Sloan, the marathon runner. <laughs> uh, yes, he is. That's analysis. Yes. <laughs> Thea Hale tells JC Jane, and another woman. Uh, that's Jasmine Nix, I'll I have got, you I know. got it later on. I got it, I got it later on. But... Oh, I love another woman. Well, Sean, Sean did it again, didn't he? He uh, forgot to tell us who she was. About oh, he, I don't know where he's looking for these people, but goodness me. Now, goodness now. me. Now, now. Biscoff spread. Oh, God, no. you are. How many more have you had this, this week? Uh, honestly, I've not, I'm never drinking it again. <laughs> I had two in two days last week, and I'm still getting like, like the yeah. reflux. God. This week, it's terrible. I think... Um, <laughs> I thought you looked a bit like Tina. You're the horny juice this week. Just then. cocaine, Matthew. Oh, okay, sorry. Tom was uh, out on his run this morning and somehow I bumped into him. Meow, <laughs> Tom, come back. <laughs> I thought she looked a bit like Tina from Coronation Street. There you go. Tina? Tina Barrett. Hmm. Tina Barrett? I don't think I'm Tina Barrett. Tina Barrett from... Michelle Keegan. Keegan. Michelle Keegan. Oh. Wait, what? Who's Tina? From oh, yeah, that's Seth from Seven, man. <laughs> Tina from Michelle, Michelle, Michelle Keegan. Keegan. Yeah, yeah, Michelle Keegan. Cool, I don't know what, but thank you. You know Michelle Keegan, surely. Married oh, Kevin's daughter. Married to the bloke from The Only Way Is Essex. <laughs> yeah, oh, that one. All right. She was in that film, that film, that series on Netflix. Oh, before. that film. Can't I would love stuff. it if I caught the person who killed me daughter. What? <laughs> no, not her. Oh, I'd love it. <laughs> Wait, was it her? Not her. What are you talking about? Te- what's it called oh, on Netflix? She? Joel. Oh. No. I don't she know what you're like talking about. Roles now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, can you tell that's a serious role? <laughs> yeah. I would love it if I found Sugar on, on Netflix. <laughs> She's in the horsey field. They're the only. <laughs> no, it's on Netflix, man. I just I watched it a few weeks ago. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's definitely her. Yeah, where she's looking for someone who. <laughs> She's look. A husband dies, and then she's a husband comes back to life. Fool me once. Oh, there you go. Fool me oh, once. See. Right. She was in Downton Abbey. Oh, mm. she can do anything. Anyway, as can like <laughs> Jasmine Nix. Jasmine Nix. Yeah. There's a. Uh, have you seen the spelling of that? By the way, it's there's a lot of. It's like Leonard Skinner. There's not many vowels going on. Oh, I get you. Jasmine Nix. Yeah. Oh. Uh, about her Valentine's date with Riley Osborne, she took Jace's advice and played hard to get, but hasn't heard from Riley since. Ariana Grace overhears this. Oh, no. And says JC may have caused Thea to scare Riley away. JC blames Thea for not implementing her advice the right way and tells Ariana to stop filling her head up with nonsense. In fairness to JC, there's only so much she can do. In fairness to Ariana, she was definitely the baby face here. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> JC's, JC's... At first, I thought it was just a really badly written segment. But then later on, it was clear that JC is about to turn heel. So... Uh, 
Larry Valkyria tells Tatum Bagley do a one favour this week stay in the back and don't interfere in a match with Shotzi if Tatum can do that Lyra has a very special surprise for her. Yeah, what's that about then? I hate Lyra Valkyrie. <laughs> Why? Let's just stand there going, <clears throat> you shouldn't try to be a hero, Tatum. Don't so say So initially, okay, yeah. she... Instead, didn't... you should sit here and relax with a bar of yeah. Irish chocolate. <laughs> but initially, she didn't want to know Tatum. Then Tatum helped her retain the title at Vengeance yeah. Day. Then she did want to know Tatum. And now she's going, don't be a hero, Tatum. She's the reason you're still the champion. Be a justified arsehole and not a delusional delinquent. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yeah, I'd like it if she was just like, all right, a bit of cheating as a treat. Yeah. I don't think she's been that bad. (laughs) No, I don't. I really don't. I think that... It's mixed signals, Jack. I think that she was scared of her at first and now has softened a bit on Tatum and now I don't think it's got anything to do with the fact that she helped her retain the NXT women's title I think she's just a nice person from the woods <laughs> <laughs> wonder what the surprise would be though if you are a raven lady fitness fanatic what would be the surprise you buy for your stalker oh, some seeds yeah. <laughs> big <laughs> bag of seeds a human sized bird feeder yeah and she's <laughs> it like just going down <laughs> what, what could it be is it a tile shot Wrestle me for the belt. I hope so. Ooh. I hope Tatum wins. Up mm. oh, the stalkers. What? <laughs> really? <laughs> <coughs> hmm. The Wolf Dogs arrive in new alligator skin boots to oh. celebrate their tag title win. Bron suggests the name Spear of Days, which the crowd love for some reason. It says idiot here. No, that's not very nice. Plants. The, no, this they, was they're... very planty because they started chatting Spear of Days before it was even mentioned yeah. in the promo. I don't think the plants would want it. I don't think the plants... Would have done that. They'd want the plants to save the, for the reveal. Mm. Mm. Nah. And it was and it was the rowdy section. I reckon it was Brian Alvarez leading the crowd. <laughs> Someone's clearly got spoilers for the show. Ha <laughs> 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 ha, we'll say it before you say it, they said. Dicks. Andre you know Chase. People, you know how people sometimes go to the snooker and have the headphones on with the commentary? <laughs> yeah. Imagine if at wrestling it was the thing to wear headphones with the observer playing as you watch it. <laughs> so for me as well, it's like obviously because the... the they can hear the commentary in the crowd, but they can't in the pool, the snook area. Mm. So when there's like the commentary, you'll see something funny. The snook, the everyone laughs. He goes, "Yeah, incredibly <laughs> off putting." Like, yeah. well. anyway, uh, Bron, Andre Chase and Delightful Hudson interrupt and won a title shot due to their previous agreement with Tony D and Stacks. Yeah, that was an interesting thing. So they are they paid off the mafia people who they owed money to, and they've yeah. got a tag title shot. No, they, there, was it's a okay se- because there was a separate. She put a bit of extra in the envelope. Remember? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So they paid off. The debt they owed, so the kneecaps aren't broken. Okay, uh, and the issue has obviously saved, but now they're getting the tag title shot because of that. No, no, they no, put no. Extra money in the envelope. She went. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. So they paid them for that. Am I going <laughs> mental? But they paid the mafia people, but they're not the tag champs. No, but they thought they were going to retain. They were last week. Yeah, but now they're not, which is why the need. But the agreement's going. not with the tag champs. No, it's it? not. That's, that's, the what that's, that's, that's what they say back to them. That's what the wolf dogs say back to them. They go, but you, why does that matter? Good. Right. <laughs> You see, NXT is great. This guy's watched The Sopranos five times. I was Googling. I, ha- I went, I can't listen to anything right now, R2 says. I have to find out what a pancho is. <laughs> it's also worth mentioning that the Rowdy fans opposite the hard cam and the chase you section are really split. It's like Ring of Honor versus CZW. It was. Yeah, today. It was. It, it was, was way disgusting. Of a homicide show. 
Yeah, yeah, I wanted that. It was really, really bad. I thought the Chase U section did a bad job of actually giving it back and sticking up for their boys. It's almost as if they're wrestlers who aren't real university (laughs) students. Well. Not being as enthusiastic as they should be. They should hire real fans of Chase U. Hire real fans. Three three possible fans. If I lived in Orlando, I'd be there every week. You! (laughs) (laughs) Have you not tried messaging them going, there, flies out. We'll make noise. <coughs> Andre, just follow me on the X.com. Mm. He'd probably wow. hate me. No. He'd probably hate all of us. After the support we've shown. <laughs> yeah. He did After look the great. harsh criticism we've given NXT over the years. He looked great this week, though, Andre. Back yeah, to his he old did. self. Haircut. We'll but uh, before that, I'll go on. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I thought, I was wondering if this would be the week where Ross finally turned on the U. And I'm pleased that you haven't. Just because it was against the Wolf Dogs and the crowd were chanting Chase You Sucks, I thought you'd be like, you know what they do? You can like two things at once. I can see why yeah. the crowd were saying that in the face of the Wolf Dogs because they are a lot cooler. But sometimes I don't want cool. Fair enough. I want to learn things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but learning is cool as learning well, guys. Learning is cool yeah. and fun. fun. Yeah, it is. Life is fun. We've got a library card. Yeah. 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 Uh, Nathan Fraser and Axiom interrupt, <laughs> saying that Chase You's number one contendership is null and void. And they should be next challenges instead. He's such a wanker. Isn't he is he? a wanker. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and, that, <laughs> and that's a wanker. hard-hitting home truth. No <laughs> pop. His arm and then Andre mocks his accent. Sounded, <laughs> sounded a lot like Adam. Did, did he? He did. <laughs> oh, oh, Tory boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I was getting at. Oh. <laughs> Just the nasal. Yeah. Ava arrives and gets a pop. She actually does. And Bucks and Amon contend a match between the two teams for later on. Yeah. So that was a waste of bloody money then, Chase No, it wasn't, because no. at the time they were champions. Right. But they didn't get it, did they? But they had a match and they lost the belts. They didn't know they can't break the future. Yeah. They're, so they've wasted they're money. Scholars yeah, and they've be, got the hands of the next generation in the be, palm of the hand. To be fair to Matthew there, it was a bad shout from them to try and it was a bit overzealous. I'll the give you nice that. mafia, you know, those ones you read about. <laughs> Save dogs out of trees and that. Yeah, but the, give the, ma- shots the mafia haven't whistled, wasn't them? The mafia no. wanted to win that match. So that, yeah. They were scared. No, what? <laughs> right. The the when she paid them. Yeah. Right. The debt's been paid, right? Yeah. But she said, "There's no, extra I know that. money." No, yeah, you seem to think bit. the mafia screwed them. They haven't screwed they them. Haven't. No, 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 okay, yeah, I've, re- I've worded it incorrectly. Oh, They've right, been so. screwed because of their bad decision making. Yes, they the have. Ma- they the have. mafia didn't go, ha ha, jokes on you. We lost the, we lost the is, titles. It is a bit presumptuous but, you know. of Chase U to be like, can we still have our title shot, please? Because obviously the Wolf Dogs can be like, shut up, no. Yeah. yeah. You screwed you. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Byron says he didn't think they, uh, Byron and Bron would work as a team because they're like making a fire in the snow. I'm like, you can make a fire in the snow, though. Oh. <laughs> You learned that in the scouts. Um, Can you? Yeah, and I thought, why are we getting this segment with Bron and uh, Baron after last week? He said, we won the Dusty. He's like, yeah, we know, mate. You've done this. Oh, it was so uh, Bron could get experience for doing these opening segments on and SmackDown. They won the, uh, and they won the belt as well. Yeah. This was the belt and the Dusty. Yeah. They won All the, the gold. They won the belt last week. God, you're right. Yeah. But they had the trophy. I'm having a no, but they had, horrible week no, they this had the trophy week. With, I'm really sorry. They had the trophy with them, so I can see why you would... They did have the trouble yeah. with them. No, yeah. you're, I'm completely incorrect and stupid as no, well. No, I was giving you an out. I was saying, but I can see why you would be confused because yeah. they had the trophy with them. I'm just going to read your notes because they're better. No, it's okay. Roxanne uh, Perez is interviewed ahead of her match like with Ren Walker. Sinclair. No. <laughs> and when Ren reminds her of her past self, she's bitter about opportunities being taken from her and has realized that she should only look out for herself. Roxanne wins the match, hitting Pop Rocks, but breaking her own pinfall attempt to submit Ren with a cross face instead. Finally. No. No, no. no. Why would why do people keep doing the cross face? It's a good move. It is a great move, yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. 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 
But when you want to move to demonstrate how evil and vicious you're becoming, uh, don't do that. Oh, one. well, you put it like that, you know. Mm, I just mm. found it uncomfortable, but that might have just be me reading too much in it. Yeah. Uh, I thought Roxanne is one of the many on the show in a promo. She sounds like she's playing a role and not that into it. I but said her in ring style, Ooh. the in ring story she was telling, um, where she was like, yeah, I want to make put over the fact that I'm going to just break you down. And then, yeah, I'm going to hurt you so much. I'm going to take the easy pinfall that would have won the match and put a hold on you. I thought w- w- the, the thing she did in the ring was better than stuff out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sort of sums her up a bit. Yeah, promo's wit lost on me as well this week because she's trying to be a bit more gnarly. But it sounds like I've compared to Lizzie McGuire ranting about her dad being a bit weird or something. <laughs> oh, dad. <laughs> what are you doing? Lizzie McGuire? No, she was more doing. like the ducks leaving Tony's <laughs> swimming pool in the first episode of The Sopranos. Um, aye. Aye, she was. She's trying. But Ren, I like the I like the story of the match because Roxanne was overlooking Ren, and Ren got a lot of offense in, which I didn't expect to see because it's Ren, which is awful. <laughs> in storyline, in storyline, yeah. she's new. She thinks she's like, happy to be there, mm. that sort of thing. But no, Roxanne overlooked her. But I do like the fact that Pop Rocks is not a finisher anymore. She has another one on top of it because it's not a very impactful looking maneuver, as I've said a million times. Ah, but it's like the perfect plex. It's the technique you can't escape. <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> And then the no quarter catch crew confront the metaphor in their private lounge. Shut up, Charlie, you're boring. <laughs> that was a really funny line. This championship represents a hundred <laughs> years of traditional British wrestling. It's <laughs> got that. Ooh. That's, you're right. that's stuck there, that. Right, the right, wind right. must have changed. But Noam Dar says he's from the UK and even he finds it boring. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk it, talk it. Yeah. Which was meant to be a heel line, but one that I just agreed with. Paddy McGuinness, isn't it? Classic Paddy. Yeah. Let's talk it, talk Da asks which of the crew he'll be facing next week. But the catch clause means they don't have to reveal his opponent in advance. Oh, the catch clause. And then Da was the catch clause. What's the catch clause? Yeah, yeah I didn't like that bit. I don't like it when the wrestlers don't watch the show. I can believe him not, though. <laughs> yeah, Da, Da's a dafty. In the so. case of the metaphor, they're too mm. busy trying on clothes and being silly. I guess, yeah. Yeah. I think Da was more of the top than usual because he knows the catch crew are like, they got near crack. What do you mean? He went, that charge. And could see your face transforming as you did that. His mouth is always so stretched. It's like that old thing off the old film you mentioned earlier that I've forgotten. This is a real, this is an actual man's real face. I feel bad. No, it's it's what he does with his face while he's talking about being like a intense wrestler. Yeah. He doesn't have to like squeeze out a a little poo every time. Regal does sort of do a bit. He talks like that when he's serious. I do talk like this. Yeah. Is he trying to be like his dad? The, Her- the Heritage Cup was a very important part of the UK wrestling. Quack! <laughs> oh, sorry, that's my lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Briggs beats Brooke Jensen after a popper Michael's Flair WrestleMania 24 finish. Mm. He hugs him after the bell. Uh, won't go that far, but yeah. What do you think what about this match? Was? Was, this was story. This Fine. was li- literally shot for shot, basically, but a, a lariat instead of a super kick. And Sean does have a habit of putting his own things in NXT. I need to do this to you, brother! Yeah. Okay, yeah. Mm. <laughs> you sold that to me. You are right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've massacred JB, though. What? He's just a generic man now, isn't he? The theme's generic. His entrance, he doesn't really know what he's doing with his arms. What, JB? Josh Briggs? Yeah, JB. No. No, no, no. He said B- J- BJ, you mean. No, JB. No, he means Josh. JB. Yeah, you mean JB? What are you on about? JB. Josh Briggs. <laughs> <laughs> he's massacred it. Again, no, I don't no. get what he's saying, because he, he is now They've stripped just everything away. wrestler man. Yeah. But and he doesn't know what to do with his arms during his entrance now. He's I, doing the, that, I think that's his taunt now. Like a half, like, Rocky. <laughs> Dwayne, not... Uh, I thought he was doing the thing, you know, like, all right, scrapping time. 
but I'll have to rewatch it. I, oh. going, da, 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 da. <laughs> I quite like it. We came out in a lowrider, do you not remember? <laughs> <laughs> it's Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 I get what Ross means, but I think they're trying to make him the character. The, weirdly, the story is he's doing really well since the breakup of the tag yeah. team. But he's done all right. Like, he was in the Iron Survivor match, but there's not been that much since then. No. It's weird. I guess they are, it does scream main eventer. Like, he is just a man now, and it'll be what he says that makes him a character, okay. I yeah. guess. I mean, I agree that uh, his gear needs changing, because it's just long Black. tights. Yeah. It's very generic, and there's Dijak there, at least has shades in his pink. So, <laughs> uh, I bought a complete story time match. And you know it's a story, because he's reading out loud... Uh, uh, can Briggs mm. turn his mate to the dark side in that film series that Ross likes? That's right, Saw. Oh. Clearly having a good time writing this. I, I like the hook bit at the end. Yes, let the hate run through you. Star Wars? Yes. Yep. Ask Ross's favorite Star Wars moment and also his mum's. Uh, we've done that bit already. Yeah, podcast, good yeah. <laughs> That was free planned I thought that was just easy conversation. I didn't realize you'd meticulously. Let <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Matthew, no. look disgusted with yourself and ask Ross what he thought about this. Hey, what do you think about this? Well, Brooks, on the other hand, his Wait, theme... that's mental. <laughs> he planned the banner. Yeah. I totally bought that. I thought that was real. Wait, oh, it's wait, all fake? No, no. It worked by my friendship with Matthew that's all planned in advance. No, it's all written down here before. <laughs> oh, this podcast on? is scripted. Yeah, it's all <laughs> scripted. Like, like all good podcasts, it's scripted. Why did we mention Star Wars earlier? He's planned it. He thought because he oh, did yeah, Queen Aminata of the Alton. Ah, I'll just take that bit of the script. I went on the Star Wars. Star Wars again. Well, now seems a good opportune moment. <laughs> My mind's been blown. How much of it's real, Matthew? None How of it's real. It's all fake. Real? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've just met the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> machine. Oh God. Oh my cheeks. Oh. Uh, Brooks is theme. <laughs> That's a good theme. It's from the 80s. It's not the, quite the, the Journey song, but it's close enough. <laughs> anyway, yeah. not that one. The other one. Someday. Separate ways. JB's offense was tough, but yeah. that was the point because he had to batter his pal. Although he got a bit bloodied yeah, around the mouth. He did. He bit his lip, didn't he? Mm. In a sexy way. <laughs> <laughs> Before hitting the Larry. But he did do the thing, didn't he? <laughs> it, was a bit, it was a bit sexual, wasn't it? Just two boys. Two good, two good lads. Two good mates. Yeah. Two rooks and cowboys. Having, yeah. having a fight. But yeah. yeah but it, it, the story is now, what will JB do? Sorry, BJ do? Yeah. Will he go back to his cook ways or will he become a <laughs> badass yeah. like his friend? Is he going to take this well or descend even further? And what will Fallon do? Who will Fallon side with? She's like the cool older sister of the locker room now. She, anyone who's feeling down, she's like, tell me about it, girl. No, get... Get back on that horse, <laughs> literally. And then yeah. Vic, leave. Vic <laughs> improvises in there every time and speaks from the heart and he says, that's a locker room leader. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't sound like he's reading. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Do you Vic. think he was back on form this week a bit? Nah. Okay. He, he had a bit of chemistry with Byron, but I think it's, I think if you looked oh. at, if he had more shots and commentary, you could see him like lighting up. Paul Vick. He's, he's just not, he doesn't a, sound like he's in he there. He had a Byron fact when Ariana Grace came out. He went, Byron, you used to judge pageants. I thought, you yep. dirty pervert. <laughs> <laughs> Byron, you're a pervert. What do you think of this? Byron went, I was so worried that he was going to, I didn't realise that like beauty pageants are all men to be. They've put, they put on an air of like, oh, no, this is all about personality. And because like, he went, oh, she's very poised. She's very 
polite. She's like, yes, I give her a 10 out of 10. But I thought for a second he was going to be like, yeah, she's got a crack in her. Like, I just thought he was going to like <laughs> rank her physical attributes. So I was so relieved when he didn't do that. Uh, but yeah, Vic yeah, had just loses his mind as he shoots yeah. from the hip, so to speak. Vic had a bit more crack with Byron this week. Yeah. Speaking of people who got good chemistry, in a locked room with Dijak's weird basement, Joe Gacy is still trapped in the straitjacket from last oh, week. Oh, I locked... It was like an office that he locked him in. It was like, like a... the Netflix series You. Oh, okay. Because that fella captures people and locks them in a glass box. What, Chris D'Elia? Oh, in the story. Sorry, actually. Allegedly. Because Chris D'Elia was in... I see the No, the guy that... Uh, oh, God. Penn Pen Bidgley plays. Penn Badgley. Yeah, yeah, One yeah. One of all the lasses fancy. Yeah. You know, I think he looks a bit marsupial. Mm. A little, little rodent. <laughs> is that in his role though? Is he does he look nicer out of role, out of character? I don't know. Oh, it's very Ted Bundy. They're going for a Ted Bundy. Pen, Pen Badgley. Pen, I'm sure. Sounds Pen. like what they wish they could call Tyler Bates. Dijak threatens him. Thank you. Dijak threatens him through the door. But Casey just laughs. The legal eagle of the law, Luca Crucifino, arrives. And <laughs> God. I'm starting to think he might actually be a real eagle that, <laughs> that can fly anywhere in the world at the drop of a hat, get in any crevice to get in the room. Because last week he's in Tony's locker room. Tony didn't know who he was. This yeah. week he's in Dijak's sexy dungeon. How's he got down there? Yeah, it turns out Dijak's dungeon is just open access. Anyone can, <laughs> anyone can walk in. I hope they do. You know when the Hurricane Helms would like jump on in frame, go whoosh, like, like he's just jumping. He goes, and he's just there. What he's, was that show called on CBC? Like turn of the century. And the people would turn from animals into humans. Oh, like animorphs. Animorphs. <laughs> Good show. Up the furries. <laughs> Again. But the legal eagle could be on that show if he wants to. He's legally an eagle. Mm. That's his name. Yeah. Not the legal eagle. We're getting it wrong. <laughs> Anyway, he arrives and accuses Dijak of false imprisonment and says, yeah, this, you're breaking lots of laws here. Dijak says, I can do whatever I want. Luca correctly points out the law doesn't work that way. Yeah. But I love the moral dilemma for him because on one hand, it's like, he is breaking lots of laws here, like imprisonment. On the other hand, it is Joe Gacy. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm just warning you that you're breaking yeah. the law. That's, that's lawful evil. Oh. In the Dungeons and Dragons yes. grid, well done. Square. Uh, but wait, if he didn't fly, like he's an actual half eagle person, mm -hmm. did Dijak invite him and like look at this? And then <laughs> the eagle guy's like, "Yeah, you're breaking this law, this law, this law." Jack's like, "Shut up, I don't care." Hey, up, Luca. Why have you brought me yeah. here then? You'll never guess who I've got down here now. Because it starts off very sinister. Because we hear children singing Humpty Dumpty. Yeah. Who else has Dijak got down there? Oh, I thought it was in Joe's mind. Oh. The gobbledygooker. He came out a big egg. Do you know a bit that I found really disturbing, which wasn't even that bad, but I couldn't... I had to look away. Was it Dijak wearing shades indoors? Yeah, no. It... <laughs> was it uh, Joe Gacy drawing a smiley face with his nose? Yeah. And for some reason, I found that disgusting. <laughs> I was just like... Did you? I was like, yeah, I was like... Ugh. Then I thought, right, that bit's over. Then at the end, he did it again, going like... <laughs> He's really impressed the first time. I was like, I'll do it again. Like, it was impressive, this. but... I found it. I, I don't know what it was. I was like, it was the breath and the condensation mm. and the nose. We thought he was like, oh, I'm going to Mackie D's. Do you want the <laughs> Just fries. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, Joe. It's a good point you <laughs> made there. Just. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no drink. Oh, just fries. All right. I thank you, speaking. Joe. I appreciate it. You can speak. I can hear you. <laughs> seven days down there now. 
No, yeah. wa- no washing. <laughs> he was still in his gear. Yeah, it must stink. Mm. Ugh. Smelly Joe Gacy. Smelly Joe Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> Just friends calling. <laughs> Camelo Hayes goes back to the old barber shop. He reminisces about the good times with Trick Willie, but now he's on his own. He says Trick got too big for his boots. If he just stayed in line, Mello would have let him be the number two guy in NXT. Instead, he got greedy. And sooner or later, Mello knew he'd have to betray him first. Mello doesn't care what Ilya has to say to him unless it concerns the NXT championship. Yes. I love Good. the beat they played out with this. I can't think of what it was. The beat. The beat, the music. Go on, then. I can't remember it from memory, but... <laughs> It was good. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the barbershop. <laughs> I was excited for a barbershop segment because I love like NXT location segments. But it was this was more of a this was like a vignette disguised as a location. Segment. It was. It was it, good though. It was well done. It summed it up though. It yes. summed up why he did it, and it's just like yeah, I, you know, we all like it when we're successful. We like our friends, but we don't always like our friends to be successful. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. He was like, "There's no way he's better than me." So I had to betray him first before he got jealous and turned on me. Yeah. And, it's a, and him being a dick, it's his own fault. If he just stayed number two, yeah. this, none of this happened. Good heel logic. It's good that we learned that Mello is the manager of the barbershop as well because there was no, oh, we <laughs> no barber's that. presence and he, he still had the, the keys to get in the, in the shop. <laughs> yeah. So he owns it and people work for him. It's good to know. Yeah, it's good to know. Yeah. Members only barbershop as well. Says, yeah. on, the, says mm-hmm. on the thing. A company by Thea Hale and... <gasps> Jasmine Nix, that's her name. Yes. JC Jane takes on Ariana Grace. JC wins after a cheap, cheap shot from Jasmine. Thea looks conflicted, especially when Jasmine shoves her out of the way to raise JC's hand. Shoves was a strong word there. I should have said, like, nudges her out of the way. But yeah, she definitely moved her. Yep. It's a classic wrestling tale, this. Because Thea Hill's bad at being a bad girl. Yep. But Jasmine Nix has proven that she's good at being a bad girl. Mm. And she's learning from the baddest of all the bad girls, <laughs> JC Mother Bleeping Jane. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a classic wrestling story. Yeah. Really Thea is. is too pure, apparently. She is. Even though she made Bodie Haywards, that's his name, wasn't it? Haywood. Yeah. Mm. His life of misery by jumping on the bed. She was just trying to be friendly. Mm. It's like those <clears> old <throat> bloody vampire films. It's like, ah, oh, you are too pure. You are virginial. Mm. Oh dear, Matthew. And they're going to conflict. Oh, no, just That's part of vampire mythology. That's, that yeah, is part yeah, of vampire yeah. mythology. They love virgins, yeah. then. Yeah. The vampire lads, yeah. yeah. Is their blood nicer or something? I think that's it's implied, yeah. Okay, it's, right. like, it's like veal to vampires, <clears> I guess. Okay. James Corden likes it, doesn't he? He played one of those vampire... I thought you meant virgins. <laughs> <laughs> Did he play one of the vampire... What was that stupid film? Oh, oh the lesbian no, vampire hunters. Yes. <laughs> Why did yeah. I say cat? That's not the vampire. <laughs> cat. Did you say cat? <laughs> <laughs> well, that film did suck, like vampires. So I haven't seen it, but I've seen enough clips to know. I need it. to see it. I need <clears throat> to see it with drugs. Mm. Uh, Andre, Duke, and Riley pass them on the ramp as they leave. JC and Andre argue about her method of winning the match. Thea and Riley share an awkward glance, like in the vampire It was films. a well-done awkward glance. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah. The family mm. dynamic is absolutely sensational here, reminiscent of Henrik Ibsen and Eugene O'Neill. Right, I'm bit, I mentioned the I mentioned F. Scott Fitzgerald recently as well on a video. I need to stop. I'm I'm going to get back into reading, right? And that's what I've um, go on. What's Henrik and Eugene? Oh, they're playwrights. They, they ah, were, what uh, do they play? Right, studied them at uni. Um, you'll have heard of some of Eugene O'Neill's probably. He did a long day's journey in tonight, and he did the Iceman. Oh, that's cometh, a Beatles song, yeah. And the Iceman cometh, <laughs> and uh, Ibsen Ibsen did a Doll's House. 
they they pioneered realism in theatre, right? It stopped mm. becoming all Shakespearean and high drama, and instead it became about families and homes and oh. gritty, much like NXT. I'm sorry Thank for the you. That's sorry a... for the tang. No, I'm sorry for the tang. No, that's nice. It should be we have more stuff like this, not just me going to be like Sonic. I'll just tell people what I vaguely remember from my uni course. Shame that Epstein got his island, though, isn't it? Not that, no, Ibsen. <laughs> oh, no, no. God, no. No, no, Epstein. <laughs> I'm going to get you monster that, next oh, week. Oh, so. God, that makes the title of his play so much more. <laughs> so, no, 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 no. Hey, look, uh, Byron's advice for this, <laughs> the women during this match, mini golf. He says he's never had a game of mini golf that went bad. That was for uh, Thea and Riley's first date. Oh, something. right. I thought I wasn't sure. Oh, right. I was about the date. I was just like, oh, JC Jane doesn't know if Thea's going to be a friend or not. Is she going mini golf? I don't, know what it says. <laughs> I don't know what it says about Byron, but I didn't question that, even though when you. That does sound like the sort of thing Byron would say. Yeah, a kind of weird answer. I have to reveal, I've paid this little attention to NXT because I'm actually up to running for NXT commentary. <laughs> oh, Booker's all right. Well, apparently, he'll be back soon. He said on his podcast he'll be back in about a week or so. <laughs> in about a week. He about a, a week. He said yeah, about what he said. Uh, he said something like weird. He said like approximately one week or something like that. They asked him how he was feeling, and he went, "Beer, Scotty." <laughs> uh, Tony D calls a nervous Stax and Rizzo to a meeting. Stax takes the blame for losing the tag team titles, but they can win them back. That is true. Tony disagrees, <laughs> and says they've been wasting time in petty feuds with Chase U and OTM. It's time to get in a new direction. And for Tony to become the real Don of NXT. Going solo. World title, baby. Mm. Yeah. Ilya versus Tony, potentially. Think of the acting. Oh, God. That's <laughs> going to so be much so acting. <laughs> I want to feed on your soul. Hey, I'll get you some more of sauce today. This is like Shawn Michaels' dream. I can't eat the sauce. That has too many carbs. I prefer the blood of virgins. <laughs> Woke up this morning, got myself a good... Then they become friends. One's really intense, one's a mobster. Hey! Oh, to be God. fair to Ilya... I thought, we were fe- I thought we were feuding. Forget about it! <laughs> Yeah, I like the scene though. I'm loving it. Please, yes, I want this album, <laughs> I like the scene because it was like a funeral. Because obviously yeah. they lost their belts last week. Rizzo lost her match last week. Um, and then, yeah, they got to either do what Tony says or get out. <laughs> the restaurant got smashed up permanently, we learned. That was you. We lost, uh, it was me. They went, we lost the restaurant. I couldn't believe it. I thought they were sat in the restaurant. Yeah, where were they? Different one. They got a, <laughs> they got a chain. It wasn't that bad, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, it's nice. It's nice when they have teams or wrestlers who go. Yeah, it was a loss last week. It's rare you get it, but like NXT, NXT does these little things that I wish more companies would do. It's really annoying oh sometimes. What a sentence to say. Mm. NXT, the industry, industry standard industry leader. Yeah, yeah. Last group Junior would love NXT. Yes. Uh, where we at? Let me clarify. By the way, did he um, did he write for NXT? Uh, no, not that I could find. Sorry. Did you really get mixed up with Freddie Prince Junior? I knew that. Well, I know he's a fan though. He's, I like, know he's into I, wrestling. Okay, I know who Ice Cube's son is, and I know that he likes wrestling. I think he's been on SmackDown before. Maybe I just thought he was more involved than he was. Yeah, I don't think he's a writer. He's I an actor, find isn't he? He played his yeah. dad in the NWA film. Did Not he? that oh, NWA. Did he? I didn't know that. I think he played Ice his own Cube dad. versus the Von Erichs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, Rich Holland. Oh God. As a sit-down interview with Sarah oh, Schreiber, Schreiber, and says he can't get the stench of, ah, <laughs> oh, can't get the smell of fury off of me. Then he thinks smash- like an actor and goes, the smell, the, oh, the no, stench, no, the, no. the stench, <laughs> the stench of misfortune. I can't get the stench of misfortune off my body. I'm not that guy. 
Stacy or whatever her name was. Um, Sarah. 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 Roxanne Perez looked like Judy Dench compared <laughs> to this. It was weird because he's there for a sit-down interview and he goes, I don't want to tell you now, mm. but I'll tell you what I'm going to say next week. Because <laughs> next week, I'm going to apologize wow. for my actions. I can't wait to see if that segment's interrupted <laughs> when he tries to say what oh, we already know he's going to say. What's the point in the segment? It's yeah. weird. Ridge, Ridge is upset. He challenged three bad lads who cheat, and then the three bad lads cheated and beat him up. They've done an amazing job of making me not care about this guy at all. Oh, he's sad. I mean, about what? When I watch wrestling, I when I watch wrestling, I love to see wrestlers who don't like themselves for being violent. I really enjoy watching. That's good, that. isn't it, Ross? Yeah, yeah, really. Because it's not about violence in wrestling. It's not about the fighting bit. No, it's about everything before the fighting bit. It, yeah, so, yeah. It was all there was multiple things going on here, and I don't think any of them were explained really. So he's angry that they pulmonize his leg, obviously, but he's also angry that he hit them bad with himself. A chair. Yeah. But also he wants to. <laughs> and also he's angry at the fans for seeing him as some sort of monster, even though no one, literally no one has said anything no. since they've started making it a storyline. He did get some flack for the Big E stuff, but they've kind of reckoned that. They've reckoned it in a way that does yeah. him no favours. Yeah. It protects WWE because it's like, we don't... It's not... Yeah, it's, but. And I, I laughed a bit before there, but I actually didn't mind Ridge's performance, but the writing's done him no favours at all. Like. Yeah, maybe if he doesn't... It's, I don't think anyone could pull off him a wrestler, but I don't like wrestling. Yeah. Well, he... He loves competition, but he hates hurting people. Mint. He was Can't banned from the rugby league he was in because he was too violent. Mm. I remember those days on SmackDown. Mm. Michael Cole, unless he just made it up. That's right. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds made up. <laughs> and the Dr. Blackpool, he played rugby. Uh, it's just the line where he's like, the man I am with a chair in my hands is not the man I am on the street. <laughs> what? I'd hope not. <laughs> <laughs> You're not carrying a steel chair down the street, are you? Imagine. It's rough around there. like. <sighs> Chase you beats Nathan Oh no, wait, I did go into some of what he said, but I don't think I've actually I don't think I've managed did, to explain. Did, you did a good job. I, yes. I I took issue that was it with he said they hit me with that chair, but in my hands the chair becomes a weapon. And it is a, it is a weapon. <laughs> anyway, famous the most famous wrestling weapon. After he's been hit with it. The mo yeah. It but it but I'd it would be a weapon in my hands though. <laughs> it was just awful. I'm from Leeds. I don't know where he's from. Sheffield, wasn't it? Mm. Was it Sheffield? No, it was um, Todd Morden. Oh, was Todd it? Morden. That sounds like it's near Narnia. Yeah. Todd Morden. Yorkshire is quite Narnia-esque. Todd Norton here. <laughs> Up next on the Way of Home video. JSU beats Nathan Fraser and Axiom to become number one contenders, but Gallows and Anderson... Oh, my God. Gallows and Anderson make a surprise appearance and beat everyone down. Mm. Before we get to that bit, though, <laughs> what do you think of this match, Ross? Oh, Andre Chase was wrestling like the perfect hybrid of 2003 Triple H mixed with Tyler Bate. He had the ring presence of a ring general like Triple H, but not Gunter, but also had the whimsical sort of... Well, not just the technical prowess of a Tyler Bate. World of Sport meets Harley Race. Wow. What a high praise. Andre Chase there. There was wonderful little bits from Chase U who are finally getting their Kavorka back, like the high five when Thingy was bent over in the corner. That was fantastic. Uh, Duke was like Samoa Joe in numerous moves that he did because he did the catch in Urinagi in yep. the corner. The Senton Gutbuster duo. I could see Samoa Joe doing, but I don't think he actually has done it, but I can see him do it all mm. the same. Yeah. Um, and then Andre, just like he did to Carmelo Hayes, remember, he out-wrestled Nathan Fraser. Oh, my God, he did have that random win over Carmelo Hayes. Yep. Uh, he, Why? Yeah. 
<laughs> he out-wrestled Nathan Fraser for the finish while wearing a woolly jumper and slacks. He did. He did. It was the build-up to Iron Survivor, right? So I think we wanted to make sure that he has some chance of winning that. It, it's, such that a, it. it's such a blemish on his record. Oh, that's why the university is what it is today. Right. Yeah. Not with JC Jane in that calendars. Yeah. No, no, no. I was going to say, um, nearly everything that you said there I've got written down, so well done. I thought the... You the had whole... Andre Chase being a hybrid of Harley Race. Apart from that. <laughs> apart from that little bit. I thought uh, you would have him holding a dude in a slam backwards sent on onto Fraser as the move of the week, but... Oh, no, no, after Ivar. Fair enough. Imagine taking a flying gooch to the face from Ivar. Yeah. <laughs> and I put, yeah, the deadly roll-up, that pin bellow ends it. I am, I am still... Sometimes I think we're quite mean to Nathan Fraser... Good in nah. the ring. He's exciting. To he's watch. fantastic he's in, the ring. in the ring. He's just fast. A horrible prick. <laughs> he's like <laughs> Luis Suarez. <laughs> fantastic good, footballer. Yeah, you know, yeah. But a horrible guy. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Joel. Oh, he's not very nice. Yeah, for everyone listening, Joel's Uruguayans. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're a bloody Liverpool fan, aren't you? Yeah, he does bite people. Though. That's, that's not really on. <laughs> Even though you're from Yorkshire. Yorkshire. <laughs> <laughs> They love doing that Yorkshire people. Yeah. And I want, I want to just, just to sidetrack from the, the Yorkshire stuff, just put a theory out there that this mysterious Japanese-influenced person... Oh, I've, I've, I've forgotten to put that in the notes, actually. Sorry. This, it, 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 it's Tabatonga. Oh, it's Tabatonga. Right. Anything that... I think we said this last week. But the Good week Brothers turned up and there was talk of Tabatonga. Oh, of course, right. I'm right. going to WWE. I didn't make that he connection. wrestled in Japan. Yes. That's right. So what's, a, what's all the... The glass. Yeah, like all the imagery and all the proverbs and everything. What's that got to do with Tamatonga? He's not a proverb guy. He's a troll. Like, he, remember when he threw the ring of honor belt across the... Not ring? in NXT, uh, he's not. He's oh, not going to be throwing... He, he it be good every, minutes, every week he throws a ring of honor type belt. But. Five minutes in Japan, he's going to be... <laughs> you all the tropes oh, will be there. No. You can't be, <laughs> not Lord Tensai. You can't make him not have, like, quirks. You can't have serious Tamatonga. He's one of the, he's very unorthodox and weird. It's NXT. I think you might make it work. I've got to say I'm but, basing yeah. this all off very little, so it's not yeah. a, not a serious. Well, speaking of very little, <laughs> Gallows and Anderson they showed up afterwards. They did. Wow, Gallows is so pink. He's like the middle of a good steak. Hmm. Uh, their last match, just to check, uh, 29th of December, 2023, at a house show in Vegas. Last televised match, August. All right, 18. Tony Khan. Well, the, uh, the, <laughs> the AJ injury didn't do them any favours, did it? No, no, yeah, that came about at a bad time because it looked like they were going to start something. Yeah. So I reckon... I remember they had a oh, match in Puerto Rico, didn't they? That was around about the summer. Oh, yes. The OC took on... Oh, God, yeah, yeah. Several other men. I can't remember. It's a good booking. I yeah. can't remember who it was. No. <laughs> Would you call it a meat madness match? <laughs> Not quite. Gallows, maybe. Mild madness. Mm. Backlash, 2023. I can't remember this. Here we go with the card. Ooh. Uh, Wait for it. Wait all. for it. It's not bloody old. They didn't have it. Was oh, it SmackDown this? before then? Oh, we're never going to find it. It's gone. We'll it's lost to it. time. That's yeah. a shame. Yeah. Oh, well. That's just disproven me. Thanks for coming. We get an Ilya Dragunov video package. He offers Mellow a title shot at Roadblock if he agrees to meet him face-to-face next week. Hayes might be coming for his championship, but Ilya is coming for Melo's soul and his eyes do the flamey thing. I know I took the piss out of his voice just before, talking about him and Tony potentially having a feud, but this was a lot better, I thought, from Ilya. It wasn't as, like, 
to be or not to be. Yeah. It was more sincere. I liked the eye thing at the end there. Mm. And the line about the soul, coupled with the eye thing, made me feel like he was being serious, not just playing a wrestler on quite, television. Quite like the shift inspired by Eugene O'Neill and Henry Gibson to make things more realistic. Mm. Yes. Well done. yes. Wow. I can tell he's a little more relaxed because he knows he's got the Italian dude in a few weeks' time. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thea Hale and Fallon Henley commiserate about their issues backstage which made me think about the Kane Undertaker promo that opened up a pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, Thea is sad about her date with Riley. Fallon offers to cheer up by telling the story of last year's Valentine's Day. The whole Jensen Brooks kind of James debacle. One of the highlights of this podcast. Brooks Jensen. That was, um, that was one for the real fans. What was the uh, the boyfriend <coughs> called? The, what, the secret admirer called? Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah. And we know this because you went back frame by frame to find out the name that mm. appeared. I still remember the time Great when we, we slowed it down to see who initiated that scandalous kiss between Duke and Indy. Oh, yeah, and it was right. Indy. It was Indy. Yeah. <laughs> Indy, who is in Australia, by the way. Ah. Even though she's not booked. Oh, like it's on the trampoline. Like Dennis yeah. Stamp. Dennis Stamp, that's the name I'm looking for. I had Duncan Trussell in my head there, and I was like, that's just not... That's a good a, name, though. A com- it's a comedian, I think, isn't it? Duncan oh. Trussell. I'm not really familiar. I Mr. Chase was mentioned by Thea in a very disparaging way in this program where she says, don't get me started on Mr. Chase, which I, I think yeah. is shocking. I didn't know if that was a new thing or if it was just an ongoing her being JC's mate and bad influence. And yeah, all and getting the wrong end of the tree when it comes to being JC's bad friend. Yeah. Bad good friend. Mm. Good bad good friend. Bad friend. <laughs> I find it absolutely insane that they hyped up this Valentine's Day date and instead of doing the most NXT thing of showing a ridiculous vignette of it spread out over the course of the whole episode, she just described what had happened. Mm. I was I was quite disappointed in Sean, unfortunately. Sex tape next week, nailed on. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because Sean's never done a Valentine's Day thing on TV, so he doesn't know why it works. Sean Michaels, the heartbreak kid, knows a lot yeah. about Valentine's Day. I've got it. You'll be in the alleyway, and then these Italian lads will start singing This Is The Night, and you have one <laughs> bit of spaghetti left. Last Legend beats Kalani Jordan after distraction from Jakara Jackson. After the match, Kalani is attacked by Kana James and Izzy Dame. It is what it is. <laughs> Thank you. Every they, time. They oh. try to beat her down, but Kalani is too nimble and gets away. Don't Wee. laugh at the word nimble. It is quite <laughs> it's a funny, funny word. Nimble's quite a funny word, yeah. I'd given Kalani Jordan a nickname in my notes. Light on her feet, Kalani Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. She is. is she a bit, you know, <laughs> light on her feet? <laughs> what does that mean? Light in the loafers. It's a... Uh, Expression from oh, the oldie no. times, I think. Well, I'm not a, from them, so I don't know. Yeah. Oh, damn it. Yeah, you got me there. Wow. <laughs> well, right on that one, didn't you, Matthew? Is it a naughty, dirty? What does it mean? Phrase? It's a bit of a, is he a, you know, oh, a right. bit of mafus. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can say it now. I meant that, you know, these two worked well together, did massive lash and light on her feet, Kalani mm. Jordan, to give her a full name. I'm uh, the... glad you've come up with a nickname for her because. I always get Kalani Jordan and Kiana James mixed up. Not not that they look or wrestle similarly, but because K, KJ. KJ, yeah. So I'm glad we've now got light on her feet, Kalani. Yeah, the same mm. issue with Kevin James as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Kevin James, Kiana. <laughs> James. You never see them in the same room together, do you? And there was a pump kick that got Kalani right in the belly. Yep. Light on her feet, Kalani Jordan, which was fantastic. <laughs> um, I can now see why Keanu James does see Keanu, uh, Kalani Jordan, proving the point right, uh, that is such a threat because the shoot leaping Hurricane Rana off the top rope to Lash, who was standing in the middle of the ring. Yep. Oh! Yeah, that was good. And also hope that Lash now has that chokeslam off Brett's rope as a permanent finish because she's so tall. Yeah. And they'll go so high. She's taller than Izzy Dame. She's really tall. Yeah. Mm. Um... 
Massive Lash, I called her in that same <laughs> sentence. So we had Massive Lash versus Life in Her Feet, Kalani Jordan. <laughs> Has, how long has Kalani been doing the chalk thing during her entrance for? A while? Who used to do it? Oh, Big E, wasn't LeBron it? James. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if it's because of what comes later on, but I was paying more attention to Last Legend than usual, I guess. But I was looking at her going, yeah, she's really solid. Yeah. I know she did look solid in stuff like The Iron Survivor, but it was one of those things where it's like, Oh, she's got a few spots to do. Maybe she knows where to go and stand there and everything else. And that's all right. But here she's like, there's a proper match. Everything good. I thought she was only it was getting... It run, run the seal. Still doing that. Mm. I thought she was no, only getting no. pushed because she's tall, but no, she's tall and pretty good. Good. <laughs> good for her. And then Rand said, Kelly Clancid interviews Gallows and Anderson <laughs> as they leave the building. Can I just... Do you know Ke- Kelly Clancid seeing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who? Yes, boy! Oh, that's right. I think we say this every week. Big EP? Elton Prince. Elton Prince. No, Friend who, of the Queen. Who's, who's Kit with then? Kit is with Hey Chat. Steve that was Taylor. it. That was oh, it. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. We got but Kelly Clancy's with the other one. It was on V-Day last week. I saw, because I followed both PD on IG. Mm. Of course you do. And on VD on IG, I saw <laughs> PD share their partners. And yeah, that's where I learned that... Uh, Not with each other. ST. <laughs> is well, with, it was like one time of the year. ST mm. is with KW. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Uh, now it's time for the GB and the key to the CP. <laughs> With Rancid Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing so well. It's like, how long can you do this? And they both really fancy Kelly, so that's all <laughs> They do. They know her name. Carl was being, Kelly. He was feeding into the internet rumors, wasn't he, Carl? Yeah, he definitely yeah. was. About, Sweet little yeah. Kelly. No, that's yeah, he called her Sweet Kelly, trying to bury our nickname for her. That's not yeah. happening, Carl. <laughs> She's nerd. the rancid one. <laughs> nerd. It comes the NXT Tag Team titles. They're going to separate the men from the boys. Anderson tells Kelly if she needs them, they'll be over there brothering. Which means drinking beer. That's all that means. In car parks? Brothering. Are they, are they, they, brag about are they 15? <laughs> they're just going to stay there? <laughs> Uh, yeah, what are they going to do in the car park? What, first of all, what is brothering? Being a, one of the boys. Being one of the brothers, isn't it? Talking about other wrestlers disparaging me. Yeah, with an earshot of the arena. In the appropriate impersonations. Let drinking me, beer. They, yeah. Let me tell you about Theo Hale, brother. Just, <laughs> just yelling. Uh, they said, we're going to stay as long as possible. And no, put, as long as we want. Oh, yeah, as long as you want. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they want to stay there, yeah. Uh I they realise WrestleMania is coming up, which means post-WrestleMania cuts. So we're going to get like a solid few months, or month, maybe a month and a half, whatever, of them actually really busting their ass to I, get uh, away from the cuts. I, well, they just haven't been booked. Yeah. It's interesting timing because there's a natural match building too on SmackDown between AJ and one of them or both of them. Yeah. With them splitting up the OC. Or Tamatonga. Yeah. Mm. Or Tamatonga. Uh, so yeah, the timing's interesting, I guess. Yeah. It is interesting. And then going straight after Chase U as well. Even more shocking. That's going to be even more shocking when a car to join Chase U. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless Sorry, not at all, unless they're not going for Chase U and they're going for the Wolf Dogs, because that's who they called out in this promo. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they should, they'll beat them. They'll beat the OC. Yeah. Hopefully. Hope so. Oh, but now the bronze on the main roster, I'm just mm-hmm. waiting for them to lose the belt. Yeah. But in the big story from NXT, Shotzi's title shot against Lyra is called off after she stains a legit knee injury. Doing a like DDT off the apron to the floor yeah. and both. It was nothing, was it? It didn't. Yeah, he looked at it going. All right. It reminded me of when Rollins did his sunset bomb on Kane. Yeah. And landed just jammed his knee when he landed on his mm. feet. Yeah. And then Ava comes out, announces an open challenge. Uh, Lara takes on Lash Legend, Peter retain the championship. According to reports that I've read, um, she saw still in the gear and said, "Go out there now." 
Just ad-libbed the whole thing. Yeah, fair, fair. Obviously, it wasn't like the smoothest match or anything, but fair play to them. For, and Lyra, who was like visibly upset with what had happened as well. Yeah. I was going to say, you think, rushed impromptu match, last legend second of the evening, no plan or idea what they do. This will be the perfect storm of awful right here. Here we go. It was really solid. Mm. Just a good big versus little match. I guess it's, they must, at the performance center, you must learn, or just in any wrestling school, I guess, just learn to improv a match. Here's what you right. do if, if something bad happens and you need an improv, you need to be able yeah. to do like five minutes of like just improvising it. Yeah, and it's good to be taught that, but it's, we're always focused on the silly NXT stuff, like, you know, the, the, the role in the ring, the stunner that Grayson used to do and all the other stuff that gets gifted and shared online. You're like, oh, I'll just teach him all kinds of crazy things here in NXT. It's just like, not actually how to do a, a match out of nowhere. Yeah. So it's actually like, oh, no, they can do it. And close lines, catcher on dives, Canadian backbreaker. Move over, Roddy Strong. That's what I've got written down in yeah. my notes. <laughs> Lash Legends here now. Yeah. Oh. And, and they showed Roxanne watching TV. Go, what's happening? He goes, oh, yeah, you know, you're mad about other people getting the title shot and you have to earn it. Um, yeah, she got a shot. That was a nice Swalked touch. <laughs> Those are TV. I thought, okay, that's nice. She, she was in the shower yeah. when Ava was out there. She came back with her hair wet yeah. and whatnot. That is, you don't get that anywhere else now. <laughs> yeah. It's it, to be fair, it was a blessing I think for this ending that this was a pre-recorded NXT. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they could do that. Yeah. And whoever yeah. thought of that's a genius. Yeah, that is very good. Sexy boy Shawn Michaels is a wrestling mm. genius. They have to pre-record it because the fans swear. <laughs> I'm amazed that Shawn Michaels thought to do that because he's never missed a title shot in his life. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Zing. Ah. <laughs> um, but no, fair play. Hopefully Shotzi gets all right. Gets, of course, uh, gets yeah. Well, as soon as she can. Yeah. I think it's meant to be about like nine, nine months. months yeah. yeah. God. Torn yeah. ACL. NXT is just tearing apart women's legs at the it, minute. It's everywhere now at the minute, the injury bug. Yeah. It's... um. I mean, I know injuries happen all the time in wrestling, but it's... It's a big one in women's football at the minute, though, the old ACL yeah. injury. I don't know if it's just like a... Something about biologically being a lady. Yeah, the way that, like... Like your frame or something, I don't know. I've yeah. seen this. I don't know enough to say no. maybe right yeah. or wrong, but I'm like, I'll go. Yeah. Sure. I don't know either. It's just, just it's weird a horrible, see, horrible look. Because I think Nikita Lyons has got another one, hasn't she? Another... Yeah. Something with Nikita Lyons, she's just came back. She's out. Yeah. Um, it's just weird how often you see it, but they did well under the circumstances. Yes. Yeah. Charlotte's out. What's she out for? It's... Oh, yeah. Hers was a knee as well. Yeah, yeah, but Charlotte's was like a. Oh, that was a that freak. Was, that thing. was like, was like on a... the, bounced on the ropes. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. That yeah, was a big spot gone wrong. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, they did well. Light the fuse, bring the booze. It's dynamite. Moxie and Claudio wrestle for a 20 minute time limit draw with FTR. They continue fighting until security and officials rush out to break it up. Mm. really enjoyed how they just battered each other. And then they did yep. nice wrestling, and then they battered each other some more. Dare I say, this match was ever so slightly Ron Seal. Ron Seal does what he says on the tin. Yeah. Post-production. Yeah. Yes, we hope. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if he doesn't put it in? Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. That's when other people now talk. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you guys... Sometimes you do a lot more play-by-play. -play. I do apologize. I you like are completely it. right. This is the FDR that I like. This is the FDR that got all the spunk in them. When someone says, we're the best tag team, and they go, I uh, think you'll find... Someone else thinks that that, and it's like, okay, good. It's really weird when Americans describe people or things as spunky. I'm just... That's how they would say They always say it with such a playful accent as well. Like, ah, look at him, he's so spunky. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got pepper. Oh, look at spunk in him. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's got Whoa. a different meaning over here. Look at him over there. Whoa. What a spunk him, isn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, there were so many lovely moments. Obviously, you're not going to go play by play for everything. But 
the bit I like the most about this match, to make it easier, Moxley is looking at Claudio as he's trying to counter something with Dax. Dax gives him a big old dirty pile driver as Mox is standing there going, eh. and I'm like, oh, wait, Mox, you idiot. No, <laughs> he's waiting for Claudio to take that so then he can roll up uh, Dax of the crucifix. And I, I did the uh, Leonardo DiCaprio point, like, oh, oh, that's great, that. It didn't <laughs> get the that pin. that cup? Because you were very close. <laughs> 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 you know what? I'm getting on the mood. So Sorry. I thought that was a lovely moment, good, because it wasn't go, just... It? it is going to go at some point. <laughs> It's all right, you'll protect No, no, don't, no, don't, no, don't make a contraption. No, no, no. You'll burn his winky. No, that's just going to, it's going to go wrong. He'll soak it up. I'll put him in the wash. When was the last time he was washed? I don't know. That's your puppet, man. I washed him once. Did you? How? I put him in the washing machine and looked at him. He's going, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. My favorite moment was the double sharpshooter spot with the slaps. Yes. Oh, really? Money yeah, pretty. Lots of it. Lots of slaps for the sharpshooters. Oh. Really good. I'm excited for, well, we later learn We later learn that it'll be a rematch. And I'm excited for the rematch. Likewise. Mm. It's, some people said, hang on, another time limit draw. We did this with Swerving Page. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah, I'm all right with it. It can happen. It's real wrestling. We're, we're English, so we're more conditioned to draws than Americans yeah. who ah. lose their mind whenever there's room. Boo! <laughs> there needs to be a winner. We like winning. Yeah. We like... Settling in England. We like tactics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes you hang on for a draw. That's yeah. fine because the bigger it. picture, it benefits you. Mm -hmm. No, no, you need Taylor Swift and some adverts and <laughs> whatever they do. To be fair, I do like the way the draw was done this time because it wasn't done with like someone hanging on yeah, in yeah. a submission hold. It was just done in the middle of a move. Felt it, more it was real. a Danielson Page Iron Man match. That went like that. No, I'm sorry, it wasn't Iron Man match. Oh, it was just the time long... limit draw. They yeah. just went like, yeah, they were just battering. It's like, ding, ding, ding. And like, oh, that's it. Good. Mm. Yeah, because uh, you get very, very contrived. One, two. Oh, if he had that How did one the Wembley last... one go? How did that end in normal time? Can't remember now. Which one? Sorry, what? MJF and Adam Cole. No, that was, oh, uh, that went to a... Oh, it was a, a double pin. They'd pinned each other. Oh, double, double pin, yeah, yeah. Line. That was it, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. I was pissed as a fan. I know. Man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm there like it one, two, three, but then it got up and it didn't look proper. And it went ding, ding, ding. And everyone went, no, you're kidding, right? Mm. But anyway. And MJF swore. I remember that bit. Mm. You effing Mark. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was lovely. We're going to get, we had lots of action. Two teams wrestling like they meant it. We'll get more great action. Yeah. Happy with all this. Yes. Yep. Up the FTR. See. Renate Young recaps OC's busy week and asks if he's medically cleared to compete. Doc Samson says he's barely cleared, but will be able to compete. Yeah. What? He I, didn't seem happy, even though it's his call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then don't clear him. <laughs> <laughs> they really wanted to stress how much of a workhorse he'd been recently. Yeah. Yeah. Then you went to England and did that. Renee did well remember all that. Like, off she the top did. of her head. She did. Yeah. She's a pro. She is a pro. Mm. Up the Renee. Up yeah. the Renee. And those glutes, apparently, which are... <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Can't stop thinking about, apparently. Yeah. That's a callback to Rampage, in case you didn't see it. Yeah. I'm not a creep. No one would skip Rampage. <laughs> we're quoting a creep. It's all right. <laughs> well, we're, we're quoting a husband. He was a creep. No, we're quoting Claudio. He likes Renee's glutes. Ah, and he thought that's what Moxie was thinking about. Okay. Uh, well, maybe a... he was saying that because that's what he would be thinking of if he was Moxley. So he is a creep. Imagine if yeah, Claudio was thinking about it because he's like, no, I just appreciate the physique. Yeah, he didn't say arse, he said glutes. Claudio <laughs> yeah. was too innocent to be thinking about a woman like okay. that. Okay. No, no, Eddie Kingston knows what he's like. He's I a, don't like Eddie because he has no glutes. <laughs> <laughs> the base is their entire feud. If Eddie, Eddie was sculpted, he had no issues with him. Hmm. 
Uh, Marvez interviews FTR backstage, traveling via transport, as always, as he does. Yes. Uh, they want a rematch at Revolution, but are interrupted by the very team they're calling out, who try to restart the brawl. Officials really? keep them separated. I've rewound it to rewatch Dax's reaction. Like, oh, fine. So I was taking off his wrist. Tape. I was like, yes. Yeah. Uh, Anytime I see the referees come in, you know, in, like Old Tower Park, when they have like lots of soldiers, like, like now get him. They go, rubble, 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 rubble. Yeah, I get that that noise in my head. Place, <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, Tony Schiavone, apparently, I don't know if he did this deliberately. I've heard his commentary elsewhere. I don't think he did it deliberately. Went, wow, Dash firing back. Cash. Cash. You oh, my God. Me. Da- Cash firing back. You can't have a go at me for that Jade Cargill thing and say <laughs> that. Uh, you can't be serious, Jeff. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> He's going to need big money to bail him out. <laughs> Orange Cassidy beats Mike Bennett, but gets beaten down by Roddy Strong and Matt Taven afterwards. Jake Hager runs out to make the save, setting up Roddy versus Hager on Rampage. I was confused and then remember they're in Oklahoma and that's where Jake Hager's from. Oh. Yeah. Boomer sooner, buddy! Mm. <laughs> oh, Jim Ross is all right, by the way. Yes. Uh, yes. That thing about his hip. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's yeah, all we got. Yeah. To say, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Uh, Bennett was good in this match, I thought, because he was a proper old fashioned, dirty heel. Right. Methodical beatdown, I've written down here, because it was slow. But methodical is a yeah. more positive way to put it. Because um, the whole story was he's trying to soften up Orange for the Roddy match. Yeah. And he did it for a while. Right. Yes. If it makes sense, I'm all right with it. I'll take a, something that makes sense over, you know, bollocks. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but then he got on the microphone on commentary and he said, Orange Cassidy. Is the problem the problem with AEW is guys like Orange Cassidy? And I'm just like you've gone back to being generic. There's <laughs> nothing apart from the Wardlow promo, which we'll get onto later. Obviously, there's been nout to get them out of the bottle, as Jose Mourinho would say. They are one of the bottle. They are not about the bottle. Yes. I forget what a quote he said. Now Something it's just like a boring and generic, isn't it? The UK so far for me. Sadly, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. And this OC feud is OC wrestles everybody, and he beats them, but he is getting closer and closer. Like Batman in Nightfall. He's like, he's beating everybody. Will he have the strength for Roddy come revolution? He's like Goldberg. The strength to carry on. Uh-huh. Oh. Right. Uh, yeah, I think I'm fine. But yeah, I like, I like, he's get. is he getting lucky? I don't know. He's, yeah, he's just hanging on, isn't he? But he's, he's finally going to bite him in the arse. It's at a one bit Rollins y when Rollins was breaking down, but he still never lost. Mm. Uh. Uh, Renee wishes Ruby Soho and Cool Hand Ange good luck on their date. They set off as we see Ric Flair arrive in the background. Well, not well, the like background. Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> the background was an inaccurate thing to say from me there. Um, so they, yeah, the joke is that this SUV pulls up and Ruby's like, "Is that for us?" And he's like, no, "I've got a lift," which I assume is an Uber. Ly, yeah, Ly, yeah. And uh, the camera zooms in, and a pair of old shaky legs come out, and one guy in the crowd goes, "Woo!" Because he recognised Flair. He recognised. <laughs> Those are legends' legs. But that's yeah. because back in Ric Flair's youth, it was like slaggy of you to get your ankles out, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. All the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> it could be an arrest when Flair first started if you showed your yeah, leg. Yeah. In the Reformation. <laughs> if you lifted, if you lifted <laughs> a petticoat up, Matthew, business was on. Yeah, I remember when, when Flair took on Walker McDaniel in front of Henry VIII. Henry VIII was a wrestler. <laughs> Tom did like a thing on it once. Oh, of course. When he was a young leader, he used to be sporty, and that's what they'd do. They'd all do a bit of a wrestle. Oh. Not like a professional wrestler. He doesn't cut promos. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Anne Boleyn. 
Henry I VIII. will behead <laughs> you. Yeah. Henry VIII setting up his own church is like the NWO getting so. <laughs> uh, anyway, enough of that. Uh, after the break, a downcast player, when is he not downcast, says he's disappointed not to have been more involved in Sting's retirement run. He tells Renee he's going to explore some options before heading into the Young Bucks lo- locker room. Oh, God. I like this because you're sitting there going, Rick, it's not about you. But that's the point. He's trying to make it about himself. Yeah. Because it's Sting. He doesn't like Sting deep down. Maybe. No, he doesn't, does he? I think Flair. He likes him. Like, turn it on. Flair sort of being, everyone being sick of Flair and that aside. One thing, if there's one thing you love, one trope you love in wrestling, it's Ric Flair betraying Sting. So I yeah. thought you'd be like, yeah. It, again, if they just had Flair in the build-up like this, it's fine. But he's been around for bloody ages. And every time it's like, I hate you and I'm going to take you on, blah, blah, blah. Ric Flair's woo energy. Mm. is in the background of AEW. And I'm like, oh, yeah, right. That's uh, true. But, and also him heading the, lo- the Young Bucks locker room, disappointed to find out it's full of men. Oh. Tony Schiavone interviews also, Daniel uh, Garcia in the ring. Also, also, not to talk over your cutting satire, but <laughs> I, do, I think it's a bait and switch. I think Flair's not going to... It's too obvious that he'll turn on Sting. I think it's a bait and bait. Do you think it's a bait and bait? Yeah. Are you telling me that Tony Khan's learning from... The best. NXT? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what it sounds like with what's just happening. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because it is one of the best <laughs> together shows on TV, Ross, as yes, you keep it on is. telling us. Tony interviews Daniel Garcia in the ring. Tony reveals that Adam Copeland isn't cleared to compete at Revolution, but Garcia is getting the title shot instead. Oh. Yeah. So had they... I got confused here. Had they announced... He got last week, didn't he? Oh, uh, yeah, he did. That's was right. like a write him off then. He's not shook it off yet. Because... <laughs> yeah, well, because then on commentary they went. He did walk. He walked to the back. He did. He was like, "That's right." Um, this was a weird way. Are they set up? Are they announced Copeland versus Christian for the the pay per view yet? No, but they did everything but talk yeah. about it. I'm not the match graphic or like that. So Garcia says a few months ago he lost his confidence, but credits the fans of helping him get it back. And crowd like, "Yay!" Garcia says if his match with Copeland had gone on any longer last week, he'd have made him tap out. So it isn't over between them. But next time they see each other, he'll be holding the TNT title. It's all well and good, and I like the serious approach, even though he came up and did the thing, then carried on. Like, all right, got that out of the way. He was excellent throughout. I thought, yeah. And the crowd are loving him. I'm good. They're actually getting some young lad a push. Then, Christian Cage and the patriarchy interrupt. (laughs) Christian says he isn't giving Copeland a future title shot, and he doesn't think Garcia is ready for one either. He accuses him of getting easily distracted, and he knows the reason why. Christian reveals that Garcia has a father... Why does he say that at first? Because he knows because he he's building that? up. It's like, oh, why present tense? How is his father Christian? Well, I'm glad and you I, asked. I didn't mention that after he doxed his mum. Yeah, and he doxed <laughs> his mum. Uh, and was it the the, the the address he gave was a to Buffalo Court, which I googled. Which is what? It's a street, and adjacent to the street is a cere- uh, cere- cemetery. Uh, God. Ah. Uh, <laughs> But if she lived in two Buffalo Court, that meant she lived on a street next to a cemetery, not in the cemetery. Okay. Because Buffalo Court's its own street. Oh. He's clever, man. Yeah. Oh, because Sean Ross tweeted that, but like... Mm. Ah, yeah, Sean got it. that wrong, unfortunately. Yeah, but that, you don't... Yeah. <laughs> no, his mum's alive. Because if she was dead, he would have brought a Christian Cage but every, up, right? But every moment she wakes up and looks out the curtains, she sees Ah, the there he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's rather sweet, actually. Oh, no, it's dark. Is it not? I don't know. Well, I want to be... Be- be Would you want to live next to a cemetery? No, you wouldn't. If my family was there. My mum and dad do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and do they want to be buried there? No, 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 no. They don't. I don't know. I haven't asked them. 
Oh. Um, they, Why are you not asking your parents what they want? <laughs> these <laughs> que- these hard hitting questions. I feel like I'd wake up every day and just go, oh, well, one day closer. Well, there's this like, there's this like, because they, they moved to like a like it's a smaller town, it's a village. It's quite rural. So it's like at the bottom of the garden. And then there's like a hedge. And then beyond that is the cemetery. And like sometimes, yeah, like they'll go for a walk around the grounds of it, around it, and not through it. And uh, Can't yeah, go but sometimes you'll see like, <laughs> sometimes you'll see like people through the hedge, like just visiting the cemetery and stuff. Yeah, nice. But I don't think it has a disastrous effect on my parents' mental health or anything. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, uh, his father's dead. He says Garcia's dad was an alcoholic in a revolution. He doesn't want to be his opponent. He wants to be his father. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Garcia wants to fight. So Christian sends Nick Wayne down the ring and immediately gets put in a sharpshooter. Is that the Dragon Slayer? Or is that just his nickname? I always get confused what the dragon... Because he beat Brian Dynaston, obviously. He's the dragon slayer. But is that the dragon slayer, that sharpshooter? I don't know. I don't know. Nah, never mind. I don't know either. No, that's fair enough. We know nothing. <laughs> we absolutely... We, we know the intricate ins and outs of NXT, but we don't know <laughs> the name of his submission. Yeah, we can't even spell AEW. <laughs> Killswitch goes to help, but Matt Menard appears and takes him out with a chair. Huge paw. Garcia Menard stand tall in the ring. Christian beefing with Daddy Garcia. Yeah. Th- a match made in heaven. Daddy Magic Literally. and Daniel Garcia are now, I think, my favorite wrestlers. Like, this really got me on board with both of them. Yeah. Garcia is now just a good, a really good promo guy, which is mad because remember when he was first in the JAS and he was like, they will teach me how to be a sports entertainer. Now he's much well, better. They bloody well did. Well, yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. Um, the whole thing that we got out of that was that, yeah, he's a good sports entertainer. It worked. He should never have been in the BCC. We were stupid for thinking yeah. that. Um, that was really good. Christian's, Christian's line now gets a cheer when he says it. That, the one negative is, and again, it's just, you know when you're too good at something? Yeah. It doesn't matter what Christian can say out there. People are like, yay, he said it. We're so, happy he said that horrible line. To be fair, though, when he whapped out the old, like, you had a pretty dark childhood, didn't you, Daniel? That got an, ooh. I got excited. <laughs> he's, doing like, oh. he's doing it with Jonathan Edwards, and he's probing. <laughs> Jonathan Edwards yeah the, the long the, jumper no 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 no. the, the <laughs> other one the the. alright I'm getting uh, so people in the room we've got grief I had a mum who died uh, oh, Derek Akora mm. type yeah, yeah I think he did boy. that as well yeah. Mary loves dick <laughs> do you remember yeah, yeah no I remember that but that's <laughs> <laughs> I hate your father <laughs> no no no, 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 no. <laughs> Renee interviews Hangman Hook and RVD ahead of the six-man tag. Wow, what do you think they talked about, Ross? Well, <laughs> he was saddened that Nanar, Prince Nanar, was not there, and apparently Nanar would have something that RVD would like, which you can nominate or vote for in the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast Hall of Fame this week. Oh, they never yeah. specified. Weed. Yeah. <laughs> it was implied. Paige is fired up, I bet, and wants the others to fall in line. But RVD is more interested in meeting up with Prince Nanar. He'd already said that, babe. Hangman tells him to focus and storms off. I like how... What's the word I'm looking for? I like how uptight. Oh, sorry. No, but Hangman. I just mm. like in the midst of this feud, he's very, he's, he's even been ever so slightly dickish. Oh, very. But it's uh, it's justified dickishry because he's got a high pressure situation. Yeah. At that time before the injury and whatnot. Yeah, we're were ready you... to win this match. Weed. Was Focus. It, was it the week you were off or were you here when he did the promo and specified that he wasn't angry last week? Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah as well. Really ah, very good. It was very good. He's, yeah. Gonna, but gonna go that go. was the segment where I was like, Rob Van Dam looks astonishing. So if you did skip the Hall of Fame segment, that's why Weed is being nominated for this week's Hall of Fame. Mm. He looks 35, and he's not. He's a lot older, yeah. but he looks great. 
Good and luck. it's all because of weed. All because of weed. Only weed. And that pose he does with his legs akimbo yeah. and the way in the middle. Weed and split. Weed and split. Nom, nom, nom. Spliffs and splits. Oh, he's oh, nailed yes. it. It's RBD yoga. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Starr wins the squash match against hometown girl Sydney Winnell, submitting her with Jonas' Venus de Milo submission. Uh, pra, pra, oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. Diona arrives immediately for a match against Madison Rain, which she wins with Tony's ankle lock. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Tony runs back out and brawls with Diona, trapping her with an ankle lock, which she holds out for a while. She celebrates by putting on loads of lipstick because she's proper crazy. Anyway, we'll get the, the awkward bit out of the way. Although Tony versus Sydney was absolutely fine, got the point across. And then Diona came out and said, Oh, Madison Rain. Yeah. I forgot she was like, She's a killer up. queen. If only, I love that run. But Nadeau, she's like, oh, it's her. And now this match, which was not great by any means. Yeah. Uh, the crowd was completely silent at some points. Uh, it was like, uh-oh. And then, bless her, uh, he tried to do the... Oh, what move was it? The... Bah, bah, bah. Anyway, she ended up spatting her head. It was meant to be a front bump, but she went for like a suplex. Right. Bump and just... Yeah, and uh, Taz yelling, check on her, check on her. Yeah. So everybody checked, and obviously, obviously she said, I'm all right. So then to the yeah, plan finish of, you know, the, the doctor, <laughs> Excuse me, the Doc Samson got on the apron. Yeah. It cut away. Yeah, they didn't show and it. And then he was gone when yeah, she... Yeah. So hopefully she went, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah. But even before that, man, I don't know what happened to her, but it was awkward. It was an awkward match. And then yeah. I, I was like, people were tweeting, like, oh, another match between these two. Like, they've wrestled in so many promotions. Apparently Madison trained Deonna. So like, you couldn't tell. No, I know. To be was... fair to Madison, though, I checked when her last televised match was. I think it was her last match full stop. August on Honor Club okay. against Danny Moe. Oh, really? Oh, maybe she had time off then. Right, okay. Right. Yeah. That makes more that sense. That makes a lot Because even in AW Rampage, we were doing matches that people didn't really care about. They weren't, like, bad, bad. Yeah, no, yeah. no, yeah. I thought she was... Well, she is better than this. Yeah, so... I, I felt bad watching this. Yeah. Like, just okay. I felt bad for both of them. Because you're like, oh, we've said before, Tony Storm's great, um, everything she's doing. But her gimmick is so powerful and strong that it's overwhelming some mm. wrestlers who aren't able to co uh, go step by step. But Diona is one of them. I'm not saying she's bad. I mean, she's not Tony levels of crazy and dynamic. She's an in-ring. She's a technician. She's yes. Not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so this was like, oh. Yeah, and then it was made even more awkward because they went, oh, God, I hope she's all right. Here's the match replay. <laughs> Something, what's it called? Move of the night. The Move of the night. Sponsored, sponsored by yeah. TurboTax. Move of the week. And it was that again. Why would you? And the crowd of comments going, oh. Yeah. Why was, oh. She was okay. That makes it all right. I guess they wouldn't Doesn't have done it? it if she wasn't okay. Yeah, if she got injured, they wouldn't have made it. TurboTax endorses this. <laughs> like, oh, Look, slam of the week. Yeah. Ugh. Well, in the midst of this match is where the tags, Taz and Excalibur have matching AEW dark tattoos on their chests. Yeah, they were saying that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On the chest. Yeah. Okay. Because obviously I they come the... I nearly believe that. If you'd said, <laughs> if they'd gone, it's on our ankle, I'd be like, ah, yeah, they do. Mm. Let's try it then. Okay. Yeah. We've got a couple so of dark ones, right? No, you've got a dark one. You loved AEW dark. That, Back in the glory now. days. No, yeah. it's, the, the memory's still there. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. the tattoo. You've got like a sword <laughs> tattooed either side of the logo, haven't you? Uh, a dagger, sorry, not yeah. a sword. It's been <laughs> a big sword. Yeah, sword's this big, AW. Uh, Darby Allen and Sting cut a promo. Darby shows a photo of Sting and his sons, and Sting says nobody in wrestling ever messed with his family until the books. Sting reveals that his father passed away recently. Oh, no. I know, why would Christian, you volunteer no, that no, information? No, no, no. And it's made him think about his own mortality. 
He doesn't feel as though he's invincible anymore, but he's going to bring everything he has left to revolution. Really good promo. Again, yeah. Sting's yeah. eyes look beautiful, I thought, in the camera. <laughs> Darby, it made me laugh at the start when Darby was like, when you're close to the end and you look back on life, it really puts into perspective, doesn't it? Young Darby there, looking yeah. back on his life already. God, he's <laughs> Christ alive. Are you all right, Darby? Um, but yeah, it's it was a real promo, real photo. It was good. Yeah. Don't know what you say about that. Hopefully Sting's all right. It's a shame that it, especially the timing of it, so close to his like retirement and everything, you'd think it would be someone he'd want his dad to be around to see and stuff. But, you know, he's, he's, he's done well in the promo. He's Sting. He's Sting. Yeah. He does promos like that. Yes. I'm really... It, it's because it's wrestling. It's done its job. I really want them to win, and they're not going to win. You don't know that? I don't know. I know. I don't know that, but... Ric Flair will cost the young bucks. Oh, but, oh mm, it I was, feel conflicted. Whoa. I tell you what, it's a different a feeling sting, though. It's the most yeah. human stings felt since 1995. Yeah, because, <laughs> because he was off camera when Darby was doing the opening bit, I thought he was going to come on in some mad get-up, but it was just for dramatic effect. Yeah. yeah. Or surface sting. Oh, yeah. Or the Sandman, surface Sandman. Oh, well done, though. Yeah. Yow. <laughs> Shafani introduces Wardlow, who cuts a promo. He says, two, yeah, two years ago, not weeks, Matthew, okay, uh, thousands of people were chanting his name. He was the next big thing, but the rocket on his back must have been strapped on upside down. <laughs> Silly Billy. Because <laughs> ever since he's been driven into the ground time and time again. He calls himself the one true AEW homegrown megastar, but somehow he's never even been given a world title shot. People deserve to be fired and thrown in jail for that. <laughs> jail. That's like, yeah. He's on He's just a little kid there. Yeah, that yeah. Line, he? <laughs> he should, should be, be da- yeah. thrown in jail. Wanda yeah. <laughs> says he beat up the best in the world so badly, his body is still falling apart. Harsh. He points out that he's previously beaten Samoa Joe, so surely that makes him the uncrowned king of AEW. He's everything a world champ should be, and there's nobody backstage better than him. Ooh. He also we, pointed out he beat MJF like nobody else. Yeah, has I was going to say, yeah, that was missing out. We learned that Wardlow will be competing at Revolution in something called Meat Madness. <laughs> the, time, <laughs> the timing on it. Like, is, is Tony Khan the least aware man in all of wrestling? Yes. This bloke's come out and he's a heel, but he's he's poured his heart out about being so frustrated. <laughs> he's looking in the Tron going, Look at me. Like, I'm, I should be the world champion. Look at me. And it's hard to disagree that he should have at least had. A, sh- a title shot at some point and then he says all that and it's all worky shooty and really f- tries to feel really real yeah. says the thing about punk which was quite a cheap shot but effective I guess and then just news just in Tony Khan's says what will tip hot in meat man <laughs> <laughs> oh that'll solve all his frustrations won't it Get in the meat madness. Meat man. madness at Subway. <laughs> yeah. yeah hey, we're laughing before meat madness has happened. Meat uh, madness might be the best thing. Ever. I mean, on paper. Yeah. It should be good. It should be good, but it's not what he asked for. It's not, it's irrelevant to his point. If he wins meat madness <laughs> and then gets a title shot and a free Subway, yes. <laughs> um, it'll all be justified. If only he'd said he'll be in a special match to see who the toughest, see if his claims mm. are really true. But yeah. instead, it's Meat yeah. Madness. Wardlow's House of Meat. This one's a mate, man. <laughs> oh. It's a really good promo, though, <laughs> apart from, well, that bit, the Meat Man. Yeah, it was. Because yeah. it, it, this has been a justified promo that could have been cut in the spring of 2022 uh, after the whole yeah. MGF thing went down. And then 2023. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it's, on one hand, oh, God, another one of these. Look how good I am. Really names people in other companies. Woo, 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 stupid A-dub. On the other hand, Wardlow's doing sod and all with the United Kingdom right now. 
So, yeah, you need to do something different. And if this is what works, then absolutely, uh, yeah, go for it. Keep on beating stuff, and I hope you win meat. It's literally true that if, like... Toby Carver. <laughs> oh, he wins meat. Oh. He wins a rack of ribs. He wins a cow. He puts it on his car, and <laughs> yeah. it tips like the Flintstones. <laughs> I was going to say, though, it's an interesting promo as well, because not once did he mention that what Adam Cole has been saying right at the start of the UK's run when he was like, Wardlow win the title and hand it over to me. Yeah, if yeah. we ignore Ooh. that, then great. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's not going anywhere, is it? Because MGF's not here, and God knows what's happening with that. So yeah, it's like re soft reset. Hey, I'm Wardlow. I'm big and bad, and my push kept <laughs> keeps on getting stopped. He's still in the UK though, so it might come. I'm still back. in the UK. I'm still English. That um that win over MJF when he just destroyed him, that looks so weird now. Yeah, it was so good. It, no, it wasn't. For MJF, I, I, was, I was the outlier. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, right. But I remember people loved it and went, "That's exactly how the end of the story should have been." But I think it was a punishment, wasn't it? Because that was the weekend that he'd gone bit, missing and stuff. I wish someone could actually sit down and say, what the hell happened? But we're not at that point yet. 20 years time of shooting. Yeah, can you, can you just like, enough of this, I'm working you brothers, he, he, he. You know, what, what happened? Uh, well, Sean Ross Sapp seemed quite adamant that he was about to leave on a flight, wasn't he? Yeah, but he's also doesn't know where a graveyard is, so. <laughs> Missed the point. He normally gets things Your mum right. lives in a graveyard. That's what he meant. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we see a promo from the Bang Bang Scissor Gang after they win on Rampage. Billy apologizes to Jay for knocking him off the apron. Jay suggests teaming up with Colton and Billy for a six-man tag on Collision. Poor Austin. Austin Gunn. But at the same time, Steve. I found it hard to don't care. Like, I found it hard <laughs> to quite to get on board. I wish they were their own things again, me. Just all together, it's too, mu it's too much of a good time There's for one too segment. Many men. Too many men. Too many too men. Too many, many, many men. Many, many, many. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the breakup already, which is a shame because obviously the two of the most popular things in AEW when they're on their own, I guess. Um, but it's, it's just too much of one. I, I don't know. Too many kooks. Sometimes when, because Tony's roster is so big that they ob they obviously all can't be on top all the time. But it's when it's their lull periods and he tries to find something else for them to do, they can just get stuck there for ages. And they, like well, Wardlow is the prime example. Yeah. Do you remember when he, after he beat MJF, he had a feud with the twenty lawyers? Yeah. <sighs> Will he beat these 20 normal men? Yes. I love that. <laughs> oh, right, so sorry. Stupid. Oh, fair enough. No, you should have done that every week. <laughs> what if the legal eagle wasn't involved? Oh. Yes. This is a very, this is a very annoying, condescending noise from oh, both being No, there. I was ah, legal. I wouldn't know because he would have flown in. Yeah. Ah, Wardo has lost the match because the eagle eagle has not been eliminated <laughs> because he turned into a bird and flew off. <laughs> Damn it, Wardlow gets the mic. I'm always getting screwed here by these legal Will Ospreay is announced for next week. Renee interviews Don Callis backstage, who says it doesn't matter what happens at Revolution. Both Ospreay and Takeshita will still be members of the family. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. He also reveals that Hobbs will be in the Meat Madness match and says the family will get revenge on Sammy Guevara, the little cook, on this week's Rampage. <laughs> oh, he did say that, didn't he? How? Yeah. What? What? This didn't do anything for me, uh, except that I'm excited that these are the caliber of wrestlers that are going to be in Meat Madness. But the way he announced it, he slapped his boob and went, oh, he's so mm. meaty, he's going to be in the Meat like Madness. Like the spoonie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, take it seriously, AEW. Wardlow is pouring his heart out for this. I'm just looking at the roster now to see who else will be involved in oh, Meat okay, Madness. okay, go on. Big Bill needs to be. Yeah. yeah. Brody King? Yeah. yeah. Bishop Khan? Maybe. He's a big boy. Yeah, okay. Brian Cage, you were missing out there? Brian Cage. Yeah, Brian Cage. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chuck Taylor. What? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dutch. 
He's a big boy. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, oh, them. Those yeah, lads. Right, right, right. In the park. The righteous oh, lads. Yeah. Yes. With the graveyard up. Is it your mum's hedge? And Jeff beat them both. <laughs> uh, who else is big and meaty? Keith Lee. Is he all right at the minute? I don't know. I don't know, but the he te- should be in it. The technical beast, Josh Woods. <laughs> nope. Um, don't know. Kill Switch, obviously. Lance Archer. Oh, this is going to be such a meaty match. Not all of these are going to end the match. Oh, Mark Davis getting back from injury. <laughs> Absolutely. He's a big boy. Getting that meat match now. Yeah, stop being injured right now. Brody Lee Jr., get him in. Big boy. Nick Camarado, remember him? There was news about him recently, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was I like genuinely forgot about him. Paul White. Yeah, mm. yeah. Powerhouse Hobbs, obviously, off that segment. Uh, Preston Vance. Samoa Joe. Well, Joe won't be involved in Meat Madness, no, will no, he? No, no. Uh, the Butcher. Mm-hmm. To a, to of course, a, of course. Meat. To a Leona. To a Leona as well. Okay, yeah, that's I fair. guess that's it. The rest of them are re- re- relatively small men to the meat planet. Ah, oh, Luther. Um, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to think of wrestling one. Nothing came up, so just went cheap. John Ham. John, John Ham. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm, yep. Pig and Hog. John, the Godwins. Hang on, John Ham. John Ham. H A double M. Who's that? Actor from uh, Mad oh, Men. That's why I don't know. <laughs> I thought you made a wrestler pun. I was like, what? he just made up a wrestler. <laughs> Could have made Imagine someone up and ran with John it. John Ham, and you just made of ham. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm John Ham. I made of ham. I think I turned into Noel Fielding for a second there. Just weird non sequiturs. Oh, imagine a wrestler made of ham. <sighs> Remember him? I'm friends with Russell Brown. Anyway, uh, Ooh, the main event. Well, I'm on page. Uh, he might not be yeah. anymore. We don't know. Probably is. I'm on page. Puts Swerve Strickland through the announce table. However, Swerve's team still gets the win, with Smojo choking out RVD. Yeah, maybe if RVD had kept his lungs more clear. <laughs> <Not>. <laughs> it was a really funny pass out from RVD, to be fair, because he was like going, whoa, whoa. Oh. Yeah. And then instantly he was gone. Uh, but I really enjoyed the builds to the moments with the lads in the main event. Because everyone in the match got all their stuff, and they were all really good, all six men. But what they were building, like we had the standoff with uh, Swerve and Hangman when they got nose to nose. Everyone was like, ooh. Yeah. They had the standoff with the three people in the main event. Ooh, well, at the time of yeah, the main yeah, event. Yeah. Ooh. Then obviously the horrible. It was just kind of the muscle buster, wasn't it? Where oh. Hangman knackered his ankle. Meltzer. Can he be oh, trusted? Warning, can he be warning. trusted? Uh, reckons it's a broken ankle, apparently. Oh, my God. Now, have you looked in cursed. the work chat? Oh again? my god, what's that? No. The, the news chat, Ross, sorry. No, apparently, oh. apparently, apparently it's an angle. It's an angle. It's a curd angle. That was very. No, it's his ankle, Joel, not his ankle. <laughs> if, if so, that is. <laughs> I hope I have. <laughs> oh, yes, so Hangman was an angle from Fightful Select. Hangman Page had wrestled, uh, had the wrestling world worried at the end of Dynamite this week. Turns out he's just very good at his job. At the conclusion of the match, blah, 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 Hangman was holding his ankle and encouraging the cameras not to film him. He was helped to the backstage area and limped there, but we were told this was an angle. Ah. And he was fine. Maybe the, maybe the doctor had a cold. Damn, I feel like a fish. <laughs> it was his angle. I feel like a fish. I was Madison yeah. Rain. I've been... Where's her update? I yeah. don't know. Oh. I've been got. I've been hard. Swindled. I take back what I said about Tony. Or if it was Hangman improvising, then... You're really good. You two might get erect at this news. What? Wrestle votes. Sources within WWE indicate there is interest in collaborating with Sylvester Stallone for WrestleMania in some form. Why well, us two? <laughs> Philadelphia. Rocky. Uh... Where the film lads. Well, every week you mention Rocky, I feel like. They do. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a spite CM Punk. <laughs> Uh, while any communication status is unclear, I'm told, WrestleVerse is told, uh, there's hope for it. Whether it ultimately ends up happening or not has to be determined. Is the arena... <laughs> so, we don't know that, We right? don't know, yeah. I love that. 
Well, that's that's the same in football with transfer speculation and stuff, isn't it? But mm. in, um, is the stadium going to be big enough to contain the egos of Sylvester Sloan and Dwayne Johnson in the same Ooh. place at the same time? Please. So obviously, I think it was Lewis. And no, no, it's not Rocky. It's Rock. There you go. There's a segment. Lewis replied with that. The rematch will finally happen. Oh, oh yes. With Terry Belair. Look how big Hulk Hogan is. Because Sylvester Sloan's a big guy. And mm. he looks like a... A child <laughs> in Hogan's arms. He does. Is he tall? He's massive, though. He's, he's wham. He's wedge. I don't think Stone's that tall. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. He looked small there in Hogan's yeah. gorilla press. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, but this this match did what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Gave people like, yay, look, it's RVD. Woohoo. He mm-hmm. looks so healthy and 36 years old, as Ross has said. Uh, <laughs> what? That's what the crowd were yelling. They listened, <laughs> listened to the podcast before it aired. Uh, and I have nothing else to say about it. Problems, yeah. Good yeah, I enjoyed contest. the interplay between Ross. Well, Ross already mentioned the main event lads getting all the good interactions in. Also, there was like Page being frustrated with his team and Hook and Cage because Cage wanted to beat up Hook. It was all good. Are you getting a call? No, I'm. Um, oh God, I'm trying to check uh, how tall Sylvester Stallone. I've just, that... just googled it. Ah, do you, right, do you want to guess? You're saving the podcast this week, uh, Joe. Uh, six foot even. Five ten. Yeah, 5'11". Five, 5'9". Five, oh, he's a little oh, small, isn't he? I think I'm taller than yeah. Sylvester Stone. Oh, shut up. There's no wow. way. <laughs> There's no way. That's mad, isn't it? Wow. We're big, big lads. We're huge guys. <laughs> what? The average... <laughs> yes, us Average is 5'8", isn't it, for a fella? No. 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 I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's not. Anyway... This was a great episode of AW Dynamite. Many positives, some negatives, of course, but that's wrestling. It could be the global average, though. Yeah, it might be. Ah. ah. Joel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joel, start counting now, all right? Average time for a man, global. Okay. Two, two, give, me, give me two minutes. Come on, Joel. <laughs> average height for a man. Yeah. I'll go UK and I'll go global. Good this bit. We'll just see you can type. Five foot nine. Five. <laughs> well, this uh, medical news today reckons around seventy inches or five foot ten. Oh. In France, they measure sixty nine and a half inches, five foot nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh no! Oh, I hate it. It's weird. It's the um, weirdest pain. It's the... It is the weirdest pain. I'm really sorry to hear that. Uh, five it's nine. Yeah, uh, globally. From Professor Dr. Yuxel <laughs> Yurtas. Professor Doctor? Not one. Two Whoa. qualifications. Professor Doctor. I didn't think that was a thing. Yuxel Yurtas. Right. Yurtas. I can't see when my glasses Anyway, I just remembered Ross needs to go soon. I so do, yeah. This, is, oh, the end. No, this is the end of this bit. 25 minutes. Yeah. Thank you. That was the week of wrestling. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> Ah, that's a bit of look in the mailbag. And someone's put here, in our mailbags. <laughs> What's up, guys? That's what it's that's how it starts. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like the jingle. Yeah. In, in the mailbag. mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? This is a bit of a laugh at the end, yeah. I yeah. hope you're all it's good. Like Thank a, you, Joel. It's more like a... <laughs> day, day one listener here. I also met Matthew with the Hooked on Wrestling event before All In. I'm Luke from Birmingham. <laughs> Luke! Where's Bromwich Building Society? As Ross's impressions of a Brummie sounded after Matthew gave me my shout out. Anyway, two of my favorite podcasts to listen to are wrestling ones. I'm all also going through a supernatural ghost story phase. I'm just wondering 
If any of you guys have ever had any supernatural things happen to you, oh. seen a ghost, weird encounter, or just a spooky story, keep up the good work, and I'll hopefully see you guys at All In this summer. Yours sincerely, X, Aston Villa, and Portsmouth striker, Guy Whittingham, a.k.a. Luke from Birmingham. Thank you, Luke. Birmingham. Thank you for Sorry the, for the slander against Birmingham earlier this podcast, if you heard it. There was some there. He, he did used to listen to this, and he heard that. Uh, so, any yeah, any ghost encounters? Any creepy stuff? I'm trying to think. I, I remember once I was going to sleep when I was maybe 10, 11, 12, 13, around that age. And, like, where my bed was, I could see my door from my bedroom, and it, like, it was open, so, like, the light from the hallway would shine in, and there was flashing lights. And I couldn't yeah. explain what they were. I got up and had a look. There was no, like, there was no, there's no windows to the street or anything. Just all walls. So the flashing lights. Can't explain that. Mm. That's as close as I've come. Mm. A UFO. Mm. Could be my father. Oh wow. Father. <laughs> Should I? I've got, I've got one. Go ahead, Jack. <laughs> Mine's not really to do with ghosts or like spirits. Mine's just something that I swear down happened, but it can't have because the chances of it are so minuscule. But I remember it happening, and there was other people there. But then it never got really brought up. So I'm wondering, it was the last year of university. And it was a big, like, leaving party thing. And it was like, there was fireworks at the end, right? And we all went outside to watch the fireworks. And I had my drink with me, and it was an open bottle of Corona. And I can't explain it. And I'm, it sounds like total bollocks, right? But something, as we're all stood there watching the fireworks, something landed in the bottle of Corona, and it all went... And me and whoever I was stood with went like, What? And then I could message them now, maybe. Just, <laughs> But, like, a bit of the firework hasn't just landed in my drink. That's impossible, surely. But I don't know. It could be. Technically, yeah. I mean, it's a but the chances chance, are yeah. ridiculous. It's not, not impossible. You were close to a burn there. I know, yeah. Yeah, that's, oh. yeah. I thought you were setting up a joke there about, like, spirits, vodka, uni. Oh, right. <laughs> and I just pure oh, down. Yeah. No, I, I've never been able to... I, I don't know. It's weird. No. Unless something, maybe more likely, something hit the glass itself and that caused it all to fit. Maybe it didn't yeah. go in the... That's ridiculous, to go in the hole of the ball. Again, could happen. It, it sounds could. like a, a job for Mythbusters. Yeah. But now I think more about it, maybe something just hit the glass hard. Oh. Does it work? Is it still up if you hit the side? If something hits it hard enough, surely, mm. it'll like... Nah, I like the idea of it plopping in. Well, then I'm, well, then I'm, the, cho then I'm the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think any instances of supernatural or ghost-like behaviour I now realise were just smackheads <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't really nah I'll go wow this happened because they'll just go yeah it's probably some crazy dude right it's oh. a shame really but they're more scary yeah yeah than ghosts yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah ghosts have no corporeal form yeah and these D sadly yeah I was on the ghost train at Morpeth Fair once oh go on and someone tapped me on the back and it, I was, oh. I was going along in the cart, and I turned around, and no one was there. Oh. oh, I was on the ghost train. <laughs> so if there's one place a ghost might be, yeah, they they saw the sign outside and goes, oh, here's where my people hang out. Lots of people are buried there. That's right, mm -hmm. Joel. No, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've got nah. any supernatural enough. stories. It's okay. Nothing's happened to me. Count <laughs> yourself lucky. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be creeped out by when uh, the first dog a family got, it would do that thing where it just stared at something randomly. And I'm like, what's that dog looking at? 
Yeah. And I'm like, can you see something? I think they can see it. I dogs. reckon. But it's... then I'm like, all right, is the, <laughs> is the dog going to protect us from this? Or is it just... Yeah. Then I realize a lot of dogs do this. Or it is weird when, like, your pet will just have a just a really quick freak out for, like, five seconds and then just be fine. You're like, what did you sense? What's happened miles away mm. there? Yeah. And the dog won't tell you, and you're like, oh, where? They don't want to tell you. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. <laughs> Ow. What spirits? I was about myself as well. Hope the bit where your nail meets your finger on the pointy Ooh. bit there. Ooh. Ooh. God, the, the pain we go through with these podcasts. I know. Hi, Diddle Squad. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue, man. That was brilliant. <laughs> Given the recent erasure of Brock Lesnar, following the allegations, and of course that rabid Canadian bloke, oh. are there any wrestlers that you'd like to bin off? Christ. Wow. The more trivial the reasons, the better. Oh, so it doesn't have to be for <laughs> real serious Jesus. Thing. Keep up the good work. Former Olympic figure skating champions, Torvald and Dean. Oh, they both are <laughs> in. Cheers, Torvald and Dean. Thank you, Torvald and Dean. I get bad vibes from them, you know. On the... What, the, the, the person who sent that in? Or nah, Torvald and Dean. Really? Why? They seem like arseholes. <laughs> Olympic gold medal winners. Especially is Dean the blow. Jane Torvald and Christopher, Christopher Dean. Christopher Dean, I, yeah. I just get proper, like, Gary Barlow vibes from him. <laughs> He also seems like an arsehole. Oh, thank you. Because I like, what did he need? He didn't pay taxes for one. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. He's a bit of a Jimmy Carr type, right? Oh, uh, that was an accident when Jimmy did it. Oh, he, of he, course. He's funny, so. That's it, yeah. Gary you. just wrote crap songs. So, uh-huh. want you back for good's a good song. I want, yeah. Yeah. I said it was taxes. So, <laughs> the really trivial reason to get rid of a wrestler. Hmm. Hmm. Never about this before. I would release... Or banished from history, JC Jane. What's she say to chase you? Has she, though? The story's not finished. <laughs> the story <laughs> never ends. The story never ends in NXT, and I don't trust her. I still don't trust her now. I can recognize the good work she's done by selling a lewd calendar. But over... Four, <laughs> over th- I've confirmed it's lewd, though. We can't get, we can't get a copy. I saw the pictures. There was previews on the, the, the sale page. They're tasteful. Oh. They're tasteful, but uh, they would get you a bit hot and sweaty. There was like, <laughs> they're in like, uh-huh. they're in like revealing ish clothes, but nothing like scandalous. Not a poncho then. No. <laughs> Damn it. That would be brilliant if one page was our truth in his poncho. Yeah. <laughs> but then Stax did react shocked when he saw uh, Rizzo's page though. I turned to December, what the? You know, he was like, whoa. Yeah. So, yeah. So, JC Jane. JC Jane. Still on trust her. I think just to see what, what the reaction would be and over the years how it would evolve, if I could just somehow pay Roman Reigns to just disappear forever from the public eye and from wrestling now, right now, and it never gets acknowledged on TV, I'd do that just to see. Everyone would be like, when's he coming back? This is really weird booking. And then as the years went on, maybe we'd forget that, maybe we'd start to think, did we all just imagine Roman Reigns? Yeah, that's my answer. They're doing that real time now of MJF. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. Any wrestlers you want to bin off for trivial reasons? I don't know. I think I've got good reasons for hating a wrestler. Um, damn it! Such a weird question. You hate FTR for being no great, but sometimes you. not as great I'll as they sometimes you. are. I dare you. I hate. I hate them for only having a three and a half star match. Nice. Oh, gets my blood pumping. Um, who do I not like? There must be a wrestler you're not keen on because of something yeah. they've done in storylines. Oh, storyline reasons. Oh, okay. Bollocks trivial reason. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Hart. Oh, yeah. Is he dead? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was your suggestion? Bruce Hart. 
<laughs> I'm just trying to think someone you want oh, to bid Mello on. Oh, Mello for like ruining trick. There you go, that'll do. If he had interfered, he'd be champ. You've done it. Trivial. Because you couldn't be up number one. That was a horrible answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Hello to you, massive diddlers. It was a proper WWE kickoff show answer. Who do you think is going to win yeah, this one, yeah. Matthew? Well, well, they're both good, etc. Et <laughs> With Hangman Page once again potentially competing for the AEW Championship, after already having a lengthy title run that was lukewarmly received, I started thinking about how a second run with a title is actually worth. This isn't to impugn, that's a good word, the work that Hangman has been doing with Swerve or how hot he is now, but I'm just kind of looking at whether or not second or more runs of titles is actually entertaining usually. As a massive fan of Black and Gold NXT, sorry, Ross, <coughs> fell off once 2.0 started. Ooh, imagine. <laughs> One of the best things about NXT at the time was how good its lineage was with every champion having different reigns and styles and almost no repeat champs. So my question to you is, what do you think a second or more run with a title is worth in terms of storytelling versus building new stars with a title instead? Especially if the first run wasn't poo. Also, when do you think would be a good situation for a former champ to reclaim the title? Thank you for also very much for the work you've been doing. Gotta admit, I kind of fell off watching the podcast for a bit, but I started listening again and it's cheered my weeks up something fierce. Sincerely, former San Francisco 49ers running back Dexter Carter, a.k.a. Edgar Garcia from Brownsville, TX. Thank you, Edgar. Texas. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeehaw! Was Thank you Edgar very much, Edgar. Edgar, yeah. Thank what, you, Edgar. What put you off? Was it the horrible American accents? <laughs> <laughs> It's an interesting question. Yeah, because was Pages... It was an amazing run, sure, but it was all about the build-up to it and the storyline they were doing, so I was absolutely, I was all right with it. Yeah, it was never going to be able to live up to the build. <laughs> right, because the build was so good, which I don't think is necessarily the worst thing in the world. I thought I thought it started off really well with the Danielson matches. Absolutely. But then it, the punk thing and... Yeah. And um, even before that, it started to lose steam. It was Adam Cole it? feud. Was, it was okay. When the crowd just decided to take the piss. Yeah. Like, hey, they both called Adam. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long show, that one, I remember, because I remember yeah. thinking... The, this crowd are as exhausted as I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think if he wins it this time, it's because there's, again, it's a story. Oh, yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. No matter how many times you've held it, is the story right? Is the that's moment right? Exactly. Yes. Uh, it would be funny if he, he wins a title if it's a three way and it has nothing to do with Swerve. So he's champ, but he just can't, can't beat Swerve. Him. Yeah. That's, that's a perfect story. And the, even though they've had a bunch of matches already, they could keep that going for ages. Yeah. Mm. I think that. Um, they're in a good position right now, assuming that it is true that Hangman's all right to wrestle, where any three, any of the three could win and it would be a good story. They could make a good story out of it. Um, I agree with you too as well. I think that it it doesn't matter how many times the reign's been, as long as it, it's the good story at the time. I just think that we haven't seen that much of it in AW because it's still a relatively young company with long title reigns. So there hasn't been mm. that many champions really. So yeah. yeah, Is it that young a company anymore? It's outlived like... Five years now, isn't it? Well, it's, it's outlived some yeah. promotions. Yeah. That's bloody crazy, that. <laughs> Five is. years. It is mad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's sad as well. It's actually sad. Is it sad? Yeah, we were young then. <laughs> I wasn't. <laughs> skipping, <laughs> skipping around Vegas with a pocket full of dreams and weed. No. <laughs> <laughs> Carrying Matthew under our shoulders. Uh, yes, thank you very much for your lovely questions from the mailbag. If you have any wonderful little things to ask about and bizarre questions. And also, Olympic figure skating champions from the past to bring up, please, please, please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Ah, Reese's Pieces. 
Good day, lads. With G'day. The, with the Nation Chamber PLE happening next Saturday at the time of writing. <gasps> it is an Australian. Which I will be <clears throat> attendance for. Oh! Hey. <clears throat> galore. <laughs> <laughs> you bloody bastard. Couldn't even get half a, half a sentence out before we started. <laughs> uh, can't believe WWE has brought a show all the way out here. I thought it would be a great time to do an Australian-themed Reese's Pieces to get the spirit of things. Oh, no. Below is a list of some of the most famous or memorable Australians, as well as a short paragraph describing them. Some you may have heard of, yeah. some you may not have heard of, but they're all engraved in Australian culture. What I would like you to do is pick the wrestler who is most similar to them based on the information provided. This could be oh, either appearance or general character based on description. All right, are you ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> you betcha. All right, you wallabies. Number one. Steve Irwin, the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah. Sometimes overly enthusiastic man that you can't help but love. I mean, the great, whoever the greatest, Brian Dinosaur, the greatest of all time, Mazala, like the great, the, he's the greatest Australian man ever. Biggie. <coughs> oh, that, I was about to say him. Um, <coughs> kind of more positive people than him. Eddie Kingston, when thinking about old Japan. Uh, Heath Ledger, he's Australian. Yeah. yeah, he was, yeah. Most well known for playing the, yeah, we know he is. Why so serious, mate? <laughs> no worries, Batman. Anyway, Do you want uh, to know how I got these scars? <laughs> it's just fun to do. We're sorry. We're really sorry. Uh, he bled you. Oh, so very good at his job. Yeah, young, extremely talented person who was taken away too soon. Oh. Kerry Von Erich. Oh, you bastard. All right, um... Sting. Sting? Because he ripped him off. Oh, okay. Oh. He did. He did. For a bit. Who's gone? Who's gone too soon? Oh, I don't know uh, Bray Wyatt. Ah, oh, that is the correct the answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've won. <laughs> you, you, you've won the misery contest. Uh, Rupert Murdoch. God, God. <laughs> probably needs no introduction. <clears throat> the media emperor. I wonder who it could possibly. Who be. runs Fox as well as? We'll just move along, shall ah, we? Tony yeah. Khan. Ah. there we go. The Good Rock. Lad. Yeah. Barry Hall, former Aussie Rules football player. Looks like a mean nightclub bouncer and is most well-known for knocking out an opposition with a massive haymaker. Ridge Holland. Too dangerous for rugby league. Oh, yeah. Now in NXT. Um, uh, I can't think of a better one at short notice. Uh, Rick Rude, who's also a nightclub bouncer, who did allegedly knock out PN News with a slap. I'll go for Haku. Wow. Bless you. All the stories. <laughs> Stephen Bradbury. Ah, oh, yes. I knew this person. The speed skater. Yeah, there you ah. go. Aussie speed skater who won gold at the O2 Winter Olympics after all his competitors fell over near the finish line. It's brilliant. It's <laughs> oh, so amazing. Good. The person who was successful only because everything fell into place for them. Ooh, who's a wonderful wrestler? I'm trying to think of like injuries that allowed someone else to succeed. Yeah. Uh, it sounds so weird, and it's probably not a good answer, but Jericho at Vengeance 2001. No, because he actually beat them. Ugh. I know what you mean. Yeah, was, uh, it's not the same, is it? Someone was in the oh, right who, place at the right time. Yeah, who was a champion when someone got injured? Or because somebody oh, got injured? Do you remember when Lana won that? She was the sole survivor. Oh, still on the yes. <laughs> there yeah. you go. That's a perfect <laughs> one. I'm going to sneeze. I'm really sorry. Say elephant. <laughs> Bless thy. Thank you. Uh, Margot Robbie. Basically the nation's sweetheart. The type of person who's really talented, but everyone still likes them. Oh. <laughs> That's what you say in that. Ah, <sighs> really talented, but everyone still likes them. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Well, yeah. Braun Breaker. Yeah. yeah. Jasmine thingy from NXT. Jasmine Nick. Nicks. Nicks. Jasmine Nicks from NXT. That's right. She's done no. Yeah. What? Done <laughs> no. 
Jack Carlson, better known as This Is Democracy Manifest. Oh, him. Mm. I'm going to go... <laughs> who's, yeah, who's, who's drunkenly being kicked out of a Chinese... I'm going to go for Randy Orton, because they're both very internet viral people, because of when the RKO started uh, okay. getting memed. Yeah. Mm. I could imagine Steve Lombardi doing that in real life. <laughs> Just feasting on meals, pretending to be a reviewer. <laughs> Is that what he was doing? That's no, what... there's a whole thing about it. That was, it was already, the story, wasn't it? I think it was already... Um, so the YouTube thing about it was already uh, being uh, being accused or under suspicion of doing something else. Oh, so that's no. why there was a film crew there oh, to arrest him. So oh <laughs> no no no! What was he? Oh nothing like that. Okay, I, I, um, I wouldn't brought it up otherwise. <laughs> but uh, I'd say Jericho, steakhouse, especially at the steakhouse. Uh. <laughs> Here's your title back, sir. Oh, you stole it from me. <laughs> no, you drove off with it on your hood, you idiot. Uh, Corey Worthington, uh, a note. Oh, oh! In 08, Corey was 16 and organised an out-of-control party. Oh, the sunglasses guy. Yeah. Pursuit of Happiness. That guy. The film was based on, I think. Was it? I haven't seen that. No, I oh, seen was that it. when I was at uni? Or Project X. Project X. Yeah. Oh, the song was Pursuit of Happiness, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he had a party and everyone yeah. came in. He, he showed up on a new programme. I said a news program, I guess, with bright yellow sunglasses and no shirt on. It was very casual about the whole affair. Yeah, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. All day, yeah, yeah of course. Go. How was the party? Sorry. Yeah, he goes, can you take your glasses off? No. no. <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> Scott Morrison, former prime minister who was best known for taking a holiday to Hawaii during the 2019-2020 Black Summer bushfires. Ah, and also for soiling himself in the McDonald's in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> what? Basically, the, the incompetent person who leaves at the first sign of trouble. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, John Laurinaitis. Bishop. Okay, it's a bit dark actually. So I won't say that. Yeah, Andrade. <laughs> oh, mm. not bad pick. Oh, yeah. Sid, Sid, vicious Sid. Oh, there you go. Yeah, That's more like better. it. Yeah, Ned Kelly, Bush Ranger outlaw, most famously known for wearing a suit of armor in his final shootout with the police. Image attached. Oh, really? Oh. Not image. I, st I stuck it. See what Ned Kelly looks like? Stuck it in the chat, Joel. Joel That's not Ned Kelly. Oh, there he is. Oh, oh yes. it looks mint. Uh, I reckon that's quite... Wait, a... what gun is that? A big, <laughs> that's not a real gun. A big one. He was <laughs> from the old days. I mean, look at the building behind it. I think that's like a a, a model of him. Yeah. Otherwise he's, is that... He's... The Kelly gang was in uh, Django Unchained, I think, weren't they? Ned Kelly, I think he was in Django Unchained. Oh. Is that Richard Tubman? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. Before he became Tolstoy later. Um, <laughs> I'm going to... I think that's quite a Moxley thing to do. I'm going to go Moxley. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Wearing a suit of armor. Uh, He's just mad, isn't he mad? Triple H at WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, I am the game. Dun, 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 dun. Final oh, get oh, sure, I hope we get some um, Australian themed entrances on Saturday. Thank you for all the stuff you lads on the podcast. Everyone call like does. The content on the audio feed helps me through my long days of driving at my job. Yours sincerely, former West Brom, Liverpool, and Perth. Glory striker Daniel Sturridge, aka Matt from Perth. Thank you very Thank you much, Matt, Matt from, from Perth. Perth. Cheers, Matt Perth. You flaming mongrel. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to be fair, Tom should get that thanks for the audio feed as he does a lot of the audio feeds. He certainly yeah. does. And I thank, I'd like to thank you and all the other people who listen to us during their long travels. It's a surprising amount, a surprisingly large amount of people who drive doing long, I don't know, long distance stuff or dip into the shops. I it's guess. a long pod. Yeah. Yeah. It certainly is. It is a long pod. Hi. Make it even longer by not getting the point. If you have any other Reese's Pieces, please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. It's Cultaholics! Yeah.
It's been great. It's been middling. Really good. Really good, Joel. There's a, there's a positive we need. You know what's just positive? Our producers, Reno2200. <laughs> He's from the future. <laughs> no, Anderson. 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 And here. Um, oh, go on. Poor Noah there. Reno's really stolen the show from him there. Anderson. Joel, edit me in a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Okay>. Anderson <laughs> Animals from Paging Past Tear um, of Grace yeah, Thank you to Brett Tear of Grace For messaging me on the stream That I did the other week He was like how the hell did you remember that thing you referenced The snake that eats itself that he mentioned And um, I said it's because he made me feel Intellectually inferior to him And it <laughs> hurt my Aww. soul um, So thanks for listening though Tear of Grace Up the horror bars and thank you very much for our lovely producers. It's Taz's finisher, isn't it? Yeah, they all know the Ouroboros. And some guy. Kasha Hajime. The big question this week is, what is going to be the best match at Elimination Chamber Perth? As I notice, it's not called Elimination Chamber 2024. I don't know if that's a red herring or not, or a distraction from the fact that maybe do another one later on this year, but just saying. Now this is it for this year. Sure. You'd think so, right? But What are you suggesting? Well, just saying. Um, I'm suggesting that match number one, the Judgment Day of Finn Balor and Damian Priest taking on the new Catch Republic of Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate for the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. It will be good. The moves will be good, but I fear that I won't be as captivated as I could be. Will I, the investment be there from the fans? I, they hate mm. they hate us poms, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I never thought about that. They're yeah. going to go, bow. <laughs> <laughs> Bow. <laughs> Sorry. Get <bro>. out of here. <laughs> no, I think I think they'll they'll be happy to see the lads probably won't they? Then, don't Australians see us as like snobby cousins, whereas Americans are just totally removed from. He flies to the left. He flies to the right. That Tyler Bate, his wrestling is tight. (laughs) (laughs) Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair versus Liv Morgan versus Tiff Stratz versus Naomi versus Raquel Rodriguez in the Elimination Chamber match for the Women's World Championship match at WrestleMania. That is my answer. Ah, I think that is a stacked roster for a Chambay match. Sabu's in there. Tiffy Stratz will do some stuff. Naomi's there. Raquel's the interesting one. What will she be like inside the Chambay? Right. Yeah. Who knows? That's a good answer. Right. I think it'll be... I, I can't decide yet, but I do think it's up there for me in the contenders. And I do think there's two clear possible winners. What? Becky's obviously one, and Bianca. Ah! Even though I do... I personally think it'll be Tiffany versus Bianca at WrestleMania, but I can't see why she's also being mooted for a, uh, a, a championship match with Rhea mm. at WrestleMania. That was the reason that was drawing me back from saying it definitely will be the best match because I I just can't see Becky not winning and it's taking mm. a little bit of the suspense away. Not to say that I don't think Becky should win because she should. Mm. Yes. No, I'm with you, Paul. Mm. Um, yeah, everything you just said. Okay. Got nothing to original because, yeah, they're, they're all, they're, they are all good ideas. Yeah. But, hey, Raquel's back. All right. Oh, snidey. Oh, oh, no, no, I'm saying Raquel's back. Oh, That's you pay Raquel's back. 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 Yeah. Oh, right. I'm obviously a back. Yeah. Really mean Raquel. Oh, no, I said it didn't, didn't come across <clears> very well. I'm sorry. Rhea Ripley taking on Nia Jax for the Women's World Championship. Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I reckon, yeah. <laughs> okay. What you reckon? I think, not in terms of the moves and all that, but just remember like how Zelina Vega's match got really hyped in Puerto Rico? Yeah. I reckon it could do it. I, I'm with you. The heat's going to be crazy. Mm. Not just because oh. it's in Australia. Sorry. I reckon a couple of near falls <laughs> for Nia Jax will send us all around the bloody <laughs> twist. <laughs> have you ever, have have you ever felt, felt like this? this? Strange things happen when Nia Jax almost wins the Women's World Championship at Elimination Chamber, colon, Perth. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Get your Perth out my colon. Yeah. Uh, then in the main event, Drew McIntyre takes on Randy what Orton. What you said, he? <laughs> <laughs> Made some sort of colon joke. I said, yeah, get your Perth out my colon. It was, wasn't even good, but you can see Jill's head bobbing in the background there, like the Churchill dog. So it makes me laugh. Speaking to someone bent over him from, can I have my Perth back? <laughs> Get your Perth up my ass. Get your, <laughs> get your Perth up my ass. <laughs> yeah, the men's match will be good as well. Yeah. Drew versus Randy versus Bobby versus LA versus Kevin versus Logan Paul versus Mike versus Angelo versus Chopper I... versus Ned Kelly. I Howard versus, <laughs> versus Howard. <laughs> Did you just fart? He just fought on the podcast. <laughs> <I was> so, <laughs> you made me laugh at the Howard. <laughs> I was still fart. catching up with I was there. I was there. And then he said Howard. And I went, oh, yeah, it's him. Fart. He lets out a little fart. <laughs> a little Tommy squeaker. The first time in how many years? Six, six seven time. years. How long have we doing this crap? Yeah, no one's. Yeah. No one's ever fart on the podcast before. Wow. What a moment. Bollocks. <laughs> what a moment. Hang on. No, one of you must have. No one's audibly farted. Right, like, yeah. Them cold. Yeah, there's probably been like a secret one. Oh, okay, right. A little silent, you know. I've yeah. just been polite. <laughs> <laughs> you know me. Anyway, who do you think's winning this match, Ross? We've had that it, one. Who Drew, thinks Drew uh, McIntyre? Yes. Yeah. Um, Drew McIntyre. Uh, Drew McIntyre. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. It's also going to be the two chamber matches are up there, but I am going to go for Rhea versus Bloody Nia. Mm. I'm more interested in the women's one. Gotta be honest, but I'm I'm thinking that's going to be a great card. Based on how hot the crowd are going to be, forty thousand yeah. have got there. Oh, yeah. It's At sort least. of for like 70 k, 75, 70 k. Oh, yeah. is that, that that's how, uh, Ed Sheeran? That was saying. the record Ed yeah. Sheeran set a few years ago. But and they, ever beat? And they love a drink like we do, so they'll they'll be raucous. Hopefully, have a bloody shoey for yeah. the mother. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's someone who's going to do a shoey. Yeah, no, Grayson Waller. Oh, he's making an appearance. He's doing the GYE, isn't he? He's doing the yeah with good um, I'm just re- that Joe Rogan. Oh no, that's ex- experience, isn't it? It doesn't matter. I'm thinking out loud. Ed Sheeran? Yeah, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. <laughs> He's always to blame, isn't he? Yeah, that looks like it's going to be a nice one. And only four matches and a bit of interview. I'm all right with that. Yep. Yeah, I think so as well. Doing the same shows with these not mega, mega, mega shows. And Absolutely fine with that. It's in the daytime. Yeah, the morning time. Yeah. Some Americans have to start watching this at 2 a.m. Uh, I've seen a lot of them complaining. Uh, well, you don't know how good you've got it. Usually. Yeah, please let us know, by the way, if you are listening at this point and you are American, presumably you're a trucker. Because uh-huh. um, <laughs> <don't know> <laughs> oh, it's a long podcast. Yeah, exactly. I thought you meant just because it's all... Did you fart again? <laughs> 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 <You're just laughs> all Americans are truckers. Yeah, a lot of them are. <laughs> the, uh, he let us know what it's like. Well, it's been as an experience. On the road as a trucker. <laughs> no, forget waking up. Forget waking up late or early. Let us know what it's like. If you're a trucker, please write in, not at the wheel. And yeah, you might as well. What else are you going to do? I want to know about, turning for se- I seven miles. Know about the open road. About lot. No, I don't want to know about that. No, I was about to make. I was, you know. 
<laughs> you know, like the sex workers who hang around at truck oh stops. And that. They've got a nickname. Sex workers. Yeah, they've got a nickname. That I shouldn't say. It's probably derogatory. They're called lot lizards. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> if you're a trucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, uh... Yeah, yeah. Let us know. Also, if you haven't had any time when you've stopped confessing to these things, let us know what it's like staying up to 2 a.m., a.k.a. what we have to do. Every we, time. We, meaning Europe. Anyway, speaking of Europe, Jack, what have you got European, for us? I am European, yes. There's, there, there, there's I, the link. I, I what have you got for us? No, we're still European. We're ending it. in the EU. We'll put, we're putting the handbrake on and oh, right, right, putting the right. truck into a stop and um, leaving women alone. I'll be doing what happened at after the elimination chamber. Uh, I was off the stream this week. Because Owen was missing out, and I did one on my own last week, but I didn't want to miss too many seasons with the Nagata Swans in the Japanese Football League. He hasn't even met the boys yet. He's not even met the team. There's a fullback, right, who's crap at defending, but he's really good at going forward, so I've nicknamed him Trent. Ah! <laughs> That's not on, is it? <laughs> Joel does not like that. Uh, Ross. Yes. Uh, what have I done this week? Watch that video I did about The Rock. Uh, brilliant journalism. Uh, also, there's pitches on the channel right now. There's predictions on the channel right now. There's podcasts now on the channel as well, because you're seeing it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Check it out. There's a live reactions with Adam and Andrew, which is live as the show is going on, whatever time in the world it is where you are. That's on the YouTube channel as well. I forget the link. What is it, Jack? I always forget. YouTube live. YouTube.com forward slash cultaholic forward slash live, I think. Yes, and then yeah. coming up the show, we'll have all the news. Jack will do what happened at, yeah. and I'll do the WTFs, and that'll be our Chambert coverage over Oh, uh. My pin tweet at the minute is my matches of the month of January. I forgot to plug that. Oh, I want to watch that and go. Oh, that was good. Thank you. It's an audio. It's an audio. Thank you. <laughs> Matthew, what, yeah, you're you, right. what have you got coming up? Uh, Bodgeman will be out by the time you look at this because I need to sneak in something before Chamber. So get ready for everything else because cool. cool. that's how I'll work. Yeah. Yeah, wow, wow, you really build that up, Matthew. That's what I do. I'm and happy. it sucks. There, there you go. Some more hype. Joel, what have you got for us? Uh, I've got nothing. Pitches already on the channel now. Yeah, go check that out if you haven't watched it. Oh, Colour Classic Smackdown review, me and Tom. I think uh, the first, your first pitch, Ross, on that pitches video, I think could genuinely happen. Mm -hmm. Oh, I can't wait to watch it so I know what's going to happen. That's a great little hook for the video there, yeah, Joel. Well exactly. done, Joel, yeah, yeah, the yeah. teaser. Right at the end of the four hours. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, well Joel, there the little tease. Uh, mailbag at callic.com. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash cultaholic for the Hall of Fame needs. This has been Jack, Ross, Joel, me, and Papa Jack does nothing. Now we're going to point at the screen. It's got to be something Australian. Uh, isn't it? Do you know the looks to Neighbours or Home and Away? Neighbours. Everybody. Yeah, okay. I only know Home It's all right. I'll try. I'll improvise. No, is it? Uh, on three. Thank you very much. One, two, three. Neighbours. Happy Have a nice day. Home within your heart. Don't let me go. Neighbours better know is the. That's when good neighbours become good diddlers. Thanks, mate. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 